Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. We usually start with a little jingle, don't we? Mm-hmm. In this lovely little podcast of ours. But a lovely human being called Alex the Luchador from Indiana sent an, an enormous list of all the variations of the little intro that we do here in the Cult Alec Wrestling Podcast. So, Alex the Luchador, this is for you. If you like, like Alex the Luchador. <laughs> Join know, our cult. Don't know, don't know him. <laughs> we, we didn't really nail it for him. <laughs> oh, no. Were we going to... I know it's like... Yeah, way, thanks it's for so, nothing, it's Alex. So, it's such a long, exhaustive, brilliant list. Like We've, we've laughed a lot reading it, but there, it's too long like, to like... There was like seven pages. I know it sounds, it like Jack Nicholson's notes in The Shining. I know it sounds silly saying it on our 10-hour podcast or whatever, but it is too long. But should we read out a few highlights? Have we got any like particular ones we want to read out of the various... Uh, just, just to set the scene, Joel, what number podcast is this one? You're the editor. 284, so there's 284 different entries into this email. Oh, no, he skipped usual ones, I oh, think. Oh, he skipped it's usual just, I think, ones? I think, it's just ones oh. I think it's just ones where anything different happens. I read page one and then maybe didn't read any more. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Episode one, Jack debuts the club jingle. Oh, I started it. Episode 12, first time song is sung. Uh, you did a different club jingle. I did a oh, no, the, word. You, uh, I did like oh, Leonard Buckley. Cohen's Hallelujah. You, Jeff Buckley, did a, oh, made it a song. Philip Buckley. Uh the second time the song is sung correctly, which is episode 17, which speaks <laughs> volumes of my reading of it capabilities. Matthew accidentally says club features a lot of times in this. Uh, Matthew clearly had a lot of sleep that night. Pale Ale sponsored version. Yeah, thanks. Okay. Um, hello, mum from Mafu. Oh. Tells his mum not to watch anymore. Ross says, hello, mother diddler. <laughs> Good. <laughs> she took that advice, didn't she? It she becomes, didn't watch it, it yeah, yeah, thank Christ. <laughs> One thing I noticed when browsing the list is that a sense of sort of hopelessness creeps in towards the end. Like, there's a lot of, like, everyone's size <laughs> towards the end. <laughs> Just creeping dread. As size as in S-I-G-H-S. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We're all fine. No, no, everyone, everyone sighs, exhales. If you like a lot of Christmas on your YouTube, ho, ho, ho. Mm. I don't know that one. Uh, Jack interrupts Matthew at the YouTube part and says, podcast. I interrupted and got it wrong. <laughs> Oh, I remember that. Wow. <laughs> so it's good this is doing memory lane. Isn't there's, it? One, yeah. there's one where apparently I was dressed as a bear, which I have no memory of. I don't remember you being dressed <laughs> as a bear. <laughs> no. It says when you dressed as Stein, I remember that. I remember the bear costume, but I don't remember wearing it for a podcast. I forgot you did Brother Love until I read this. I, yeah. wore, I wore the bear costume at North once for the pre show questionnaire quiz thing. Oh, uh, I thought you were a wolf. I was a bear. I thought oh, you, I you are a wolf. My fursona as all of ours. <laughs> oh, not again. <laughs> 
Uh, and it says, Matthew stamps the table harder during the intro than in the test. Um, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> uh, and Ross calmly asked Matthew to stop banging the table. Yeah, That's a, all one page. There's so, a lot of Matthew banging the table. Alex Luton, we'll do it properly just for you. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no banging. No, 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 no banging. No. You can bang all you want. We've got more ros- robust wires now, haven't we, Joe? No, you, I'm you scared. I'm yours? scared. I'm... If you like a lot of wrestling oh. on your YouTube, what do we do? Join our cult. Yes, thank you. The coffee went everywhere. Hello and welcome <laughs> to throbbingly, lovely, lovingly, throbbingly <laughs> episode. Got it out. Yes. Gold Hollet Wrestling Podcast. Oh, it's hot. It's, hot. it's so warm in hot, here. Hot, warm, bothered tones <laughs> of Matthew, Jack the Bear, Aye. and Ross the Professional. <laughs> Why aren't we in a pub? <laughs> I thought I signed up for a podcast oh, yeah, in the we pub gonna, or the park last oh, week. Oh, we were going to, yeah. Oh, yeah, the thing that we said and then just never No, I've seen do. other channels do it. Oh, What's God, this? Shut What's up. he doing? What's yeah. he, we're what's getting he an advert doing? for some sort of tyre blowing hate, up device here. I hate this. The Slack app that we use, if I want to read the documents, I have to download this free app, which oh. has adverts, which really? have un- unskippable videos. That's bollocks. The skip video did nothing. It was part of the video. That's I got tricked. Me. That should be illegal. <laughs> That's not on Maya. I was going to say, yeah, get, get an iPhone. You have to do that, bollocks. Uh, anyway, how are you doing? <laughs> not bad, I. Not bad. Just warm, very warm. Oh, yes. All meat, no potato. How are you? The same. Lovely. I'm baked potato. Jack's the same. I'm the same. We're all baked potatoes. Not like Andrew on the pictures video yesterday. He's a different kind of baked potato. Did you do the song? The no, Martin no. Just if you like. Oh. No, the... <laughs> Thank you, baked potato. Don't be... Do Ross and Adam love that song. Thank you, baked potato. Georgie Dawes. Baked potato, ah, save my yeah, life. Go. It's come back to us now. The end of the video where he was clearly off his box on something. Yesterday. He, he lost, yeah? He lost... Oh, he was baked potato, yeah. Yeah. You know what happened? <laughs> <laughs> On the pitches video yesterday, right? Just watch Andrew's reaction to my final pitch, and I t- he's four twenty blazed somehow. I don't, mm. I don't understand. That's how good the pitch was. <laughs> yeah, he was That's a glowing recommendation if I ever heard one. Yeah. Oh. The news. He's stolen because you haven't got loaded up yet. <laughs> how dare you think these? I'm just tapping my phone like a person. Uh, Kevin Ash in dispute with WWE over merch money. Oh. Kevin Nash talk about money. This hmm. isn't news. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, merchandise money is a serious revenue stream for pro wrestlers, says Jack Atkins, who does a wonderful job of wording these lovely news stories. Mm. Uh, Big Sexy said that I don't get a dollar on the NWO shirts. It should be 150% of what I normally get in the next period. And if it's not, I guess I'll be putting a piece of paper in Ari Emanuel's hand, who I guess is his lawyer person. Nash continued, knowing how WWE have tried to placate him with appearances in WWE games, as well as a Diesel Funko Pop toy. But these additional revenue streams didn't exactly fill Nash with joy. Quote, it's like, I don't give a F. I don't care if I'm getting 7% of the Heinz ketchup packages that you sell the ballparks. I want the effing royalties to what they're selling to effing Walgreens and Walmart and everyone else in the big 16-ounce Heinz bottles. I want the books, Nash demanded. Give me all the Funkos you want. I don't get 17% of the Funkos. (laughs) It is such a weird strategy to try and placate Kevin Nash with toys and computer games rather than money. Right. He's the last person who... You're in a computer game, Kev. What's one of them? You're one of those guys who don't really care about things like money, are you, Kevin Nash? You're about the business and the pri- Oh, wait, no, you're Kevin Nash. We've right, made yeah. Kevin Nash the anime. Are you happy about that? They might as well have said that. <laughs> I saw one of the most egregious things I've ever seen on the internet this week, and it was an NWO shirt, but the W was the W logo. Is that yes. official oh, clobber? No, no, no. Okay, okay. It's, it's James Van Der Beek, I think. Um, no, what's he do? 
I think just as Photoshop stuff and annoys people. <laughs> I, I, was, I almost <laughs> called him a professional annoyer. So that's not a real occupation, but I think he does well with it. But yeah, yeah. he's done these mock-up shirts. But people have been taking photos and gone, have you seen the new WWE merch? He was like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's why I saw it. Someone was moaning. Like, can you believe they've done this? <laughs> no, don't believe it. They're not real. They're sold by a bloke. <laughs> but I can see it. And Kevin Ash gets zero of that as well. There is a world where that would be... It's not too far from the truth, though. They yeah, would do that. Because people were commenting going, great, N-W-O, with a tiny little W-E thing underneath uh, there. You're like, great, nothing says anti-establishment, like the establishment's name. <laughs> so he said, how about we blow up the W like this? And yeah, mm. clearly everyone got the joke. He's a so. clever boy. He is. James Vanderby, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing, bad boy? W-E announces Giovanni Vinci injury. And it was weirdly noted on our lovely news stream. It was noted on Monday's Raw that Giovanni Vinci is out of action with a lower body injury and there was no timetable given for his return. Reports noted last week that Vinci was not legitimately injured and his absence was just related to the storyline. Oh, so it's still storyline then. But he, was, the, but he was gone this week as well. Yeah, he was gone this week. That's the first Raw since the injury happened, so it could just be storyline. Riddle did lock him in a shoot leg lock backstage, did he not? Oh, uh, yes. I can't believe he did that this when he was injured. I know. Well, that's maybe where he got injured, in storyline. It could also be not one of those real. angles they do to <laughs> write someone off with an injury. Right. When they don't want to have them actually be, have a match to risk anything, so they just have them get beaten up backstage. That's what I so thought. It's hard. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. Hmm. Let's just say he's too sexy to enter the British Isles. Therefore, they've written him off TV like AEW's written off Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Because he can't, he can't go to Canada, can he? Yeah. And he's so like right said Fred. He's bald as well. Exactly. Yeah. You Stop. might get confused. Stop him at Heathrow. You're too handsome. Yeah. Get I'm not out of here. the board of being too sexy. <laughs> uh, Miro commented on his AEW absence. It sucks. <laughs> yes, you're right, Miro. We fully agree. Uh, it's an odd one because he was doing acting bits, we read. In the police thingy. I don't know what it was, but it was a police thingy. And then it just appeared to be creative differences was the only thing keeping them off TV. Surely they could have worked something out between them. Surely. Mm. To miss a whole year, just about. Yeah, four matches last year. Yeah, disgusting. Mm. It's so weird. You go, wrestling's easy, isn't it? And then companies come out and go, it's not at all. It's actually really hard. <laughs> um, Chris Hemsworth is unsure about the plans for the Hulk Hogan biopic that he was attached to. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Chris, Chris Van Vliet was interviewing him. God, he's just gone up in the world, hasn't he? Oh, he does it all no, the time. There's, there's, big stars, yeah, there's, yeah. there's a there's a sort of viral clip that exists outside of the wrestling world where he's interviewing is it Anne Hathaway and she like really fancies him. It's like actress <laughs> swoons over handsome interviewer and he goes like, how old are you or something? She goes, my word, you can't be asked. You can't ask me that. And she just like clearly really fancies Chris Van Vliet. As, I mean, obviously, like he'd be turned away at the border oh, for being too sexy. Of course. But don't worry. All he needs to do is start talking about wrestling and she'd be like, all right, whatever. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's really like humble about it as well. He's like, oh my word, I'm so sorry, Anne Hathaway. But like, come on, Chris Van Vliet. Anyway. We don't all have Hollywood actresses swooning over us, do we? Speak for yourself. Okay. Aye. No, but all the weirdos love us. <laughs> <laughs> only some. Only some of them. No, the, a greater percentage of the weirdos love you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way. Mates with Mafu, as I was doing so. Uh, he said, so we won't care anymore. Chris Hemsworth said, I don't know what's happening with it at the moment, but there's a good story there. I'd love to tell it. I know Todd Phillips has been deep in the world of the Joker, but we've had conversations, and yeah, fingers crossed. So no bloody idea whatsoever then. Right. Imagine that. You know, is that the, the like the the most recent Joker, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker? Imagine like a psychological breakdown of Hulk Hogan's like oh, childhood. Man. What, how he became the prayer man with the vitamins and all that sort mm. of stuff, told in a really dark and deep way. That'd be good. I'd watch that. <laughs> I know. Just locked yeah. in a room with no vitamins and no prayers. <laughs> he becomes the opposite of that. Nobody really wants to watch a happy. 
film about wrestling. Like that's why the wrestler was so good because mm. it was a warts and all. It really was, wasn't it? Yeah, but, yeah. I, I think I've said before, uh, said many times before. As long as the Hulk Hogan film is, this is how this happened, and it has something go, this is not how this happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolute bollocks. I saw uh, an interview with Hogan this week where he's speaking about like the, I forget who was interviewing him, but they were saying like, if you faced Roman Reigns in your prime, who would win the match? And he's just like, we don't know who would win, brother, but we'd draw lots of money together. Uh, so he couldn't even say that Roman would smash his face. <laughs> In kayfabe, Hogan's way stronger than Roman. Oh, that's an interesting Roman debate. needs Solo's help and all the guys. Yeah. Hulk Hogan did it on his own brother. Yeah, and what, who, who's the heaviest that, the dude that Roman Reigns has slammed? Not Andre the Giant, dude. No, no one's big <laughs> no I reckon he's hoisted the big show up in 2015. Yeah, probably, uh, yeah. Pretty skinny big show now. <laughs> 2015. Uh, yeah. um, big bag of jelly beans. <laughs> um, I guess the Von Erichs one was Zac Efron still going ahead. Oh, everybody's in that. Whenever I'm oh. like watching something on TV and I look, oh, no, what else they've been in? I swear they're attached to that project and the okay. Von Eric thing. Uh, now we call the CM Punk segment. CM Punk news. CM Punk <laughs> wants to sit down with the elite to discuss post All Out incident because uh, CM Punk said a lot. More on him later on, don't worry. They um, already have. No, no. I uh, believe. Do you think? Yeah. Mm. They're not allowed I, to even say I don't that. I don't know if I do believe I, I think, think it's so. still real. I think this fire still burns always. I think we've crossed over from the realness into now let's make money off the realness. Are you willing to wager a, a, a nah, sun no, driver bet not. or an Italian rest? Okay, I'm not enough. a silly boy. <laughs> I'm a coward. A big, dirty coward. Seabrook <laughs> claimed, we are trying to move past what happened that night specifically. Yeah, and said, I don't know what happened. Sorry, I don't think what happened was a big deal. This has happened in the last <laughs> 10 months in hockey, in basketball and baseball, and just about every sport. Uh, and it's covered. It's gone the next day. I think because I've injured my tricep and I've been out for so long, I think it has been exacerbated. 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 Made worse. Exacerbated. Yeah. Yes. yes Bruno. I think it's been exacerbated by people spreading lies about the whole thing. And when in reality, my attitude is, well, poo happens. Well, he thinks it's been blown up proportion. No, I think he's now trying to be, now that he's back in the fold, he's trying to be like, that was nothing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I think? The thing I'm not legally allowed to talk about wasn't a big deal. He was he was the one who blew it out of all proportion. If he oh, just, he wasn't. If he kept it backstage, no. he was the one who brought it out in front of everybody. You hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs> What's worse, bringing it out in the public eye or going behind people's back to Dave Meltzer and going, ooh, Dave, CM Punk's being nasty. The about public it. one. Okay, fair so enough. People yeah. just go, Dave's a liar. Look, uh, he gets now right these Meltzer days. Meltzer did weigh in on this, and he said that... Um, oh, God, here we go. It seems like... Yeah, ready for excitement, people said, at home. He said something like, either side, so like the punk side and the elite oh, side, oh, oh, oh. think the other one is talking to the press, but really both sides are talking to Dave, but the other one likes to think that they're the ones keeping quiet or something. Ah. He's basically saying, I have all the sources, me. Bloody Jericho. Oh, yes. <laughs> Jericho, a mysterious person known as only as CJ. <laughs> CM Punk details heat with Hangman Page, feared their AEW match oh, would no. turn into a shoot. Oh, God. Punk claimed that, oh, this was, by the way, I should we remember last week's podcast ending with the, <laughs> guys, guys, put a ticking oh, yeah. time bomb through the yeah, post. Yeah, yeah. According to Wade Keller, What's who I've happened? stopped following on Twitter now, who hyped this up. It's <laughs> like, this you. is it. He didn't know what it was. He just heard something. <laughs> he bigged it up way too yeah, much, no, though. Yeah, yeah. 
Because, you, oh you know, God. you hear, what we, in our defense, you, you put the pieces together. It seemed really serious. Yeah. The most damaging piece of text to be released since the diary of Adrian Mole. <laughs> you know, and this bloody thing came out and it was like, well, you know, I thought I'm on page hit me with a chop to the, uh, to the mouth even and it hurt a lot. So he I did, thought like, the match wasn't very he good. He did, to be fair. And Punk, you know, because we're all workers around this table. He really yeah. opened his chest up and Hangman still missed. Yeah, he fed for yeah. him, brother. Yeah, it was good down Twitter because then loads of wrestlers <clears> sent <throat> clips of them being hit in the face. And it's like, ah, oh, it happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suck it up. Yeah, it does. Um, oh, it did, the best one was Chris Hero doing it to Colt Cabana accidentally. It looked like Adderway mid-self because there was nobody there. And then if fast forward a few years, it was Volta versus Ono at Evolve. Oh, and, no, indeed. Uh, yeah, Volta chops him. It doesn't mean to, of course. But he's ne next ring post. He chops him and Ono... Hits the, oh. that, gets hit with Walter's chart, which is already great. Hits the back of the ring post. His eyes go, oh. <laughs> um, In the whole CM Punk stuff, the, I've found it really easy to, you know, side with Punk and find it funny. He's been going after the Bucks and everything. Because the Bucks, even though we're all fans of the Bucks and that, they do come across mm. as very self-satisfied, don't they? Where the Bucks were mint. So when someone has a go at them, it's quite funny. But Hangman just seems like a lovely man. And even I struggle to like be like, yeah, CM Punk, when he's like, right. this lovely lad is a horrible bloke, and I hate him. I, I agree, Jack. If he just stuck with just the books on yeah. the it's like, all right, you've got a point, but it's like, Hangman Page. Yeah. <laughs> you know I who I hate? That controversy annoying guy in the office. Bloody Andrew. Andrew. Oh, yeah. it's blah, blah, blah. Uh, he punched me, no. For no it, reason, the other day, punched me. The fact that Hangman is quite <laughs> sensibly and deliberately said nothing back makes Punk look even more of like a bully. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Punk says, I proceed to have what I think is a garbage match because I'm trying to protect myself on stuff instead of actually just working and trying to put on the best performance I can. And then people were quite clear to not only include the chop to the mouth, but also when CM Punk completely fudged the yeah, yeah, buck yeah, shot, Larry, and went, Whoa, and then Hangman was like, don't worry, I've got you, brother. Picked him up, didn't he, twice? <laughs> picked, picked him up like, like this, like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> But he's an arsehole, though. Yeah. Don't forget that. That son of a bitch, well, Hangman Page. There has also been speculation, hasn't there, that Punk's only going after Hangman because he can't go after the Bucks. <clears throat> Although he went after Hangman before that all kicked off. Mm. Yeah. Idiots like Hangman Page. Oh, I don't know, yeah. man. So, what else? <clears throat> uh, Samoa Joe commented on all the stuff and just says, what was it, what's it like with all this divide going on? He says, there isn't a divide. It's an argument between men. All those dudes don't... Represent the entire genre of their generation. They have their own issues and their own problems. I don't think it's that deep. They're grown ass men. They have disagreements. They can figure out or not. That's between them. Joe. Well done, Joe. Joe. Oh, Joe. Just lock him in Joe. a room with Joe. Yeah. Just like give Joe an hour just to do what he wants. That'll sort them out. That'll get. That'll scare them straight. Mm. Yeah. I'll make him watch that new Twisted Metal show he's on. Is it bad? Is it? Oh, you know when trailers used to be to show how good something was and now it's like hey, here's a heads up <laughs> might want to run, run away when this is on is that that scene where he's in the like is it casino or something with what songs play in the background I forgot oh, I didn't last that long yeah <laughs> Twisted Metal is in the computer game yeah the driving that's yeah. got a series now yeah he's oh, got like yeah. a clown mask on yeah Sweet Tooth I, Sweet I loved tooth. it back in the he day he plays the yeah. main Mascot I think he's, of the... don't quote us on this, he plays the body of Sweet Tooth, oh. but then he's got the, the bow the... mask on, it's on fire, and <clears throat> someone else is dubbing him, so it's Do you like... Do the WWE game that was like that? Crush Hour. Crush Hour, yeah, yeah, they just decided to have their own... Yeah. That was a weird sub-genre of games, wasn't it? It was. Car, death match. And it just stopped. It did, it just went away. Everyone went, no one's buying these anymore? All right, cool, stop. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, other news... Oh, there's two little wacky things. Uh, Taz did the bit where he choked out Angle at One Night Stand... Uh, that spot happened to teach Angle a lesson. 
found this out this week. I'll tell you this, it was all my fault, says Angle. At this point in my career, I was a real pain in the ass. I was addicted to painkillers. I was hiding it. I was injured all the time. I was really frustrated with creative because of the Charmel thing and this stuff. Oh, that great feud. I just felt like I kept lashing out and saying, oh, why are you guys doing this? You know, you need to change things. I need something better than this. I was always demanding everything. Uh, so... They said, you know what? Screw this. Uh, and this and this thing, little wee fat Taz is going to choke you out. <laughs> yeah? And he's like, oh, okay. The way you set that up there was like, Taz was saying himself, that was a lesson I taught Kurt Angle. Mm. Yeah. The, the way it was worded <laughs> on uh, the website I read it on was like, hang on. Like, when Taz legit choked out Kurt Angle. I was know? starting to think, could Taz even legit choke out Kurt Angle? Olympic gold medalist. The Olympian. I know Taz is mm. an amateur wrestler. He's got all that back. Pop the hips. Yeah. And he's the suplex machine. In fact, prime Taz versus prime Angle would be a good a good fight. I'm sure Taz, in his prime, believed that he could. He'd probably like give it an all right go, but yeah. Olympic gold medalist. Right. Yeah. 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 And the other little thing to end on, uh, Scott Sinus says something nice about Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> Quote, it was her dad's business. She's part of them. She's cool. She was good to work with. Whoa. <laughs> People now, do seem to like Stephanie, don't they? Backstage. Well, they have to. No, but they say like she's 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 like the mom. Didn't they used to say that she's like the mom of the of the all the lasses like her, yeah. Yeah. Not the lads. Yeah. Apart from that one lass who didn't know who she was. Uh-huh. What lass? Oh god. We're talking like uh, two remember during the diva search. I can't remember who it was. Talked to her I know and, and she was just like, Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> like that's, 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 that's the boss's daughter, that's the boss's yeah. daughter. Like, oh okay. But that's a miraculous turnaround from Scott Stanick because we interviewed him as part of the old crew oh, back yeah. in oh, the day. Oh my god, yeah. And he called <laughs> Both Triple H and Stephanie, the Yaud C bombs. I mean, the pair of them. <laughs> that was very much Scott Steiner's thing for a while, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it seems to have slowed down just a bit. Fair enough, Scott. There's hope for him. There's hope for all of us. Mm, there there's is. hope even for this podcast, up which until, continues. Well, I was about to say up until now because it's now time for Tubman in Japan. That's right. There's no hope for this podcast, oh my God. but there is hope for Scott Steiner. <laughs> Ah, Tubman in Japan, now, everyone's favourite moment of the podcast. I'd just like to point out, we've heard from him. His, his return, Richard Come Tubman. Dragon. Richard Tubman. Oh, Tubman. No, his return is on the horizon. He's, he's back next month. Really? Yeah. Oh. And he's thrown down a challenge for you. Oh. And you in particular. Oh, Not me on. and Jack, because me and Jack speak glowingly about his trip to Japan. Obviously, I'm a, I did. That's right. <laughs> and that's massive, what happens every week. It's Go a massive on. achievement to cycle from you know the length of a country like he has done. But you just take the P one double five every week. <laughs> that's and he's, right. He's that not happy about this. it. He wants to see you in the ring, Matthew. Oh my god. <laughs> Which one? The one in Okinawa? <laughs> <laughs> no, Heaton. Oh no, not the Heaton ring. Aye. The number one Italian restaurant on us. Uh, <laughs> uh, the notes here say, meh, what's the point of me making notes for this anymore? All we do is look at the little screen over there. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, that's all we do these days. Here we go then. Try and pronounce that, Matthew, at the top there. Fuji. That is Fuji. That's not Fuji. Oh, you it's mean the text? Bit, oh, the my apologies. He's on a different island now to Fuji. Oh. That's how big Fuji is. It follows oh. you around the room like a bad smell. Like that sun in the old Mario games, the one that's... Like the Mona Lisa. That's exactly right, actually. Yeah. yeah. Both those ones are good. Look at that. They even have Toyotas in Japan. Come that, was like a, that was a stupid thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they import them. Oh, you have sushi in Japan. Look at that. Lovely market there. <laughs> Paddy O.C. says, Mother loves furries, and Ross isn't actually from Sunderland. 
No, I'm not. Is, no. That, is that two lies? I don't know. Hang on. Have, we... have they mixed up me and Ross? Because I often remind <laughs> you that I'm not. clearly a big fan of the podcast. I'm from north of Newcastle, never mind Sunderland. Wait, that's a Gundam house. What? Why is that? That's, why is that a... oh, now, I know that's like your, your B-Tech Transformer, isn't it? Your, yeah. gun, your Gundam. Yeah, yeah, mm. sure. <laughs> Jack, the, like the... Jack the Job at does OnlyFans. I didn't know that. That's incorrect. Fair enough. That's incorrect. I've got very, very different. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do OnlyFans. Yeah. Although I, oh, I shouldn't. I did get a dodgy request on Cameo once, which I ignored. I didn't follow through with it. I, I messaged what? I, I oh, you. Oh, why don't you remind us on the podcast no. in front of the world and God it's what someone, you were asked to some, do? No, I, no. But someone did send me a, a dirty request once on Cameo. Ooh. I know. And here's some more <laughs> of Japan. <laughs> Ruin the mood there, sorry. Yusuf says, Japan is a beautiful country. Would you move there? And hi, Mafu, Ross, Jack. This is a good segment after the Hall of Fame. It's thank before you, the Hall of Fame, but that. thank you, Yusuf. <laughs> no one, everyone who listens to this podcast doesn't actually listen to this podcast. Mm. <laughs> Lovely crops there. That could be Fuji, like the sort of bottom of Fuji there in the very background, just building up to the, the really steep bit. Yes. Tommy says something that I'm not going to read, uh, just for the good of the podcast. Um, oh, a tent. That's what you guys Last do. week when reading out the mailbag, <laughs> oh, no, Ross is reading the it. latest diddler. Oh, no, no, no. Ross was sweating more than Prince Andrew at a kid's birthday. <laughs> that was the thing I was trying not to read. <laughs> That's because Ross defended <laughs> Philip Schofield. I don't think... Oh, God, tent! I've just seen the tent as well. Getting too distracted. Do you need your glasses I on? Meant, I do need me glasses. I keep forgetting them. I then. thought it was a body of water. That's how bad my eyes are. <laughs> it was like a, the, green, the murky green of a lock. It, it's like a low-budget <laughs> Wizard of Oz. It looks like the tent's landed on... <laughs> Richards underneath the tent. <laughs> His feet are sticking out. It does like Ding a dong. <laughs> it does like a designated camping area though, with that little bench in the background there. Mm. Oh. But I thought there was just a literal like, oh Ross was, you know, nervous about it. <laughs> when he's back, do we need to get him on this segment? I yes. won't be here for that just in case he does a shoot fly <laughs> kick. Roundhouse uh, <laughs> up the tent indeed. With the first giant bike filled legs. Oh <laughs> yeah, my yeah. god. He was like Crocop. Yes. Not, I cannot wait to see how his body's changed. I hope he looks exactly the same. <laughs> no, because he's cycled just about every single day. For yeah, a but year. he's been eating yeah, dirty he rice always, and uh, chicken and all the other stuff he's shown us. He's trim anyway, wasn't he? I trim, I reckon he's got a, the muscle mass now. He'll be bottom heavy. His legs will be huge. Uh, yeah, true. So he look like Chris Hoy. Yeah, massive calves. Yeah. With a camping site there. Is that a public toilet I see in the shed there? Oh. It'd be great if it's just some guy's house and say, like, you cheeky bastard. He's got a new chair, by the way. I think that's a different chair, is it not? Oh, that. wow. And people say this bit has nothing to talk about. I know, yeah. Where's he got that chair from? What happened to the old chair? Maybe he's so muscular now, because muscle weighs more than fat, doesn't it? So he's broken his chair and had to buy a new one. Mm. That would make sense. Mm. Those calves. And he had to buy it from the chair shop. Up the power lines. Thank you, it's the Biffy. <laughs> It's good because I have to turn around now. All I see is Joel's head. He's going up and down trying to laugh his ass off at how tedious this bit is. Uh, here we go. Three Space Lizards says, more great pictures, Richard, but it's not the same about a cheeky tent pic. Amen. My day isn't complete without it. Also, if the lads of the pod see this, can we get some Up the Fuji shirts? <laughs> I'd love to have one. Up the tent, up the Fuji, up the cum up dragon. Up the cum dragon. <laughs> and Paddy says, up the rice and chicken. And <laughs> Come chimes in. Cherish these moments, Richard. It's interesting to see how people view this segment uh, all the different perspectives. <laughs> I'm just having a look at see if there's any messages that people try. No, it's all 
It's There's all, the uh, bottom of Fuji again there before you get to the steep bit. <laughs> no tent photos, says Jay Castle. Are we to assume Tubman didn't sleep? Must have raided Tom's booger sugar stash to stay up so long. <laughs> Stephen Ryan, this made me hard. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Flowers, all these restaurant picks. I am seriously hoping we see tubs and a laptop soon. Oh. Up the bike path and up the Yangtze River. Well, well done, nice he knows it's Japan. Nice Here's another podcast, but he loves Japan. <laughs> nice egg there with some pork, maybe. Ooh. The Yangtze River is not. One sec. Yeah, yeah. Please, please don't wait for That's me. a shrine. Hey. Up the museum. Shrine. Up the pints. No tent again. What's Richard doing, man? Shrine like the stars. The he, he just slept. He slept in the hood. The <laughs> like River's, Abraham Lincoln. The Yangtze River is predominantly in China. Everybody. Oh no! Oh. Damn it! I think we. Uh, well, whatever. Uh, Stephen Skoda's. Oh, we know him. I like these daily updates on your travels in Japan. I'm hoping to travel to Japan a few years' time with a friend of mine to see Ooh. the sights and experiences, the food and the culture. Very well, nice. Hope you got your bike, Stephen, and a tent. It is the best <laughs> place I've ever been for food. The food is amazing. And Yusuf has a gift of Godzilla pumpkin. Look at that. Fist. It's, it's bloody chicken on a skewer. Yeah. A sausage, yeah. baby. <laughs> oh, the sausages. It, there's a lot of up the insert words here, isn't there, comments? I think that's you. Maybe we've, we've, we've struck gold with something. Oh. Just release a line of up the something merch. Uh, well, you you say up the quite a lot. <clears throat> Me and Owen say up the faves for our streams. Free house the yeast. That sounds like a, a command. No, it's free house the yeast. Know, you can the, see the italics there. The word is weird there. In beer we trust. <clears throat> is it in Japan? I feel right, like momentum is starting to... Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, the... Nice path, nice cycle path there. Richard loves a cycle path, but it's not riverside by the looks of things. Hmm. That's what sets Richard's uh, cycle paths apart. There's no river there either, maybe. Could be one to the left-hand side. Oh, maybe there was. Mm. I've spoken oh. too soon. Bottom of Fuji there again. That's like a scene from Jurassic Park, isn't it? It certainly is. <laughs> yeah. Come on, let's keep the momentum no, going. What a lovely estuary gone. there. No, the nice source gone. of the river. <laughs> Honey Grip Gary says, which is more over? The tent or LA night? Yeah. LA night, for goodness sake. Don't talk so shoft. <laughs> Good save. I think I think LA Knight's push has been overblown. But I'll get to that later on. Uh, don't talk about wrestling in the Tubman segment. Sorry. Uh, Gormley Kevin says, when Tubman is back, we need a review on the best tent spots in Japan while a compilation of money shots, which means what? tent pictures, you filthy bastards. Which every dozen. You can't blame us for that. Oh, he's got hidden comments. Let's read the hidden oh, comments. Oh, no. Oh, no. If it, it. Excellent composition. Why is that? Why is that him? <laughs> oh no, it's a compliment. We can't have that. <laughs> That's Disgusting behaviour. And I think that might be it. It is fantastic. What a great week. Dublin, Japan continues next week. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Ah, the Hall of Fame. In condescending order from last week, the England cricket team's buzzball style of play, 22%. I, I, mean, I don't want to talk about it. Fair enough. Uh, it, back, it backfired this week, Matthew. Really did. It looked like it was going to work, but it didn't work in the end. Ah, that's why. Do you think you would have won if it had won in real life? No. No. <laughs> Fair enough. Then. But I think it might have done slightly better. But I, I don't know if it was... It's the bowling attack. England's bowling attack's crocked. It's not Basball's fault, in my opinion. But people's opinion... Stokes isn't able to fire on all cylinders through injury. Ollie, Ollie what's his face? Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, he can't do it either. He's not a mentality monster. No. He's bottler. I shouldn't say that. That's very <laughs> nasty. But he he talks... He's all bark, no bite, that Ollie Robinson, I think. 
But he's also got injuries. He also has injuries. He to be can't go full pelt. Uh, Stuart Broad does well every Ashes series, so he's done all right. Uh, top spinner's injured. I mean... But I just need to know why he waited so long, Matthew, to take that new ball on the final session and to use Jimmy Anderson. It looked like a genius thing at first because that first over after when Joe Root's bowling with the old ball mm. and took a wicket. But then, but he, surely then the time is right to go, right, new ball now. He was very expensive Sweet. as well, though, was Joe Root yes, with that old ball. For not, a great, not a great sake. economy. Ooh, and he's not even a bowler. He's our best batsman. Right, anyway. Ooh, sounds like the least... This is the most disappointing ashes since uh, Paul Bear in 2013. I yeah. do, I do enjoy, <laughs> I do enjoy a podcast called The Great Cricketer, which is two Australian blokes who talk about cricket. They're very funny, but they've been unbearable because obviously they're Australian oh, and they won. Mm. But they have a segment of their podcast called Visceral Minutes, where people send in their visceral reactions to what's just happened. And there's one that's like, "Ooh, beat us by two wickets, have you? Think you're so good?" And then it cuts to the next one. It's just lots of like that sort of stuff, like. I hate the Aussies and all this. And then there's one that's just, you've fallen into our trap. <laughs> it's really weird. It's like, when you turn up at Lord's, you might find a green wicket. <laughs> it's really... Anyway, I'd recommend the great cricket anyway. Thank you, Joe. Mm. Uh, prawn cocktails, walkers, crisps. 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 <gasps> 20, no, no, no. You can't be taking sides Sorry, there. prawn cocktail, walkers, bloods as well. No. Uh, 23%. Whatever. Uh, Wardlow's puppy... Errors. We didn't figure out how to pronounce that, did we? People in the comments said errors is right. All right. Errors. Okay, we, great. we corrected ourselves, but corrected ourselves wrongly. I hate when it happens. Yeah. 55%. Who cares what it's called? What a lovely dog. Yeah. It is a nice dog. Or was it a weak week? Was it a, a not a strong week? No, it was week. a dog dog. No, was it not a strong week in terms of the nominations? Well, I felt very strongly towards All the right. flavor of prawn cocktail. The people did not agree, but that's their loss. I was shocked, like... I imagine most people's favourite flavour is your prawn cocktail. Really? Wow. I mean, three of the uh, three of the four in this room all agree. That's true. That's, that's what that's, counts, that's right? That's Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> we, rep we represent the entire world. Mm. That's right. <laughs> it feels like it sometimes. So, well done, pal. Yay, well done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what is your pick this week, mate? I have been waiting three years to try a thing, which I saw on Instagram Reels back in the initial lockdown of 2020. Okay. And finally this week, I tried it. Went to McDonald's drive-thru, purchased a vanilla milkshake, which I'd done for the first time ever. Never had one before. A delightful thing. But then, because it was morning, well, early afternoon, I got myself a double shot of espresso, put it in the milkshake, oh, gave it a little mix, and my socks were blown off and have not returned. So my <laughs> nomination for the Hall of Fame is the Double Shot Espresso Vanilla Milkshake provided by McDonald's. I've never even heard of that. It was on my Instagram Reels three years ago, and I've waited all this time, and I, I, was, in, I was just driving near a McDonald's. I thought, you know what? I'm a bit tired. Let's go for it. Have you... Wow. Did you get the? Where did you get the espresso from? McDonald's. You oh, that a, as well. All yeah, right, you okay. get a double shot. It comes a little tiny cup. You just go... See you later. Wow. Mix it up. It is. Is this an honor of Grimace? Because <laughs> I'm sure that's what you do drinking it. <laughs> oh, the character. If, if you, oh, uh, yes. Yeah. If you need sugar and caffeine and you don't want to do what Tom does, let's go to McDonald's because it's fantastic. I can't recommend it highly enough. Yeah. Right. But well done for finding a McDonald's with a working milkshake machine. Mm. It's is always it? a bit of a stab in the dark, isn't it? Right. So is the milkshake machine as temperamental as the McClory machine? I assume it is. It is, is it well, the same machine? Because I've never had a vanilla milkshake before. I learned that it is literally McDonald's, uh, McFlurry ice cream, just a bit thinner. It no tastes, way. It tastes the same. Wow. And it's nice very, there's, there was a little few lumps in it as well, which just told me that it is just the soft serve ice cream, but in milkshake oh. form. Fair enough. Mm. Well, that's, 
That's cl- that's class. I've never heard of that. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. I'm just really impressed. <laughs> like that life hack. Really yeah. good. Uh, do you have a preferred thing when you go to McDonald's? Like, I'll take my chicken sandwich for me. No chicken sandwich. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Even though I work with someone, at my my pizza place job when I was a uh, on my gap yard, um, who admitted to having a sex wee in a chicken sandwich. No, no, and no. And no, it out. That can't be true. Ashington you McDonald's. Work? That can't be true. Roughly 2010 Why sort of time it would have happened. That? So look, we stop bringing up Louis. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it wasn't him. It wasn't Big Trev. <laughs> oh no, Trev, no, no. Trev Mosby. Oh no. It wasn't him. He, it, it pizzas he likes, not McDonald's. Just digging the whole deep. Hey, beggars can't be choosers, <laughs> sorry. Uh, but thank you very much for that. Well, Jack, what do you have as a preference? I used to like the chicken legend, but they got rid of that. Oh, I like I the, the chicken legend with hot and spicy mayo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, if I'm really hungry, I'll go for a big tasty, but sometimes that's too much. At the minute, I'm, <laughs> at the minute, uh, to be fair, at the minute, I think if I went to McDonald's, I'd be a bit lost without a pick. Now that the chicken legend's gone, as a go-to. Oh, mm. fair enough. Joel, what about yourself? Uh, I'm usually pretty. Is he gone? Chicken legend. I think chicken legend's gone for now. Yeah. I think so. Uh, quarter pound of cheese. Quarter pound of cheese. Yeah, Solid. Mm. And extra bits. And extra bits. Ninety-nine p chicken mayo. Oh, like the smaller burgers, yeah. Saver menu. I've, I'm glad someone else does that as well. If you didn't hear Joel, Joel says he knows something. Also, get something from the saver menu as a uh, as a side, <laughs> which is like, oh, okay. I'm not just the only fat person doing that. Great. Or just um, get three large meals. Why not? No, no, no. But it's like it's a day because it's a ninety-nine pence. Like, ah, oh, why I not? Like, I feel like something changed. <clears throat> I can't make out whether it's McDonald's changing or whether it's me getting older. When I was a kid, like Smarties McFlurries, Smarties McFlurries were like the best thing ever. Yeah. I love the Smarties McFlurries particularly. These days, if I get a Smarties McFlurry, I'm like, that was okay. And is it just that the excitement's gone? Is it the fact that mm. when you're an adult, you can get it whenever you want, so the appeal's gone, it doesn't matter? Yeah, mm. Or, said or that. have the Smarties McFlurries declined in quality though? So, I imagine they've changed the, the flavor. Actually, I have no idea if they have or they haven't, but yeah. They put it's chocolate just sauce yeah. on it now, which makes well, it worse. Well, how often would you have them? When, when, you, were when kid, you were a kid, yeah. Well, it was like a treat, wasn't it? Like, well, there you go. Yeah, maybe it's the fact that now that you've got that option whenever you want, yeah. it's not the same. And Jack wept. He has no more No more worlds to conquer. To conquer. <laughs> 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 the giant McFlurry in the background. Uh, who was that? Oh, it's me, second. Fantastic. So I did send you a picture, Joel, but yeah. I'm not sure if you sent it. This is, uh, I was going to show a clip of this, but I think oh, it's going to the new Jesus story Christ. as well. Uh, <laughs> Why is this? The age of man is over. Uh, the time of the orca has come. Uh, yes, it's orcas. They'll be talking to Mike Lynch and the old joining unions. Orca whales. They're attacking ships. What? <laughs> I thought I thought you were putting this in because of the submarine. Oh, my no, God. No, 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 no. That's what people no, were initially no, blaming, no. weren't no, they? No, the orcas haven't killed anybody yet. <laughs> but they better watch out. Uh, people are wondering why suddenly giant orca whales uh, are attacking ships. And they're not just attacking them and going, you know, oh, I'll headbutt ye, mate, thud. They're actually attacking the propellers. And stuff oh. like that, like, oh, no, we know how ships work. We figured it out. Oh. And th- right now, as of yet, there's no visual, like, oh, we know why they're doing this because of this, but people are speculating. Well, we have taken a lot of their food. And, and we are encroaching them. on their territory. And it is where they live. Yeah, yeah. just uh, as for Shamu. Yeah. <laughs> as I said, look, we all saw Free Willy, right? I am on the side of the orcas. What an ending here. when Free Willy jumps over the barricade. 
Not <laughs> like Eric Cannon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we should be sad out of the game. Should be. <laughs> that we're diabolic. Having a press conference <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> when, the when the humans followed the trawlers, <laughs> the orcas are close behind. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, so orcas are attacking boats. <laughs> And uh, people are just filming them going, oh, my God, orcas, no. Ah. And <laughs> the orcas just trying to go, going, ha, 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 ha. I remember reading a, a thing once in, a, I don't know what it was, some magazine or website where it was like, it was like, it did like, it fantasy booked a tournament between all the most dangerous sea creatures in the world. Mm. And the orcas won. They were like orcas are the hardest yeah. sea creatures. Uh, there have been hundreds of coordinated attacks on vessels by the orca whales off the uh, Iberian coast since 2020, according to reports, but they're, they're spreading around uh, places like Gibraltar, Liberian uh, Peninsula. Uh, he said the orcas staged a choreographed assault on the boat. So it must look like a Young Bucks match. Uh, <laughs> he believes they were playing with the rudders and just inadvertently rendering the boat very vulnerable in a very dangerous situation. The attacks are thought to have been prompted by a critical moment of agony, sort of by a group leader, uh, possibly due to a collision with the boat or entanglement with a fishing line, scientists say. Uh, so, so it's like a revenge. That's, the, that's what they're speculating. They don't know, they can't go and interview them. Um, <laughs> You know, they can't. The, the whale doesn't know Dave Meltzer's number, so don't give him a ring. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're also saying that. And there's also the reports of like, oh yeah, suddenly a lot of their food is gone, and they see these big boats going. I wonder if these two things are connected. That and that giant net that's just gone past me. So yeah, nature is returning. Okay, up well, the whales. We're all doomed. Um, no, no, no. We're, we're fine. People <laughs> on boats going out fishing. It's like, oh, yeah, sure mm -hmm. about that. They're quite scary orcas, aren't they? They're um, massive. We treat them like they're our allies. Oh. Look at it. Let's do a show. I no. went and saw one last year in Tenerife, the Orca oh, show. No. It's heartbreaking. What, like a SeaWorld type thing? Or yeah, so they've got, like got a big zoo in Tenerife and there was a big Orca enclosure. Did it just make you feel bad? Yeah, just there's like five of them in there. Just not a very... It was big, but not big enough for five Orcas. Yeah, 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 that's sad. And they're all just doing like the big jumps in the water. Ah. Yeah. Going up on the ledge. And... But there was a story that one of the Orca trainers was eaten by an Orca because he got a bit too close. And now they don't go in the water with them anymore because of that. Which I just made me laugh. Like, yeah. you right. Well, well, I, I hear stuff like that now. Go get in. F around and find out, I think the phrase is. And, and, and the black and white. Aye. Up the tune of the sword. <laughs> why, why, um, why, why, what's with the orc then? Because orca, is that, oh, oh, yeah. Yes, it's not very sophisticated. Meal. Is that an orc or an ogre? I thought it was rambling rabbit. <laughs> is that an orc? Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Could yeah. Huskus the pig boy. Could yes. it be one of the uruk -hai? Matthew, I'm trying to I'm trying to get involved, please. Yeah, but I'm not prepared for this. Okay. You're focusing on the, the wrong bit of this. So from what I can tell, orcs are like oh, no. orcs are like your foot soldiers in, in Lord of the Rings, right? But uh -huh. but ogres are bigger. Like Shrek. Yeah, they, they have layers. Yeah, right. Also so what's an orc then? <laughs> is it like that like a what what kind of creature is an orc? Because yes. an elf's like a human, a dwarf's like That's a human right. in That's these right. fantasy landscapes. What's an orc? Is it humanoid as well? It's, it's an orc. What is an orc? I've never understood. Of all the fantasy creatures, orcs are a mystery. Don't <laughs> the snorks were wonderful growing up as well. Do you remember the snorks? Yeah, uh, the yeah. cousin of the orcs. That's right. It's when you want to eat something that's a bit liquidy, a bit solid, and <laughs> an orc. <laughs> oh god, Jack, is this your pick for Hall of Fame? Nope. Um, orcs, especially in Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. Are a brutish, aggressive, ugly, and the British monsters. are bloody That's new. Brutish, That's what Americans brutish, think we look like anyway. <laughs> brutish, aggressive, ugly, malevolent race of monsters, contrasting with the benevolent elves. 
They are corrupted. They're a corrupted race of elves. Oh no! What? They turned heel. That's Legolas. Hey, it well, was. God. Right. No, my pick isn't orcs. Oh. Um, my pick's probably going to be. So I don't know what exactly to call it, but something related to last weekend where I was on a panel at the Tyneside Cinema uh, for a screening of Beyond the Mat. So I, I probably nominate the lad who organised it, Alex Air. Do you know Alex Air? Uh, none again. He I'm works for North, North Wrestling, yeah. yeah. He's a videographer. Lovely lad. I'll, I'll, nominate, I'll nominate Alex Air, colon, Cinema Man. <laughs> um, what is a Cinema Man, Jack? What did you call me? Jock. Jock. I've had three hours sleep. <laughs> um, so he put on a screening at the, the, the cinema um, where it was like a screening of Beyond the Mat. I believe it's the first time it's been screened since its initial year of release, which is crazy if so. Um, it was in whatever millimeter, like it looked good. Three, 30 millimeter, restoration or something. 30 or 35, uh, I think. Whatever it was. Right. Uh, um, it looked good. Look good. Uh, there was a good audience there. Um, I did a panel afterwards with Fraser and with former North Wrestling champion Rory Coyle. Rory's answers were more interesting than mine and Fraser's because he's quite inspired by some of the key figures in Beyond the Mat, like Jake Roberts and Mankind and stuff. But also, he's just actually done the wrestling. Yeah. So I hope he's not inspired by Jake Roberts too much. No, in that, not in that respect. In oh, fact, okay. good. He even prefaced oh, one of the, God, he God. even prefaced one of the questions. That was crack. Um, oh, beg he, me pardon, he even prefaced one of the <laughs> he even prefaced one of the one of the answers, Rory, by saying like, "Look, I'm terrified of drugs, so I I can't relate to him on all fronts." I was like, "Oh, oh fair okay. enough." Um, but in terms of like having a, a persona in wrestling that's all dark and like mm. evil and stuff, um, so it was a really good event. Really enjoyed it. Um, so thanks to Alex for putting it together. And I realized shortly into the like not too far into the film that it's the first time I've watched it in its entirety. It's just one of those things oh, okay. that's so synonymous with being a wrestling fan and so many of the scenes are such famous scenes that I just think I'd assumed I'd seen it because I'd seen the draws bit, I'd seen the the um, some of the Terry Funk bits, yeah. seen the famous Jake Roberts scene where it's all shot weirdly because he's clearly off his mm. face. It's very uncomfortable. Seen all those bits, seen the Vince, we make movies and all that. Um, but I hadn't seen, water, like, like. seen the bit where yeah <laughs> I can do that with spackling water can you no <laughs> seen the he's bit, a professional I'd also seen the bit where Mankind or Foley is like oh the rock's just my pal we're just oh, mates and then God. his kids watch him get his head caved in yeah. um, and then uh, but I'd never seen it all the way through so it's a much better documentary than I thought it's actually really good mm. um, but it was an unsympathetic crowd watching it how so? Early on, you get like poor Terry Funk who's broken down and just trying his best to get by. Yeah. And the audience is just laughing and laughing at him. And I thought, poor Terry, man. <laughs> Wait, what bits of the film are they laughing at? Near the start, so like... When Terry, he gets out of bed and his old bones are creaking. And his doctor's like... There's <laughs> yeah, they show the doctor going, well, there's, there's, there's a bit where the doctor goes like, yes, you've got very little cartilage in this knee. And in this knee, you've got no cartilage yeah. at all. Like, it's totally... And he's like how long will I be able to comfortably walk around for? And the doctor goes, you shouldn't be able to comfortably walk around now. Yeah. And, Fo and Funk looks gutted. And the audience went, <laughs> I was like, oh my Bloody God. Bloody hell. <laughs> it's not a comedy beyond the mat. There's a few little dark comedy moments there's in the, it, but that's not one of there's them. There's the dude who, who is it? The guy who he gets to ref his match against Brett. Oh, Dennis Stamm. Okay, yeah, he's, yeah, he's he funny. Was like, he well, turned that into his gimmick. He traveled America <laughs> doing that. So there's the bit where he's like, jumping on the trampoline with <laughs> dumbbells <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> that that is a funny bit. There's, there's, <laughs> but then a lot of it's really serious and about how like 
how dark wrestling can be, especially for like an old broken down wrestler and how, how mm. much of a toll it takes. There's the bit, no one thankfully laughed at the bit where Jake Roberts is talking about his dad because that would have been awful. But I've seen people watch it before where they've laughed when Jake Roberts has got this coat and he's talking about, it's so horrible, he's talking about like his daughter who's had this bad meeting with and he's just there like, I don't know why she was upset with me, I'm not messed up or anything else. I mean, it's just like, what is that? Yeah, is that what chocolate? Is that? is that chocolate? <laughs> he's just got a brown yeah. say in his jacket. He just completely forgets what he's talking about to look at his mm. chocolate-filled jacket. That got a big laugh. Yeah, the, okay, the but that's... Where, okay, there's been where yeah. Terry Funk's walking across a lawn and just slightly trips. That got a big laugh. <laughs> Terry got hammered, like... It's well, I believe that in the film. It's, when like, he's, it's just after he's been to see Dennis Stamp and he's like, no, he convinces him to ref his last match. Yeah, yeah. He's like, get involved. And then he walks off and he's crossing like the front garden and he just kind of goes, <laughs> big laugh. <laughs> big laugh when Foley is off his tits on painkillers after the match with the oh, rock. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah, like yeah. tries to chat up his wife. He's like, well, maybe I'll touch you later. And like, <laughs> big laugh then. <laughs> oh God, I forgot about that moment, yeah. But she's like fuming with him. <laughs> um, yeah. Noel's favorite word, I'm sure that happened. Nipples. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hysterics. It's weird seeing Noel because I've met her in real life and she's about seven foot tall. I was like, oh, she's a little girl there. It's bizarre. <laughs> Crying at yeah. her dad getting <laughs> destroyed. Uh, fully yeah. admitting, like, oh, yeah, like the rock. I mean, he, it, we made magic out there. I think those last few chair shots really made it, but got it pretty bad. <laughs> I was mm. like, oh, my God. It's yeah. a grim, grim documentary. It's amazing that film came out at the time when wrestling was really, really, really hot, especially over here. Mm. And it's like, here's a documentary showing how depressing and sad it is. It's how like, did they oh, get yes, all exactly. that access as well? Well, I think they got it. So they thought, WWF, I mean? If I remember right, WWF was all pro. Yeah, was it Barry Blaustein? Yeah. 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 And they were like, oh, hell yeah, he's a name. Yeah, sure. And then they realized that it wasn't going to be overwhelmingly mm, positive. And yeah. Like, ah, so they withdrew their thing. So on the American DVD release, it's... I don't know if they showed, they showed a few preview pics. I remember you sharing it on Facebook. But if you look at it, they've, it's, yeah, Terry Funk, it's his, it's real Terry Funk. But the Mankind and Rock look really weird because they weren't allowed to use their likenesses. So uh, they used two lookalikes. Oh, really? So, they, so you look at going, hang on, they look, they, they, those are some bad, those are some bad. <laughs> Nigel, that's Nigel that. McGuinness. Yeah. <laughs> Callback. The Rock says you're going to be in it to win it. <laughs> oh, my God, there's also that bit. So there's the, this obviously takes a look at like smaller promotions. It also goes to ECW. Oh, you see Heyman's speech before Barely Legal. Mm. His whole like welcome to the, you. This is the dance and all that, yes. which is an amazing thing to capture on. That's like an amazing yeah. bit. But um, they go to that awful promotion with that really carny promoter. I can't mm. remember who it is. He's dead now, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Yes. And I'd never. That's when I started to realize that I'd never seen it in full before because I'd never seen that no. bit. And I was like, he's a bit of an arsehole, isn't he? And then, mm. not to speak, I love the dad, I didn't realize he was dead. Oh, he was um, taking a percentage of his wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The, one of them's like, this guy's the promoter's favorite. So he rents a room above the gym and it's this tiny room. And I was mm. like, oh my God. There's a bit where it cuts from, the edit does him from bad. He goes like, um, yeah, sometimes he like docks our pay and stuff. Then it cuts to him going like, you've always got to pay your wrestlers. <laughs> and I just, it made him look like a liar. Yes. It was bad. Um, but I'll, yeah, sorry. So I'll, I'll nominate Alex there, Cinema Man. Because it was his like staff pick, like he got to choose Aww. the screening. So yeah, lovely. And thanks to everyone who came and got involved with the Q and A. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for laughing at the bitch you weren't supposed to laugh at. <laughs> Your heartless get. Oh, uh, oh, some three good picks. There this was week. A, oh, there was a lad in the oh, crowd no. who I felt bad for because his mates really. I was like kind of leading the like the roundtable discussion, and then we threw it to like a Q and A, and to try and sort of get a bit of discussion going, I went like, out of interest, is anyone here? not a wrestling fan like has anybody like just seen this as a documentary because i really wanted to know what it looked like to a non-wrestling fan it probably looks like horrifying and what only one person raised his hand 
And his mate just grasped him up. He went, yeah, I'm not really a wrestling fan. He went, he went to Clash at the Castle with me. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I mean, uh, yeah. Must be the centre of attention because they saw you were there. Thanks, Matthew. Oh. <laughs> ah, three good picks. Yeah. So those are, to recap, because it was 10 minutes since we started doing this bit, uh, you picked a double shot of espresso and McDonald's vanilla milkshake combo. Do you want to christen that something? The Ross. The Ross. <laughs> Even though I nicked it from somebody else. Yes. No, but they're not here. Yeah. Uh, mine is Orcas f- Fighting Ships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I tried doing that without laughing. And Jack's is <laughs> Alex, Alex Air. Alex Air Cinema Man. Cinema Man. I believe it's spelled A Y R E, I think. I think so, you too, yes. Okay. Fantastic. Those three picks are yours and yours alone to vote for at patreon.com forward slash called the holic. Happy voting. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ha! This week in wrestling. Smackdown. Oos Forsyth. Oh, that's good. I'm running out of oh, that's I'm good. running out of bloodline puns. Well, don't worry, you'll be over in 2025. <laughs> yeah. The Bloodline arrive at the arena, and Kayla Braxton tries to get an interview, but they brush her off. Wise man, your girlfriend's here. Oh, <laughs> that's what Roman said. And Heyman says, that's not Cody's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly. Uh, any of your comments on this? Or no, they, they got out of a car and yeah, walked and into the building. That's what <laughs> Sheamus and Rich Holland eliminate four other teams in the gauntlet match, where winner stays on, including a squash of hit row, but eventually beaten by Pretty Deadly. Their celebration is interrupted by Owens and Zayn. PD say they're going to beat them in London and celebrate a lot. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Owens and Zayn chase them away and they go, ah. There was nothing wrong with this whole match and segment. It was booked yeah. the way it should have been. I fully agree with everything you just said, Jack. I uh, feel a little bit bad for Hit Row. I don't. <laughs> okay. Uh, but Rich did a lovely spinning headlock taking Montez Ford's legs <clears> off the mat. He's so lovely and he did a lovely interview with Tom. So make sure you plug that in the podcast. Oh, I good did. note there, Matthew, from the past. <laughs> Uh, Street Profits lose quickly, which I thought was surprising. Mm. Yeah. Um, we then go to break and somehow the OC aren't pinned during it. Gallo's still wearing the black and red full body in tribute to fake Kane. Uh, Seamus Brogue kicks Gallows to eliminate BB. Uh, so LWO take out the BB with topes. They get real distance, almost as much distance needed from the Philippines to South America. Because <laughs> Joaquin's in the LWO and he's not... Latino. Oh, but oh. they're wearing different colours. Ooh, don't, they? don't do that one on live, uh, Matthew. Uh, Rich <laughs> destroys Del Toro with a sweet power bomb into a DDT. Ask, ask Tom what uh, ask Tom what it's called when you next talk to him. Well, okay. Uh, then Flop Dollar <laughs> runs right into a bro kick to get eliminated in seconds. Cole is thrilled. PD gets called Killer Queens. That'll blow your mind. How, how does Wade come up with these expressions, Ross? He must be a kind of magic. Yeah. And then Pretty Deadly <laughs> kind of stole the win by coming in at the end, but it was a perfectly legal way What's to get a fall on What's going on? Is this like comedy routine you prepared for this opening I'm segment? trying this week. <laughs> oh, no, then it'll just be three sets of notes getting read out. We need the interplay, the bants. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Wade also said we've got a couple of rum tum tuggers here, which I've it's never not. heard of before. It's from it's cats. cats. It is from cats. It's not as what you think. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, right, okay. <laughs> Pretty deadly rum tum tuggers. What are they tugging? Um, but I, if, you are, if you are from a pheasant, you'd rather have a grouse, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> Don't know what that means. If you put them in a just, house, just... you'd rather prefer a flat. If you put them in a flat, then you'd rather have a house. If you set him on a mouse and he only wants a rat. If he set him on a rat, then he'd rather chase a mouse. Mm. He sounds awkward. They're contrarians, aren't they? Better mm. than that. It's pretty deadly. They just want to be sexy. Snacks. Mm. That's all they want from life. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, boy. Yeah. 
But I think they're, they're going to be... It's interesting to see how many more creative finishes they're going to give Pretty Deadly because this was another one. Mm. And it's how they've won every single match on SmackDown, being more creative each time. And it's, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to run out quick. Maybe they're just geniuses. Maybe it's one of them coming up with all these... Potentially, finishes. aye. Mm. It was the hidden tag this week. It was the, the stuff with the Abram the week before. And yeah. I forget what they did the first week. It was the pretending to be... Twin magic? Twin oh. magic. Oh, yeah. That was, that was, that was, that was, oh, I'm in the ropes comes out. That's oh, it couldn't one. have been me, honest. I'm still in the ropes. That is the one. Yep. Oh, maybe that'll it. They'll go for the same thing before and Ridge will go, aha, I saw this finish last time and reverse it. And yeah. Deadly will be like, curse you. <laughs> Big rugby man who was on Tom's podcast. Uh, backstage, Roman demands that Paul Heyman go and talk to Jay about his place in the bloodline. Heyman later finds Jay and tells him he was sad to see Jimmy so blatantly attack his brother last week costing Jay the US title in the process. Jay says that if he's still in the bloodline, that means Heyman is in. I thought this oh, was... Oh, sorry, he's out. Heyman's out. Ut. Duncan Oh, is that said? Oh, right. Okay. I thought Roman was bang out of order here. I thought his, his nose is too far up his own arsehole, saying, well, he should reach out to me. And I was like, no, no, if you're the leader, sir, you should reach out to him. Mm, Build yeah, your own sure. bridges, sir. Yeah. Yes. Um, nobody spoke to Jay since last Friday, which I thought was a, a shocking thing on all parts. Um, and then Jay... Uh, J- sorry, Paul saying Jimmy meant to kick Jay in the face. Jimmy doesn't miss. It was very, very textbook whizzle wazzling from Paul Heyman. He's got the most accurate kicks in the business. Yeah. Which is which is a storyline they've stolen from Chase U. Duke Hudson with the big boot. Mm. Accidentally hitting Andre, Mr. Chase. Remember that? Because he was before he did that, he was showing yeah, he was showing Thea Hale, I can stop this boot whenever I like. I'm the most accurate big boot ever. He was just trying to impress her. Yeah. Then he kicked Andre in the face. He did kick Andre in the face. Which, and then she was really which, impressed. in hindsight, might have been a wise decision because Chasey was never been stronger than under Duke Hudson's leadership. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Doesn't say much if you if you leave and then everything improves. Yeah. Just saying. Mm. Has it improved, though? Yes. Yes, it has. Uh, Roman Hale's improved. Yes. But has everything else improved? A rising tide lifts all boats. What he said. Because it fits I what I'm agreeing with. <laughs> uh, Roman shown backstage with his... Wait, hang on. His three belts. Wait, he's still keeping the other two that the other one is supposed to represent both. I don't mind it. And then Heyman came out for the main event bit wearing the other two and running with his one. It's like when Floyd Mayweather comes out or like a boxer who's got all the organizations, all the belts, and they come out with all their entourage. Like, yeah, but those are different. Gyms, yeah? yeah, but those are. That's right, though. The, they all lack the belts, belts yeah. though, yeah. I don't mind that one belt's supposed to represent those two belts. I don't actually mind. I thought it was funny. I thought it was actually a good thing, because, mm. yeah, I, why not? Why don't I have three belts if I've got them? Yeah. As long as he doesn't, when he wins a match, then lift all three at once. That's when we're taking the P1 double five mm. a bit too much. Mm. Uh, Bailey accidentally cost EO Sky a match against Selena Vega. The two stablemates argue backstage, but are interrupted by Shotzi. She wants Bailey to put her spot in the Money in the Bank ladder match on the line. EO accepts on Bailey's behalf, just which Bailey doesn't do happy about, which is what Bailey's done for just, EO. Just trying to help. Don't you trust me, she said. It's all just dissension. It's all going to blow up soon. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. There was a nice shoot 619 from Zelina as well, where EO was arguing with Bailey. She did a she whizzle-wazzle around the... I've said that for a second time now. Around the side of EO to get wazzle, it for whizzle. a 6 Whizzle-wazzle. Wazzle-wizzle. Wazzle-gummage. But uh, it was all very good. You sang Jonathan Ross. EO's got to be winning the money in the bank ladder match, right? Right. Uh, oh. I don't know. All I know is damage control is in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. Yeah. Dakota took her knee brace off this week. Dakota, mm. I don't know. I call Dakota. Co- I don't even Dakota know. Dakota Ibushi. Dakota Ibushi <laughs> took a knee brace off this week mm. and did a little TikTok meme thing with it. Yeah. Well, of course, she's, she's at Forbidden Door. <laughs> uh, it's time for the Great Small Effect with this week's guest, Charlotte Flair. 
Charlotte says she has Asuka's number, but is interrupted by Bianca Belair. Charlotte refuses to apologize for skipping the queue and says she's a champion with or without the title. No, that's Roman Roman Reigns, not you. Belair points out that when she lost the title, she stuck around, didn't leave for three months, but Charlotte always seems to run away after a loss. Belair says she's coming to get her title back, regardless of who wins between Charlotte and Asuka. I don't think the crowd want to cheer either of these women now, generally. I think they like Grayson Waller. I don't think they do. They've castrated him completely. He was the ultimate villain of NXT. I'm waiting for him to be a dick to someone. He beat up Johnny Gargano in front of his wife and child. And now he's going, come and be on my talk show. This isn't the same asker you faced in the past, Charlotte Flair. Will you become a 15-time champion? He's just asking boring questions. And he's celebrating wooing. Imagine NXT, Grayson Watt. He used to take the piss out of people for Mm. having marquee photographs with Shawn Michaels. Now he's celebrating wooing. True, but he can't have a match with Charlotte. Yes, he can. As as soon as he gets a title, Charlotte Flair will be challenging him. But until then... Exactly. But I think this is the the best Bianca Belair has been in in quite some time. This new fire they've lit under her arse. Do you know why? The promos are good. Because they've done the Bret Hart thing. Yeah. She has legitimate gripes. Mm. I got <laughs> screwed. Sound I always grapes. get screwed. Sound like you said grapes in an Australian accent. <laughs> legitimate gripes. Legitimate gripes. <laughs> oh, God, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I like when she was like, I didn't have to do it 14 times to put some respect on my name. I just mm. like the, the, she's a bit more, mm. well, captivating yeah, in the promo, yeah. One thing that these long Triple H title reigns at least does is puts more emphasis, as it should, on the length of a reign rather than how many times you've held the belt. Because if you've won it 16 times, it also means you've lost it Uh, a lot of times as well. 15 times at least. Mm -hmm. Maybe even 60. Yes. Yes. But she has done. Mm. Karen Cross and Scarlett win a mixed tag match against AJ Styles and Mitchin. Scarlett's got a lovely flatliner thingy from a standing position. It's a wonderful maneuver. Uh, The funny moment with AJ Styles where it looks like Scarlett's about to woo him with some Scarlett's, whatever it was called, I've forgotten now, Um, Scarlett Fever. Mm. (laughs) And he's like, takes his glove off. I'm married, bitch. Mm. Good moment. It may be in which. Good moment. It may be in which, maybe in bitch, but yeah. Oh, I thought you said bitch. I thought you said bitch. Um... Yeah, you would have thought this was a feud that had been going on for a couple of weeks with the length of the match. I thought it was over very quickly. But Karrion Cross's finisher. I know on Twitter he's stolen it from someone on the indie scene. I can't remember the guy's name. <laughs> but even it. even still, I because someone put someone put like, oh, this new Karrion Cross finish is amazing. And the guy who invented the quote going, Yeah, I invented that. Blah 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 blah. Um, but why does he do a pump handle? So this also caused outrage upstairs with Aiden and Fraser. They were both outraged by this finisher. And I said to get more momentum up into the shoulders. <laughs> it all transfers through Newton's law of whatever into the F5. But he holds Newton's them there law. for a few I know, seconds. it doesn't make any... He loses all momentum. Yeah. It That's doesn't make any sense. He's not all... quite test, is he? Someone also did a Stormbreaker this week, not Osprey. I can't remember who that was. I'm going to sneeze. Is it Ridge? Yeah. <laughs> oh, was that the thing we are talking about before? That's the power bomb and the DDT, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Ridge did a Stormbreaker. I was like, hang on. Yeah. But yeah. But, he was, on, but he was on our thing recently, so I can't, I'm not going to call him out. Good lad. Steal all the good moves. Uh, in between this and the next match, Barrett thinks people should bring their TV to the beach to watch SmackDown, and poor Cole has to point out that the old rabbit ear TVs can't get Peacock, just in case someone tries it, I guess. Okay. That's the demographic, isn't it? 60-year-old people. <laughs> I brought my TV to the beach. Yes, the old 4 by 3 black and white one. Ah, oh, bless him. Paul Heyman returns to Roman, but scared away by Solo. Later, Jay passes Sami Zayn backstage and gives him a mysterious nod. At least it was Sami not looking for Jay this time. Because we're saying Sami needs to move on. At least it was Jay walking past and Sami reacting. And also, I think Sami was a bit of a gaslighter on this week's Raw. Kevin, you're angry all the time. Why? We know why. 
It's you, Sammy. Yeah. Yeah. Dick. <laughs> um, but I did like the moment where Solo was like, do you need me to handle this? To Roman Reigns, he's like, easy. Hey, whoa, boy. Yeah. And he's like, whatever you say, my tribal chief. It's nice to hear Solo talk. Mm. Nice to see what his motives are. Like He mm. wants to, you know, he wants to please Roman, but he mm-hmm. doesn't always convey that. He's always just like, yeah. That's part of his appeal, though, I suppose. The silent brooding type. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> the dog on Roman's leash. Another member of the family is about to debut at Booker T's wrestling promotion, Hooked On. Hooked On Wrestling? Reality like. of Wrestling. Reality of Wrestling, not Hooked On Wrestling. That's an event. Hooked program. On a Wrestling. Um, da, Zilla. Da, da, da. Zilla Fatu is about to debut. And they went, Why did you choose Booker's wrestling school in this interview? And he went, I'm on parole, so I can't leave the state of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love him already. But he, he's, Umar, he's a humanker. He's Umaga's son. Right. Um, and he said as well that he did, to be fair, say, also, Booker and my dad were pals, so it made sense to go to Booker's school. said that first. I know. <laughs> I can't leave the state of Texas, so Booker's school it is. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They're still finding these kids to wrestle. Yeah, he's probably going to be mint as well, yeah. yeah of course. Uh, where we are. Backstage, Baron Corbin ambushes Mustafa Ali and beats him down. Yes, he does. Mm. Grimes was there as well. Yes. Because Grimes was cut the promo. like, I've been having so much fun here on SmackDown. <laughs> Oh, they're castrating all the NXT boys, they are. Well, it's, it's just, early days. <laughs> it's it's like, early days. It feels days. like career mode now. We're getting to the main roster. So many stars. I don't know where yeah. to look. Mm. It's pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. It's more about as Baron Corbin beat up Ali going, I'm going to beat you like NXT this week. <laughs> you should watch it. Gold Rush. Oh. Uh, Ray Ray introduces the next Money in the Bank, Santos Escobar. LA oh, Knight. Yeah, he thinks he's going to win. Yeah, LA Knight interrupts and shoves Ray down, but Santos saves the day. Knight and Escobar have a match with Santos wins after countering a dirty pinfall attempt. Knight tries to beat him down afterwards, but Ray makes a save. They're still trying to make LA Knight look like a bad guy. The crowd strongly disagrees. He had a bigger reaction than Santos easily, this, uh, this, even with the post beat down afterwards. However, this match made me think he's not winning money in the bank, LA Knight. He's not. I, might, I think they might be knocking mm. him down because there was that thing about Corb. Was it Corbin who won it? And he he lost like for several months before he won it. Oh, right. And Vince was like, oh, no, it was Ziggler on Chris Van Vliet. And he's like, he'd lost for so long before he won the briefcase. Like, oh, the least expect, Nick Powell. Um, so maybe it's I one of those so. scenarios. That maybe. sounds like a cop out to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought it's the, the promo from Ray made it sound like Santos was getting a massive push upcoming because he just baked him up as like the next best thing, which I know he would do being part of the LWO and whatnot, mm. but it was a bit more like, you know, his words carry weight because he's Rey Mysterio. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I think Santos must be annoyed at having to cut promos like he has to at the moment. He has to, he has to cut the same promo twice. One sentence in Spanish, then English, and Spanish, then English. It must be quite annoying. Yeah, it must be, actually. Yeah. yeah. I'm all right with it. You'd lose your flow. Nah. Maybe not, then. But he can't just, <laughs> cut, he can't just cut promos in English because then how would we remember that he's from Mexico if he didn't? <laughs> right. Yeah. Who's here again from the LWO, eh? Uh-huh. Aye. As for the match itself, though, there was a wonderful tilt of will slam mm. into a people's elbow from The Rock. Yeah. Literal people's elbow from The Rock. Even better, he jumps higher. Therefore, he's better than Dwayne's. There were a, a couple of women who came and talked to me and Fraser after the screening. Who oh, were you won- okay? <laughs> My God. Sorry. You virgin. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> no, I ran away. I was scared. <laughs> Sorry, pal. Um, the lethal Lothario Matthew over Bloody hell. <laughs> Hi, Jack. Hi. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, it's a joke. It's a joke. So, you love women. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they were like, at least one of them, I can't remember if her mate agreed or not, but they were asking, who do we think is going to win money in the bank? And um, 
I assume Fraser gave like a very confident answer because he knows everything. But also, <laughs> ah, it's good. It's a good film. Um, but they were thinking that Santos Escobar was going to win. And I had to disagree, I was honest. But then they also thought he was very handsome, which probably... I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Like, they want him. It's what they want to happen. Oh, of all the lads in the bank, who's the hot? He's probably Santos, I. No, there's a lot of handsome men in that match. No, oh, I'll have to have a look at the field before I comment. LA Knight. LA Knight's a good-looking man. Santos I don't even what? know all the people. It's not, there's, probably, there's none of them that are on the same level as him. Priests are good-looking. They're all good-looking, but Santos is probably the most... Oh, Logan Paul is a good-looking Oh, sure up, Well, man. he is, isn't he, though? Well, we're oh. going... I think we're, for, we're from bottom to top. Butch is at the bottom. Oh, no, he's got his charm. <laughs> he's got his charm. Yeah, but charm. The, the current uh, character he's playing now, which is basically Dennis the Menace's dog... Yeah, no. his character isn't... Yeah, his character, yeah. Go on, Nasher. Oh, no, oh, it's Ricochet. Of course it is. It is, mm. it's Ricochet. He's too boring. What are you on about? His boring personality takes away from his hotness. IRL, he's a bit, he's a bit laid back, isn't he? He's a bit cool. IRL, all I've seen him, him IRL is him getting mad on TikTok when people call him bald. Um, <laughs> he, lo- he looks way better bald than he did with hair. Yeah, like, when like he was... A hundred times yeah. better. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying so. I reckon, yeah. There's some rubbish photos here. Like, let's, let's dodgy filter and everything. A definitive ranking. That's what everyone wants, yeah, isn't yeah, yeah. it? But have you, have you got the, you've got the top. You've got the, the top. I'm going to go for the top guy. Go on. Priest. I'm going Ricochet. That's so nice. Oh, we're all different flavours. <laughs> go on, then. Like Willy Wonka, all, all different flavors. And uh, go on, who's the least? Uh, Butch. Logan Paul's second bottom out. That Rusty, you know. No, he's a handsome lad. It's just because he's an arsehole. Just, no, the other, yeah, he's a handsome lad, but I think the other lads in the in the field are more handsome. All oh, right. Nah, I'll put Logan at the bottom. I was gonna say priest. Generic I was gonna get. say priest near the bottom actually, just because he, he's. Just, but that might be because he's an evil heel, and that's making him less. No, no, he's eye. eight foot. You can't. Did put you him the see him in the hot tubs of NXT? Oh yeah, with yeah all of the yeah. ladies. Yeah, I do remember that now. Oh, which ones? <clears throat> which ones are furry? Mm. Ricochet. Priest. I think yeah, Ricochet. I'm thinking priest. Yeah. Ricochet thinks he's a bird. So <laughs> 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 the flag he does. Yeah. Okay, that's a good logic there. <laughs> Priest, because look at him. Uh, where are we at now? The bloodline meet in the ring, and Ray tells Roman, sorry, Jay, bloody hell, tells Roman to choose between him and Heyman. Rain says the problem isn't Heyman, it's Jimmy. Jimmy arrives and tries to convince Jay otherwise, saying that Roman is using him. Roman mentions that Jimmy was the only one who had a problem with Jay being the next tribal chief. Jay rants about being feeling inferior to Jimmy growing up, only to seize the opportunity when Jimmy got injured to become main event Jay Uso. He credits Roman with his success, but it's all a ruse as he sides with Jimmy and superkicks Reigns to an enormous reaction. Chills. Solo tries Literal to attack, chills. but the, yeah, the Usos take him down and give Roman a big double superkick to close the show, and SmackDown did a very big rating for this segment. I'm out. No, you're out, and you're I'm out. out too. You're out. Oh. You're the one who betrayed me. You're out. It was a oh, wonderful man. journey. So Because you were th- you, it had me going thinking, because mm. I didn't know the results of SmackDown before watching it. There's the way they were building up, with obviously Jay being jealous of Jimmy and all his successes growing up. Prom King. Yeah. Quarterback. All that stuff. Die. Spelling B champion. <laughs> <laughs> and he used his real name as well. Follow your big brother. Joshua. Joshua, did, Joshua yeah, yeah, yeah. And then obviously. Joshua? Yeah, Joshua, yeah. Joshua. Jay's real name's Joshua. Jonathan oh. is Jimmy's real name. Oh, so follow your big brother Johnny then, or Jonathan. But Jay, Jay was speaking about himself, wasn't he? Joshua. Oh, right, right, right. Joshua. Mm. Joshua Fatu. I hope I'm right there. 
<laughs> then in all fairness, because when Roman was like the only person, who, or was it Paul who said the only person who had an issue with the right-hand man was Jimmy? Ooh. I was like, yes, that is true. If we go way back That's when. Right, yeah. But then obviously Jay took us on the wonderful journey of his promo and then just, yeah, he did the old, the flip reverse it, blazing squad right at the end. Mm. And obviously the pop was massive again. Yeah, it was a huge reaction. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Loved all of this. I've enjoyed the, the various bits of crowd footage that have come out because you really get a sense of how big yeah. the reaction was as well. It's great. Oh, you thought we were in Puerto Rico for mm. 10 minutes. Yeah, loving this. This is the big bit we'll be needing for the next segment of the Bloodline story to advance. Yep. And I'm surprised that they went, oh, yeah, by the way, there'll be a Money in the Bank match. I'm like, oh, I just assumed that Roman was going to be there because it's already sold yeah. out. Money in the Bank all got these gimmicks. And it's like, oh, this feels like a much bigger thing to just shove into Money in the Bank. My but. only complaint is that I'd like to return to a point I made the other week, which is that this story didn't need the belt. It just didn't. I didn't think it did, but I've gone around and gone, look, Post WrestleMania was a dip because they went to full blown Bad Bunny Puerto Rico mm-hmm. storyline. Then had to wait for a bit. Now I'm like, no, it does need that because that's how he established himself as still being the blood uh, head of the table. But maybe because the user was like, oh, because all he did for the weeks after WrestleMania was, yeah, you two losers who yeah. lost, well, they losingly kinda, lost at WrestleMania. I think they could have tweaked that slightly if they needed to. It's, it's more the other side of things where Cody's had this feud with Brock Lesnar, which is a t- should have been was probably the title feud before they decided actually no, keep the belt on Roman. So Cody's had this feud with Lesnar for no reason. Nah. Cody's very aimless now. No, nah, if he takes out Brock in the third match, he'll be all right. He does have. If the he loses to Brock, yeah, then it's like. Mm. But like yeah, right true. now, it's he probably him... will be Brock as well. Yeah, yeah with SmackDown doing the rings, it's doing. It's like it doesn't need Cody. The title's all right with Roman still. They, if 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 Roman had lost to Cody, they wouldn't have needed to make this whole bollocks. No, new but then belt. all the, all the users need to do is. Just, why are you letting us for losing the titles? You lost as well. Yeah, that's, that's a small that's it, yeah. part of the storyline they could have tweaked, in my opinion, anyway. Nah. But, okay, fair enough. I agree with Matthew for what it's worth. Fair enough. Thank then. you, Ross. Yeah. I, the only, the only Glasses do I, make you smarter. No, the, <laughs> the only gripe I've got is, you know, it's a big pay-per-view over here and there's no title match. That's the only thing. That's another th- reason yeah. it should have been on Cody. I mean, but then it would have right, been Right now, the, the story's so over, it doesn't need a title match. Uh, but I'd say the tag match is bigger than any title match contender because... There aren't any. That's why we need money in the bank. But I tell you like, what, oh, was, thank God we're going to challenge you. What was even bigger than everything we've talked about so far? Oh, go on. It was the bump Roman Reigns took off the double super kick. He looked like he'd been hit by a train. And Joel, it's my move of the week. Oh, my. Oh, oh, oh baby. It's locked in. Wow. Go back and watch that bump. The way he, the, the, the Triple H pop and snap stuff from back and tough enough. Oh, God, isn't new it, yeah. levels of, oh. <laughs> you saw that laugh for me in the ring, I'd tag you for real. Yeah, if, if Roman was wearing shorts, they would have been round his head. His <laughs> full sack would have been out. That might just one ball. <laughs> what a bump it was. Uh, you're on the road. What's your wife doing? Don't know. <laughs> Such little faith in his wife's and partners, man. When you think about it. Yeah. Don't yeah. know. Yeah, because you know Paul Heyman's around. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this all this positivity leads us into AEW Collision, the debut episode, uh, post punk revival. because oh, yeah. he's teaming with the bloody revival. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I tell you what, though, <laughs> really enjoyed Collision, just as an uh, overarching thing. No mm. bollocks, just wrestling. I thought it was a massively different feel to Dynamite. It's like what you know when people used to say Raw and SmackDown were different because SmackDown mm. was the wrestling show and Raw was the sports entertainment. It felt like Dynamite was the most sports entertainery stuff because AEW do do it as well. And this this Collision show was just about people smacking each other. See, I thought it was different for now, but I'm worried that as it goes on, 
it'll become it too similar to Dynamite, yeah. Yeah, well, right now I have to appreciate the here and the now. Yeah, of course. But it, yeah, uh, we'll start for the first bit, which makes sense. CM Punk cutting a promo to open the show. Turned heel. <sighs> I was thinking. So the, so the scene. You know that? You've seen American Psycho? Nah. I didn't think you would. Is that you? the guy with Batman in? That's him, yeah. No, I've seen I've bits. seen the bit. I've never watched it in full. I know what it's yeah. about. It's a bit that's become a meme where it's just like, look at the cards. Anyway, I won't bother. Oh my in, God, it's even got a watermark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the guy's like, oh, that's nice. That's nice. But let's see someone else's and everyone freaks out because it's really cool. All I'm thinking of is with CM Punk right now, it's that meme. And he's just, instead of going like that, he's going, that's a nice reaction for CM Punk and the crowd liking him. Let's see him outside of Chicago. Yeah. Because right now, oh, here he is. He's back. Woohoo. But well, I think I that think was he might have been very clever, yeah. 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 Just the way he was on about, like, there's, there's some people who hate me for the reason you all love me. The, mm-hmm. the sheer magnitude of me makes you all feel uncomfortable I backstage. love how much you love me, fans. The king yeah. is back. There were so many heroes. You can call then. me yeah. Pepsi Phil. <laughs> <laughs> He's not saying that anywhere else but Chicago, is he? No. Yeah, I thought, was, yeah, we're saying, I think that the, the seeds have been sown for a heel turn. I think that the shaven head mm-hmm. just makes you think a heel CM Punk mm-hmm. taking the mic flag off is obviously harking back to way back when, yep. which people are kicking off about because he did the same on Dynamite, didn't he? People are like, no, he can't do that. I don't know why, though. The only thing, Taker used to do it. Yeah, he did. No kicked off about that. that, you know, that the, that's the ultimate. They can take uh, cursing <laughs> and eating cupcakes and fighting, mm. but taking the thing off the thing. Ooh. <laughs> I'm getting the um, the vibe here that you weren't too impressed with it, Matthew. I think just because of the, the build-up to this, uh, also bloody Wade Keller and the bloody, ah, you know, everyone turned <laughs> to Chicken Little for the interview that came and went. Uh I'm like, all right, I might be just be sick of hearing about him and thinking about him and, you know, I'll go to bed and, you know, my dreams are just filled with CM Punk chance, you know. Uh, but I think it'll be good if he actually does stuff in the long run. I'm looking forward to seeing what CM Punk will be doing when he's a proper wrestler and stuff and feuding and doing the stuff that I want to see in a wrestling show mm. and we can move on from the stuff that... But basically, what I want to see is uh, people getting together and going, all right, this is what happened and that's cleared up. We're not going to get that, are we? No. So I don't we'll just move so. on and go into the proper wrestling box. Uh, a lot of people seem to think after this that um, things had been cleared up because they, the books seem to respond in good humor to the counterfeit books line. They changed their Twitter bio. <laughs> um, I know. Um, but then the dynamite this week actually made me think back to what I was originally thinking, which is no, it's not. It's not sorted out because the books weren't on the show. They just pre recorded some stuff and Punk was on the show. Yeah. Omega wasn't there either. And Kenneth, yeah. But I think that that could be them again, just, you know, for devil's advocate point of view. Just that could be them feeding into the narrative of our everyone still believes, but it's actually sorted out. Yeah. Because he was, at the start of the promo, he was like, I'm in the professional wrestling business. Mm-hmm. So he could, like, take that as, oh, yeah, we're growing men. Yeah. It's not personal. Yeah. Uh, I, I took saying, that as on. more, I'm a grown man, not yeah. like these children. Yeah, I, uh, and the only thing I'm sorry about is that the only people softer than the fans are the wrestlers they like. Woo! CM Punk! CM Punk! <laughs> yeah. I'm fully... Oh, come on. Mr. Mr. Punk who got chopped once in the face and then went, I thought he was shooting on me. Don't you start. <laughs> Don't you start now. <laughs> because it has... Divide. CM Punk would hate CM Punk you know if what? you met him in real life. The problem with this brawl out stuff is that it's made Twitter even worse because at first oh, we had... AW and WWE ultra fans on both sides being so stupid about the other promotion and everything and defending everything their own favorite promotion did. And we all know how divisive it's become. Now, AW fans have split into Elite and CM Punk and they've all become very deluded and biased one way or the other. Yeah. And and it's be- and now I've seen people retweeting stuff going, are the, are the 
well, I've seen people retweeting stuff that punk fans have said that's really stupid and stuff that the elite fans have said that's really stupid, which is like, yes, I am soft and I'm proud of it. <laughs> stuff like that. We're like, yes, my favorites are soft. soft. That's why we love them. <laughs> like, oh my God. What's I'll say this on? though. I love the crowd chatting F the elite. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, if the crowd's into I it, like, yeah, yeah, we don't like the elite either. Long, I'm like, oh, I don't like them either. But how I want to be pro punk. How, like, mm. how long until the elite gets sick of Tony Khan? Because, well, because. Yeah, I hate getting paid. All the, well, that's the thing. That's why they're sticking with him. But he's chosen his favorite punk over them all the the whole time. My best friend's over you. Yeah, he has. He's he sat next to him at the press conference. Didn't say a word. He's he's got him back in the company when any other wrestler would have been let go. He's made a whole new show for him, which the elite are not appearing on. And then the elite weren't on Dynamite because Punk was this week. And I'm like, if I was a a buck, <laughs> I'd be absolutely fuming right now. But yeah, that's it. Where would they go? Just back to what they were doing before AEW. I don't know. Maybe Bruce, that's yeah, why they um, haven't done anything. And they'll be making loads of money. Or yeah. do you reckon Cody could go like, you know, it's not too bad over here. Like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come in, lads. The water's fine. <laughs> no. But I, I think it was all the hallmarks of a, a, a good heel turn. The seeds were so just the, the king mm. is back, yeah. baby. Stuff like that as well was oh, thrown we get, there. Uh, shades of Diesel's last run. Oh, sorry. Like one before he went to WCW, not the one for 2013 or whatever. Where he's like, nah, if you like me, cheer for us. You don't, whatever. I don't care. I'm not like, a bad guy. Work. Yeah. I'm not a good guy. Yeah. I'm just the guy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's Diesel. Yes, that Diesel's famous <laughs> promo. Luchasaurus beats Wardlow. Oh, after, Jesus Christ. Yeah, right. After <laughs> interference for Christian Cage become the new TNT champion. Christian celebrates the belt as if he's actually champion. Fantastic. If I was Wardlow, I'd be fuming with Tony Khan. <laughs> I'd um, be off to set up Young Bucks wrestling with the Bucks. I'd be straight off the WWE, me. They, they, they don't know how to book them. They right. get them to a certain point where everyone cares, and then when it's time to do like things now, they just take the titles off them, and it's happened twice yeah. now. See Powerhouse Hobbs. This, one, this one's not quite as bad as when they sacrificed Wardlow to get QTV over, but it's <laughs> yeah. still an odd decision. So they had the ladder match, mm. and then he had a singles match, and then he won the... Oh, right, well, from this could have been... I think this might have been better. Nothing against Luchasaurus. Like, I like him and everything, but... If this had been like a match to get Christian a rematch against Wardlow, Luchasaurus has got to win for him yeah. and then does it. But don't take the belt off him. Especially when referee Rick Knox saw Christian Cage. <laughs> Senior official. Grab him. <clears throat> Grab Wardlow by the... He did nothing about it. Didn't send him to the back. It was disgusting. Mm. Um, watching Luchasaurus is a bit strange now because obviously you can see why they've taken away all of his flashy moves because he's a heel and you don't want to get cheered. But then again, they've made watching his matches a lot less enjoyable. <laughs> <He's literally. laughs> it's funny because they did have a banger one time on Dynamite <laughs> when they both face. And it's just like, well, yeah, if you want to be cheered, don't do that. Which, in fairness, not a lot of people do in the AEW, or even WWE. When it's like, oh, I'm a bad guy. Welcome back, cool move. But yeah. But, so good on Luchasaurus being a proper heel. Good on Luchasaurus for doing that. But I think Luchasaurus is the wrong choice of person to be a heel. He's, a, he's, wrestling, he's a wrestling dinosaur. Yeah. He's, just to, help, he's just to help Christian, basically. So. But he's a big, fun dinosor. Yeah. Oh well. Um, yeah, it's just I think Wardlow again just needs a new finisher as well because in storyline that's what let him down. The fact he needs to hit seven power bombs to win a match. Mm -hmm. He hit one, didn't he? And mm -hmm. then it all backfired. And it was yeah, just I don't know where you go from here with Wardlow in terms of being like an upper echelon card guy, like because he loses more. Maybe they'll yeah. be a, maybe he'll win it back. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't, don't, I don't care. I want like, a long. I want a long reign from somebody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've got. I've put my faith in you, and you let me down. Uh, you said you need a new finisher. What do you mean? Getting rolled up for three? Just like beautifully. <laughs> what's we on about? QT Marshall and Powerhouse Hobbs are backstage. Oh, great. This is a good episode. QT says Hobbs will win the Owen Hart tournament. 
they will get a Ricky Starks interview where he also announces he will win the Owen Hart tournament. Ooh, well. I can take this because it, it's set up now for yeah, Powerhouse just to smash everybody in this tournament and maybe then just discard QT at the end of it. It wasn't a, an over-domineering segment of QTV like we've seen in the past. Like, oh, inside joke. Mm. It wasn't all that. So it's shoots of hope, potentially. They're still on Rampage. Don't worry. I don't watch Rampage it anymore. Exist, Although we need it? to watch Rampage this week, don't we? MGF's going to be on for the first oh, time. Oh, no. No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> Rampage, Collision, then Forbidden. No, I'm all right. Nah. I'll just guess. Uh, Andrade beats Buddy Matthews, was beaten down by the rest of the House of Black ap- uh, afterwards. I think you mean Buddy Murphy. <laughs> uh, I think you mean Andrade. Uh, Kevin, 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 Murphy. Kevin. No, no, but the ring announcer said Buddy Murphy and oh. Kevin Kelly... Oh, got his name right. Fantastic. I like him calling Billy Kelly Kelly. Um, <laughs> Imagine him Kevin on a stage Kelly. in ECW. Holla. <laughs> He's an exhibitionist. <laughs> uh, bless him. Kevin Kelly, I don't think was expecting to do all the work he was doing because of JR. We'll get into later on. Um, mm. Just just did, uh, pronounced Andrade's name like three or four different times. But whatever. Those are the only negatives I, I because really what like, a banger this was. I really like Kevin Kelly. Oh, it like was a, it, it was, was one rough, negative. It was a rough one first negative. episode from a commentary point of view, but I think he's a good choice generally, yeah. Kevin Kelly. Oh, I thought having him there, the, the more sporty feel of it. Yeah, yeah. He, he does sound more like a sports commentator than a wrestling yeah. one, if that makes yes. sense. He does. But anyway, that was the only negative. These two had a bloody lovely match. Mm. Andrade's first for 286 days, they were saying. And I checked, and it was the last match he had was the ladder match when MJF was dressed as the oh, devil and won at All Out all out 2022. Wow. He did have surgery, maybe, or just took time off? Oh, no, he, maybe, he was away. Slash Sammy well. Guevara. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a cue. He, uh, yeah, he's, he's really, really good. I, I worry that when, by the time Andrade's career is over, we look back and, like, He's like one of the great, like underrated, like, wow, he should have had way more amazing matches than he did because he's really, really good. But if this is leading to him versus Malachi Black, then it'll mm. be like the glory days of NXT. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yep, that- I was just a big old dick swinging contest from the get go. It felt like when, you know, when Andrade just, I think it was my, the start of 2019, maybe, or the start of 2020, when Andrade and like Humberto Carrillo would just come on roll with like Rey Mysterio or something yes. like that. Just have those banger like 20 minute matches mm. just to kick off roll. It yes. had that vibe to it. Um, I think the double injury thing was interesting because it was done on purpose to keep the other person strongish. Yeah. I think it was not a, not a, uh, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. The DDT in the ropes from Matthews was gnarly. Oh, it was lovely. Um, the knee giving way and then Matthews selling it and the, with the power bomb attempts, yeah. but his knee giving way. Yeah. It's just all trying to keep him strong. Okay. Yeah, and he goes, yeah. and I was going to say, hey, what's stronger than a figure four? A figure eight. And it's like, ah, and they just got all that situation before. I was like, why is he doing that? I just, I don't know. Math- Matthews did Rhea Ripley's knee lock thingy where she gets. Prism. Well, is that what it's called? Oh, he's prism. You watch him roll. That's nice. Where they're like on a push up position and yeah. then he gets the legs. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Who else has got a girlfriend in WWE? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how we know because they do their move. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I thought it was an amazing little match between these two lads. And uh, again, how good Buddy Murphy is. Yeah. Hi. And then House of Black show up and beat him up. Yes. Fair enough. Tony Nice and Mark Sterling arrive. Nice thinks the crowd needs some exercise and starts to lead a fitness class. This is what That's Tony nice. should have been for ages. Yeah. When he, start, when he said, we're all going to do some group training. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> That's what you want from him. Just yeah. counting his abs. Yeah. <laughs> and then Miro. Shows up for his first match in bloody ages, mm-hmm. and then he beats Tony Nice in a match that was designed around him. I thought Nice got too much in, to be honest with you. Anything. But hey, fine. Miro That's a varsity good. athlete you're speaking about. <laughs> Is that the right one? 
Tony Nick. No. Varsity athlete. Yeah, isn't he in the varsity athletes? Oh, sorry. He used to he have the varsity has... blondes. And then he got the varsity athletes mm. with Josh. But is he, is he an actual varsity athlete? I have no idea. I don't, I don't know, care. Why am I even asking? Yeah, it's his gimmick. But I'm not sure he actually is one. He's an Iron Sheik, the modern day version. Shut up, Tony. You never went to a varsity university. But I, just, I, love, I always knew I liked Miro. He was doing it for the fatties here. Oh, the fatties. Um, a couple of nice strikes from Miro to start things off. And he caught Tony off the top into a fallaway slam, which was lovely. Mm. And I was shocked when everyone remembered that he says game over before his finish. It's been that long. Game <laughs> over. Well, me and Matthew didn't forget because yeah. it's from Street Fighter the movie. It is. Ah, yeah. big says. nerd Miro. I know. Yeah. Well, he, got, he, well, he was on the Twitch, wasn't he? he Not, was. Don't think he does anymore, does he? He's had lots of times with hands. Maybe yeah. he has. I don't know. Uh, well, no. Willow Nightingale teams up with hometown girl and noted arsonist Sky Blue <laughs> to win a tag match against Tony Storm and Ruby Ruby oh. Soho. Sorry, I've taken that the wrong way after what was going on Twitter. Oh, because of her bottom. Because of her bottom, yeah. Because of her bottom. No. Yeah, I saw tweets saying stuff like, and I quote, this isn't my thoughts, this is off Twitter. <laughs> oh, God. Looking respectfully at Sky Blue's gigantic ass and stuff like that. <laughs> it's how you treat MJF, what was going on yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. Anytime we're oh, mentioning MJF. That's okay then. <laughs> as long as you say, if you say something pervy, as long as you say, respectfully, <laughs> look at that ass. Oh, respectfully. <laughs> Anyway, she got a good pop, not for that, but because she's from Chicago. She was nice. Well said. Yeah. She's the hardest wrestler from Chicago. Uh, the pounce Oh, the pa what a shot. What a shot you've yeah, taken there. take that. Apparently, Pepsi he's fit. actually from a suburb outside of it. It's like you saying you're from what Newcastle. The posh bit. Mm, suburb. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Posh me when I hear suburb. Ooh, it does I mean, sound posh, the suburbs, yes. I think American Yo, cities are so big that there's other cities around them that are just the suburbs. But, yeah. He's from is the Heaton of Newcastle. Right, right. Is this what you do as well, Jack? I hear suburbs and think it's like, oh, nice and posh because in Tony mm. Hawk's games, the suburbs levels were all these really big houses. I think generally suburbs is seen as like a, you know, like where the middle class people live, isn't it? Because right. they don't live in the middle of the city. But I think in America, it's slightly different the way that cities are structured. I really don't know. We are yeah. going off the rails again. We'll get back uh, to I... the socio-geopolitical... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. The pounce into the barricade from Willow to Ruby was massive. Mm. I worked out that Ruby must be Samoan, having survived that blow to the head from the barricade. Mm. Uh, Sky locked in a submission by... Uh, sorry, she's locked in the submission by Tony. And Nigel on commentary, this is when he was starting to come out of his shell a little bit next to Kevin Kelly. He's like, in her hometown, in front of her mother? Oh, the shame if she taps. <laughs> but she didn't, and it was good. Um, good Willow did a shoot DVD at one point as well, which is gnarly, and I thought it was nice. Code Blue from Sky Blue. Yes. yes. What a, a hard maneuver to nail, I imagine that is. And she nailed it that time. Willow is the hero that we need, but I don't know if she's going to actually win anything. Right. She's the New Japan Strong Women's Champion, mm. but I don't think she's got any chance against Tony, though, this weekend. Storm, yeah, this weekend, Storm. I don't think no, so. Don't think so. Know. Maybe in the future, though. Yes. It should have been her who beat Jade. Not that against Chris Statlander. Mm. She's already over. Hmm. Mm. Moving on. Tell you what I missed from earlier on was the what promo package for uh, Scorpio Sky. We did. Where he's, oh, God. He said he's been watching and waiting for the perfect opportunity. A long time. <laughs> That's going to say. Well, they have to say something, can't they? Be like, Tony Khan has just remembered I'm on the books. Uh, That's basically what he said. I've been watching and waiting, by the way. I'm still here. Yeah. Tony Khan's looked at the, the, the roster list for the video game going, oh, yeah. Right. He'll have been lost since um, the elite hunter, Frankie Kazarian, went back to Impact. He's not the elite hunter anymore. No, it was his, his last match was the ladder match with Sammy, wasn't it? Was, oh, no, it was during the Frankie Kazarian bit, yeah. But the elite hunter is the greatest gimmick I miss the ever elite had. hunter, yeah. Frankie Kazarian. He worked with the elite, but could never find them. And what was his name? That's right. You guessed it. You guessed it. Frank E. Kazarian. <laughs> He's 
back in Impact now where he's taken a little bit more seriously because he is a legend of the promotion. <laughs> he worked uh, with them, but always arrived late. <laughs> Brilliant gimmick. <sighs> we got a video package hyping a match between Jeff Jarrett and Mark Briscoe in a concession stand brawl for Dynamite. False advertising. We'll get to it. Yeah, I know. The acclaimed arrive for an interview in the ring with Tony Schiavone. They talk about how they're going to be appearing on both Collision and Dynamite before doing Collision's first ever scissor. Shivani is delighted to be involved. Yeah, do this during the do this during a dark segment. Really this was the it. this was the least I've liked the acclaimed in a while. <laughs> they did nothing. Yeah, they, pointless, they, 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 yeah. We learned that Billy Gunn's got a new scissor suit. I think that was the biggest takeaway of the entire segment, oh, apart okay. from learning the acclaimed are going to be on both shows. The because everybody the loves the acclaimed. And acclaimed every weekend and acclaimed every Wednesday. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I so I thought there was a roster split for these shows. But obviously, by it's a soft, dynamite. It's a soft split. Maybe I it's just the, the tag teams and the trios because there's one set of titles for those divisions. Mm. Maybe. Maybe it's to um, get around awkward backstage situations where certain groups don't get along. Yeah, <laughs> is it just going to be those two sets? Yeah. Apparently so. And uh, not like your Andrade's and your Miro's and your right. Thunder Roses. Yes. Mm. Uh, in the main event, CM Punk and FDR beat Smojo and the Bullet Club Gold in a six-man tag. They certainly bloody do. Yeah, it was a cool match. It was long. It was like nice half an hour nearly. And again, it's it's so weird, isn't it? CM Punk and Smojo was a long time ago in Ring of Honor, yet everyone still remembers it. Still gets brought up, still gets hyped. Especially Nigel McGuinness, who saw most of it. Yeah. Well, uh, apart from Cena, he's probably Punk's most famous foe. Yeah, up until recently. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big match Apart from Colt Cabana. <laughs> um, but I that Samojo chopping punk just hard, just really mm. hard several times in the crowd reacting was a fantastic moment. Mm. Although Jay White, especially in this match, because I've been a, detract, oh. a detractor of Jay yeah. White since he arrived in AEW, but he this was he showed what he was about in this match, I thought. Um Joe and Dax were smashing each other, which was lovely to see lovely to see. Uh, punk selling Joe's submission at the end really well, where the camera like zoomed on his face was very good. And I wonder what Punk was saying to Juice Robinson at the, the final bell. Because after he pinned him, he was like, Pepsi's, Pepsi's better than juice. Yeah, probably I. <laughs> You're soft. You cannot handle the fizz. Do you think he was actually... Oh, no, has he fallen out with more people? I just, I, I can't he's becoming, just, anything he's becoming, he does now, you're like, oh, is he shooting? He's becoming harder to defend. It was yeah. just weird, just the way the match was over, and he was still going, like, yeah. Maybe... Oh, I was just mad. Maybe yeah. he caught him with a stiff shot. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll never know because lawsuits will be made. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Jim Ross as well. Oh, God oh, bless. Yeah. You get old, you get clumsy, he said on commentary. I, I thought it was... I get... He would have been backstage going, damn it, Tony, let me get out there. But I think you have to say at one point, like, maybe Jim, just have a sit-down. Yeah. Have a cup of tea. It was a yeah. gnarly... For people who didn't in... know, by the way, he showed up, he put a picture of himself on Twitter, and he looked like Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 9. Yeah. Giant, giant black eye. Yeah. And uh, he showed up in commentary and he sounds, obviously he sounds like Jim Ross normally, but he sounded like really paggered Jim Ross. And I think it was Trevor Dame who put like N Nigel McGuinness, JR, what do you think about this? And then it's like, JR, gurgle noises. And then Nigel, thanks, legend, for that great yeah. point, because yeah, he just yeah, sounded sure. so out of it. JR apologized, but he only, in fairness, he only did the main event, but it was just like, yeah, someone should have gone, look, look, I know, we know we've advertised you, but it's all right, we've got commentators. Yeah. Yeah. There's still definitely a role for Jim Ross in AEW, but it's just like, it's getting to the point now where it's like, yeah, treat me with a bit, really good bit at more the, care. He's still good at the bringing like a gravitas to the sit-down interviews and stuff, mm. especially when it's um like a, a young up-and-comer and he's trying to put them over and mm. stuff. He's still good at that. It's just the, Yeah, when he's not complaining about the matches and yeah. the referees. And, uh... <laughs> he hates AEW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, AW Collision looked promising. I'll mm-hmm. say the biggest negative is very first world problem. Oh, okay, so Saturday nights, so I'll be watching the show though. Yeah. Watch I love this podcast, on. all right? Love this, so I will watch it, but I'm like, I will not necessarily watch it as soon as it comes out. Ooh, are you out talking to women, which I can't do? <laughs> is that what you're doing of a Saturday? No, no, no. No, sorry, look, cut this out. They scare me as well. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, yeah, it's your good job. Yeah, okay. uh, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> The cruel rejection of Akira Tozawa. <laughs> oh, that's so bad for him. I didn't. <laughs> Seth Rollins enters ahead of his open challenge, but is attacked from behind by Finn Balor, who extensively beats him down. What a beatdown it was. Yeah. And he continues the attack backstage as well, saying he's waited for seven years to get revenge on Seth. The way he was going, whee with those Coupe de Gras, it made me want to go around this office and just deliver a few off a chair. Looks so fun. Oh. Just to go, <laughs> and just stomp someone in the stomach. Yeah. Looked really good. But I was just, obviously, Rollins wants to be the fighting champion, and Finn Balor took that away from us. Mm. He did. What a bastard. bastard. But yeah, it was a really good beatdown. Yeah. You don't see many of them, and when they, they did, they better be good, and usually Brock or whatever. So it was nice to see someone like Bill. Balor. It was interesting that what came next as well, because I think that signposted what was meant to happen before the alleged, it was a fight for, was it? Um, Vince McMahon remember. changing things. Yeah, there was oh, a back to these every week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the good old days. Because I think there was a chance, a strong chance, the champ that was supposed to get a big return and face Rollins in a barn burner. Mm. But plans were changed. I don't think that would have set up the Money the Bank thing that well, which is which is what this emphasis should be yeah, on. Yeah, fair so, enough. Nah, I'm with them. Yeah. Good old Vince. Probably best as well. <laughs> maybe best as well not to bring Chamber back to lose as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Miz cuts a promo complaining that he never got to answer Seth's open challenge. So he issues his own open challenge, which always works well, as I'm answered by a returning Tommaso Ciampa. He quickly beats Miz, uh, and it looks wonderful. Crowd yeah. like, oh yeah, it's him. And again, when in doubt, having someone return on Raw and make the debut, have them beat up the Miz. Yes. Very effective. And yeah. now there are now reports or rumors that uh, there's going to be a reunion between him and Gargano and a feud between DIY and the Tag Champions. Which I'll would lead right to some that. lovely matches, yeah. <coughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They need a bit of work on Gargano's character or have him on the show at all because that was in Cleveland, which is where he's from. Beyond there. His lovely drive front garden will be so around the Cleveland parts. where? Ohio. Ohio. Hello. Um, but I wasn't on the show for some reason, which was a bit strange. Because oh. they, they had that promo, didn't they, where it looked like, oh, the bit of a refresh is happening now. He's getting a, a slight twinge on his gimmick, kind of, like underrate, yeah. underestimate me and all that sort mm. of stuff. Um, and then he wasn't on the show in his hometown. But I, why didn't the Miz text Champa? That's the, that's the burning question now. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know either. Nobody gives a time. Because, <laughs> because he was using him. Yeah. He was just using him. Yes. Yeah. The Judgment Day come out for a promo. Balor says the crowd can sing Seth Rollins' song at his funeral. Ooh. Hell. They all talk about how they're going to win their respective matches at Money in the Bank. And Dom, boo, wants a six-man tag against Cody Rhodes tonight. If it wasn't for that Dom and Cody match... I would be, oh, maybe they still do it, but I reckon, do you not think that all of the Judgment Day, apart from Balor, will win their matches and it'll lead to friction between them and Balor? Yeah. yeah. But, but that means Dom has to be Cody. No, oh. I, that's the thing I like about Dom, though. Like, he'll lose against Cody, but they don't care. He's still around. He's still yeah. Dom. They're like, that's why Judgment Day have been great. He's like, he, he lost a bunch of matches before last year. And they're like, it's all right. It's, all right. <laughs> it's okay, no, Dom. He's only a little kid. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're together. He was in prison last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I had a horrible feeling that they were piping in the booze for Dom this week. 
Because when he stopped, mm. what was it? When Dom stopped speaking, it just felt weird. The the reaction. It's like they've got. noticed it, so they've gone. We'll do this every time. We'll enhance them. I don't want to think that's mm. true, but I think it might. Well, be. I think there is a crowd reaction, but I think yeah, they are really like every other wrestling company it, are guilty of. Oh, let's just increase. It this might a be bit. true as well because uh, I read an interview that Rollins did with the New York Post this week, where they were saying. Um, do you think there'll be a time where you have to step in to stop the crowd from... Because they sing a song when, like, Balor's trying to cut a promo or whatever. They still keep going, whoa. It's become like a what chant. And Ron's answer was like, I'm not going to stop them doing that. Like, I love it. Yeah. It's like, it's the babyface equivalent of... He said, like, it's a, I'm a good guy. It's like the best possible response. It's like when Dom gets booed so much that he can't cut a promo. The fact that Ron's mentioned that, and now Ross is saying that, has made me think... I'll it's just the first week I noticed it, like, but I just I don't want it to be true because I want the the visceral response from the crowd to be there. Just oh. I'm sure it'll be real in Wembley. Aye, oh mm. yeah, that'd be mm. a, a, a oh. lion's den. Mm. <laughs> It'd be good in it. It'll be like Galatasaray. Welcome to hell. Imagine if well, a certain manager of a certain flag. I was going to say, imagine if Don pitched a Judgment Day flag in the middle of the ring with a massive mustache. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> have, you, have you ever watched people just do nothing? Awkwardly putting the ladder around it, you know. Have you ever watched people just do nothing? The um, like the mockumentary um, MC Grinder, Top Lyricist, like the garage radio station. No, never. No, never mind. There's a song they do called Get Out The Way where they're rapping and they tell loads of things to get out of the way and one of the things they tell to get out of the way is Galatasaray, the football team. Galatasaray, get out of the way. Spiders, get out of the way. Just stuff like that. It's weird. If anyone's watching, what's MC Grinder's beef with? Is he a Leeds fan? No, they're from they're from like West, West London. It's like a Brentford fan or something. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. It's very funny anyway. It's a funny series. I can't believe you've never seen it. I can't believe it either. Have you <laughs> watched it, Joel? No, I've heard of it. You've heard of it? Okay. It's, yeah, Asim Chowdhury's in it. He's Chibuddy G, their manager. Yeah, yeah. Sports Newcastle, isn't he? Does he? Yeah. Oh. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Good lad. Owens and Zayn are interviewed backstage about the bloodline, which frustrates Owens. Zayn tells him he has an anger problem, which Owens doesn't appreciate. Zayn says if Kev can get, sorry, can go the rest of the night without losing his temper, he'll drop the issue. This is when it became Ooh. an episode of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It's yeah, yeah. a real sitcom vibe. You could hear the wah, 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 yeah. wah, 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 music over this, but yeah, and then it's will lead up to stuff later on. The Cowie Girls win a tag team match against Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville. Get in the Cowie Girls! Well done, Cowies. Come uh, on, up the Cowie Girls. Dropping the tabs. Afterwards, Cody is interviewed on the stage and accepts Dom's challenge. Okay, yeah. Oh, right, I thought like Cody's like, well done, Cowie Girls. <laughs> he should have done. He should have danced with them. Yes. Nah. He's not, not a Cowie <laughs> boy. He's the wrong kind of party, isn't he? He's the one with a, a buffet spread. Okay. Yes. Yeah, your father's disco, that sort of thing. Anyway, uh, the, the promo they did for Chelsea Green where they sort of made the TikTok thing. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. they had, like, the, the oh, robotic woman. she's, like, with, freaking out. Of yeah. She's getting out of a car in the middle of, it, like, a, a red mm. light. It's fantastic work. She's been the best of the Triple H re-signees. Oh, it's a oh, character. So, yeah. Character work has been fantastic. Yeah, actually. I'm trying to think I of think, someone yeah. who's been better. Like, you know, hit row, don't even, don't even go there. Carrying uh, Cross, so Carrying Dunny. Oh, you're funny as well. Um, Who's the bean? Yeah, maybe she is. She's been great in these promo mm. packages. Only added to that. Carbano's um, oh, been hit and miss. Yeah, Bronson Reed. Oh, Bronson. Oh, okay, yeah, but yeah. but no, I think you're right. I think it's her probably. And I like the fact that the ring announcer's getting in on it. Chelsea Green. Green. Mm. That's why she got my vote as non-wrestler of the half year so That's far. Right. Yes. Up oh, the Colties. Um, we learned the Cowie girls. Uh, new catchphrase is like when you're done with the pity party, you can catch us at the after party. Bah, 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 bah. 
Glastonbury this weekend. It is. Wait, Who's playing? playing? I don't even know. Arctic no Monkeys idea. are there. Capaldi's there. Our pal Capaldi. Yeah, you can yeah. say about every year, though, can't Capaldi. you? Capaldi. No, there's someone old there, and I can't remember who it is. Oh, the legend. I'm going to have a look. Uh, Blondie. Blondie's oh. there. Oh. Call me. Oh, no. Hey, call me. Call me. Um, the Cowie. Cowie. Yeah. Cowie. <laughs> Their finish is called the after party as well, we learned this week. The double team 450 top Drake. rope effinator. What a lineup on Saturday, by the Go way. On. We've got Rick Astley. Bloody hell. Uh, then Ray, who I don't know. Amadou and Marion, which I don't know. H, the rapper. Then Lewis Capaldi, then Lizzo, and then we rounded out with Guns N' Roses. <laughs> it's oh, a really weird line. What the hell? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Oh, my God, Sunday. <coughs> the, the top three are Blondie, then Lil Nas X. He's going to take his horse to the Old Town Road. Uh-huh. And then Elton John. <laughs> oh. He's still tanning. Yes. It's like pressing the shuffle option. I know. Elton John Live now is... Oh, no. You vote that. That's the collision so tune in. It'll be on the BBC <laughs> on Sunday night. We'll watch that. Oh, I can't wait. wait. What, day is he, what day is he playing? Sunday, so straight into the Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Elton John straight into the door as well. Just watch him as a warmer. Yay. That's what my hope is for All Out now. The fact he's now sort of intertwined with A-Dub <laughs> is that we get a live entrance <laughs> for somebody. <laughs> Elton John on his piano. <laughs> Whose theme can he possibly do? CM Punk, the bitch is back. <laughs> oh, no, Matthew. Sorry, I know it's soft. Rocketman, oh, Statlander's not an alien anymore. That'd have been fun. Mm. That would be. Yeah. Yeah. Rocket Woman, no, she can't do that anymore. Shame. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, Jeff Hardy does the double finger thing. Jam them in a plug or something. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, whatever. <laughs> then you get. Who's like the who's like the smallest person on the roster? Tiny Dancer. I'm Taz. Trying to think of. Tiny Dancer. Oh. Taz. Imagine that. Taz. <laughs> <laughs> in the show, beat the herd business in a tag match. And Big week... Swole is unhappy about it on Twitter because she's married to Cedric. Oh. Yeah. She's like, God damn it. I don't know what she said. <laughs> <laughs> He's bloody lost again, hasn't he? Can't believe it. I can't exactly remember what she I'm said. I'm waiting for that winner's share at person. <laughs> Never brings it home. Um, I'm supposed to buy my bottles of Prime now. <laughs> to be fair, Sheldon and Ced- uh, Cedric and Shelton got a fair bit in against Indershare, which I wasn't expecting. Shelton did like a blockbuster off the apron of the floor while Cedric had them in like a, a sidewalk slam position. Mm-hmm. Um, a bit of a load of mech because Cedric then went, he got like thrown into the barricade and then went, he did like a Mike Kyoda WrestleMania 17 sell for 17 whole minutes. Um, so he was just missing for the final part of the match yep. and it just sort of ended. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But Shame. they're still building in the show. Yep. Cool. I don't know where they can go with them. Is there a show in, is there a show in India coming up? Uh, didn't they tease something about that a while yeah. ago? But they've not been concrete. All oh, right, okay. So as of yeah, I'm sure when this comes out they'll be announced. So. All right. Backstage, a crew member accidentally spills water on Owens, who manages to contain his anger. He then runs into Matt Riddle, who infuriates him by talking about the noble art of cinema, but still he manages to stay calm. He just starts talking about films and Owens is like, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> the setup for that was good because he gets covered in the, the cold water and Sammy's like, ice cold water? You hate getting wet. That's a direct quote from Sammy Zayn there. <laughs> yeah. Like a cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you hate getting wet. And then Kevin's like, I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Oh, hey, Riddle. How are you doing? Oh, just a perfect. <laughs> Again, they've realized Riddle's not getting that much pop 
on his backstage interviews. He gets mm-hmm. virtually no reaction whatsoever. But he gets some in the ring. But if they have Owens getting annoyed by him, then they love him. What um what Owens films, getting annoyed is good. What films did he mention? Honey, I shrunk the kids. I feel like they weren't It was just random yeah. just They weren't like Ha-ha, I I'm thought he was drugs. gonna be naming like really crap films and that would annoy yeah. Owens. I thought it was like, Oh, you got covered in water like the witch from Wizard of Oz or something. Uh, it's just hey you've you been watching your movie. Film yeah. <laughs> Weird. Must be a fan of this podcast. Yeah, he loves film. Oh, we need to <laughs> We need right, let's roll it now. Everyone <laughs> This was the this well-planned was, setup yeah. for Jack on film. Watching the telly. Jack on film. <laughs> Is that Thank how it goes? Yeah. The actual jingle. I just no, no. Oh. It's like a, it's like a little piano thing in the background. It's all classy. It'll Unlike the thing I just did right now. Better. We don't have to actually talk. <laughs> we don't have to talk. What about, is what um, Jack watched? No, we don't need. It was just to get that out there because it was really nice. To oh me. wait, you can't do the bloody intro. That's talking about a right, film. I, I want to know. Right, fine. I did. I watched a film this week. Right, I'll let uh-huh. you know. God, it was watch? from Japan in the eighties, and it was called Tampopo, and it was really good, but weird. One of the weirdest films I've ever seen. What is it? It's called. It's been described as a noodle western, like a spaghetti western, but in Japan. <laughs> it's oh okay. Yeah. Two <laughs> blokes who drive a milk truck turn up and help a woman set up a really good noodle restaurant. That's honestly the snob. That's the okay. sort of the setup. And then it just gets really weird. I assume many pregnancies happened since it was the two milkmen. No, but oh, there yeah, is yeah. there I've is a lot film. of naughtiness in the film, though. It sounds like, what was that thing uh, Ronnie Barker was in? Up in all it, hours with the lady. Oh, oh, yeah, it yeah, actually yeah. is yeah. a little bit like Monty Python's Meaning of Life. Like the branches off into different skits and stuff. Like oh. it's really weird. I would recommend it. Tampopo, it's called. But if you search it, you now find various different noodle restaurants actually called Tampopo after the... Yeah. Yeah. Good times. I gave it four and a half stars. Lovely. (laughs) That was me on on film. film, Play the thing, Joe. (laughs) We don't need to play it twice. Jack on film. (laughs) Oh, that was good, that, wasn't it? Wonderful. uh, Thank you. I can't remember who made it now. Thank you very much for making the thing. Good luck, Shorty <laughs> Jumper. Can, I can find him. Wait, I'll find him. Made it. I'll find really him, gets around I'll your find him. Made it, and I'll shout them out. In a sec. Carry on, carry no, on. No, uh, home hometown boy Logan Paul cuts a promo on the crowd, saying how all the greats that come from Cleveland all have one thing in common: leaving for somewhere better. And he mentions bizarrely Jerry Lawler, which I went, "What the hell was that about?" I, I had to, to go Google online, yeah. and it turns out he did live in, live in Cleveland very briefly, which is why he always wears Cleveland brown shirts. He's a fan of all the Cleveland teams. I did not know that. So well done, Logan Paul, for doing mm. his research. A lot of wrestlers aren't even can't even get over enough to be associated with one city. Lawler's had two for himself. I think that's not fair. You can't <laughs> have Memphis and Cleveland. Yeah. Well, yeah. He announces that he received a special invitation to the Money in the Bank ladder match before being interrupted by the other entrants in turn. We do the Money in the Bank thing where they come out every year and it's like, hey, it's me. Uh, thank you to the man who made the Jack on Film intro, David Karosik or Karasik. Thank you, David. Yes, he's in the Money in the Bank match. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, everybody brawls, but Logan stands tall after hitting a big dive to the outside. 
It was a good. He's a very good promo as Logan Paul. I be fair to him. Yeah, it right. was a good heel wrestling pro, like, promo in the hometown. It smells like industrial steel, guys. Mm. That got me laughing. Um, yeah. But then it's obviously all about one man, isn't it, Matthew? It's all about one man. And that man is the Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Is, yes. The pop was deafening. Corey Graves. He was like, "Listen to the noise in here. Bye. Everyone's good. Radio rental. Bye." Also, lovely noise. Be throwing very dry there for a second. L A nine. It's not about Logan making videos for fourteen-year-old girls, and you think he's a thinks he's a mega star. Nah. Nah, I love that line. If <laughs> then he whaps out a map. If you follow this, you can find where to stick all the balls of prime. Straight up his ass. And then <laughs> Logan literally guns. I don't know who that is when Butch is running down the ring, which I thought was an interesting. He's buried him. <laughs> Butch is going to batter him backstage. <laughs> I thought that was good because Bo- Butch couldn't say anything because he's crazy Butch. So he's like, who's that? <laughs> I thought that was nice. But I, he, LA Knight steals it again. They're going to have to do a baby face turn soon. Because they're still presenting him as a he is heel. a face. Yeah, but he is a face, yeah. isn't he? Aye. Matt Riddle beats Ludwig Kaiser. He's attacked by Gunther afterwards, who injures Riddle's leg, probably in the same way that bloody uh, Giovanni Vinci is injured. Uh, backstage Imperium bragged to Owens and Zayn about beating up Riddle. But Zayn sees something urgent on his phone and leaves with Ken. Kev. Who blows Ke- Who's Ken? Kev. Something's afoot. Bloody hell. Uh, Matt Riddle versus uh, Ludwig Kaiser. Very evolved. Style, very match. evolved. Yeah. Oh, Good me with my indies. Um, <laughs> it's just surprising to see like this is just the standard on Raw. Sometimes they just got a really good roster. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah, we're gonna <clears> do the type <throat> matchup we've had the indies like only a few years ago, and yeah, yeah, it was good. They were doing deadlift maneuvers on each other. Like Riddle does a gut wrench suplex that like, just went just uh, Ludwig had no choice. There was a snap suplex where Riddle didn't feel like he had a choice whether to take it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, the reversal German to set up a bro Derek was class like who mm-hmm. I've written down. And I've said it, it's about time someone went after Riddle's foot like Gunnar did. Mm-hmm. So cerebral. Fraser mm-hmm. Porter was telling me that when he's done the train, the re- he's done a bit of wrestling training. Right. He said that he likes, he enjoys delivering a gut wrench maneuver. Can you imagine Fraser? You know? Nah. He's too nice. Arms, nah. pipe, pipe cleaners for arms as well. Oh. <laughs> He's got long arms though, probably. He's quite yeah. tall. He can lift them up. That was his favourite saying from back in those days. I'm, I'm the tallest one there. What? I didn't say that. Oh, his, no. His training days, he was the tallest one there. No, oh, there's a... Oh, <laughs> so all he does is sidewalk slams, big boots. There yeah. was a lad from my school who we used to mock behind his back. He was part of our friendship group, but like I didn't really like him. Um, he was, no, he was an arsehole. Who, um, <laughs> we noticed... Uh, like would say, sometimes if he was the tallest one there, he'd just go like, "Oh, I'm the I'm the tallest one here." Oh, and once we realised that he did that, we were like, "He'd also if, if we were sat on like, in the common room, we had like almost like a restaurant booth sort of set up like two, two for two two like, like a two table two chairs with two people each. That makes sense. You're facing each other with a desk in between. Yes. And he'd always stretch his legs right. I'd be like, "Well, I need the leg room." Uh, or he's always on like the middle seat at the back of the bus on the way to a sporting fixture because he's so tall he needs his legs. Uh, this lad was only like six foot two. He wasn't like seven <laughs> foot tall. <laughs> yeah. I've just had the urge to cut an Iron Sheik promo from Howard Stern. <laughs> I want to F him in the ass. <laughs> she get F him. the tall man. Iron Sheik getting up the challenge of video call. <laughs> Come here, you. Come he's not really there, Sheik. <laughs> you know what? No, one time... It... Oh, it doesn't matter. Carry on. Oh, no. Oh, no. I need to Oh, no. One time we had a, he had a birthday party. It was his birthday. Yeah. And we went bowling, 10 pin bowling. Yeah. And um, it's the only time I've ever won the bowling. I'm not very good, but that this is the one time I've been to a bowling party and won the bowling. 
And then he said, oh, I got special birthday points, so I actually won the bowling. And then as we oh. were leaving, as we were, le- we were only like 11, 12. As we were leaving, he wasn't six foot two back then, by the way, but as we were leaving, the woman at the desk, when you hand your shoes back and everything, went, does anyone want to print out to keep? And he went, nope. Maybe I did. Maybe I did want to print out. But he knew he lost, so. He got special birthday points, so. What's his name? No. <laughs> Where does he live? No, no. <laughs> I don't actually know. Him. Oh, he's like a grown man now. He's married and everything. Like he's fine. We can he's take probably, him. He's probably all right. Now. Someone needs to batter him. <laughs> if there's three or four of us there, we'll take him. Yeah. Put a big like, coat on. Pretend we're I'm assuming person. he's probably sound now as an adult. This was. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when Jack just goes up. <laughs> Alpha Academy hype up Maxine Dupree before their match against the Viking Raiders. She manages to hip-toss Valhalla to a big pop, but the Vikings win anyway, as Otis is too busy celebrating to help Gable. Now, you might think we're repeating bits, because this looks very similar to the Thea Hale thing on NXT. You have to tell people, are paying attention to this, no watch wrestling? No, these are two different storylines. It also looks very similar to this storyline last week. Mm. I was getting confused. What's... What's what? She's learning one move every week. Didn't she yeah, do this to deal with Val- Valerie Haller? Didn't she do this to Valhalla last week? No. Have I mixed that up with Tia Hill? Arm drag. Arm drag last week. What well, did she do this week? Building up. A hip toss. Oh. <laughs> well, it'd be, it'd eventually be like a burning hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> that's where she counters it a little on week yeah. 17. I. The little segments have got promise. Oh, it's just shouting, big load. When it's just trying to pick him up. It's what we're here for, that sort of content. It's all on the hips. Um, I thought Otis and Ivar worked really well together. Otis's mm. shoulder block on Ivar was yeah. massive, as was Ivar's spinning heel kick. Yeah. And then the standing suplex from Otis to Ivar was very impressive also. And crowd loves him. Was, will there be there. tension in the Alpha Academy because Otis was too busy celebrating to help Pretty lady. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> nah. Okay. Depends if she, she becomes a world champion. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that'll, then that'll Chad will feel open, vindicated yeah. in his role. Oh, no, I've taught coach. you too much. Aye. I like his little get up when he's the coach as well with the tucked in polo shirt. Mm. Yeah. Like a nerdy coach. Mm. Sexy nerdy coach. <laughs> Natalia is ready for a rematch of Rhea Ripley and to prove that she <laughs> prove she belongs and she does the promo backstage, which is like, pretend to cry. <laughs> I had to prove my worth here. However, Rhea attacks her during entrance and beats her down. <laughs> yeah, I'm tell you. Oh, and then Raquel is interviewed backstage and gets into a confrontation with Rhea. Raquel tells the champ to hope that she doesn't win Money in the Bank because she'll take a title from her. Ooh. So initially I was thinking, I'm not sure what we're doing here because why? how are we supposed to feel sorry for Natalia when really cool, badass mammy is beating her up like yeah. she is? But then the bit with Raquel afterwards makes you realize they're using Natty to build up Raquel because oh, Raquel's yes. going to be the one to stand up. So it all makes sense in the end. Natalia is the sacrificial lamb mm. of the no, piece. she's the sacrificial goat. Okay. On boat. a boat. Yeah. I buggered it up. Bollocky, bollock, bollock. The, the, the Titanic submarine of the piece. The sacrificial boat. Akira Tozawa meets with Cody backstage. And he was laughing about them off air. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I'm not going to stand for you. this poo. <laughs> they were rich and it's fine. That's what you said. And I'm putting it out there because I agree, kind of. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> you can cut out if you want to do it. No, I've got that. Law- I've got this lawsuit here that says I can't mention it. Akutazawa meets with Cody backstage and offers to be his tag partner. Cody says he'll think about it. There was no pop for Akira. Oh, I felt bad I did. for him. Like, I yeah. for him when oh, he said, nice. "I'm your man." I like that bit. I like Cody's bewildered look off camera. Like what? I like that. Was that. That's the entire bit, yep. That's he lied to him. He lied. Yeah. He did, yeah. Well, America's he said, hero. He didn't lie. He said, I'll consider it. He didn't mean right. it, though, did he? That's a soft no. 
Owens and Zayn turn up and say they got Cody's text. They'll happily be his tag partners tonight because he helped them on the road to WrestleMania. Cody says Tozawa already asked, which almost causes Owens to lose his cool. But Cody picks the tag champs instead. Goes, Owens is excited yeah, to punch people in the uh, face. This is the least I've liked Cody in a long time. He went, oh yeah, I've already, Tozawa already asked. And they're like, what? And he goes, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say yes. Like Cody. That's America's hero. That's a placeholder. like, look, I'm not saying no, he's a but former, if, if no one else says yes, I'll have you. But, you know. He's a former open the Dreamgate champion, potentially. <laughs> I'm going to have a look now. He represents a company. <laughs> potentially. He might have been. <laughs> <laughs> he represents a company that tells you to be a star, and he's there mocking. Mm. On that international TV, He's by not the way. mocking. He's showing, look, I'm not being dishonorable. I did say it. But wait, you're the tag team champions. Yeah, that's an upgrade. It brought, it brought up Akira Kurosawa by accident when I typed in Akira. Yeah, because you do it every time. Yeah. Every day you wake up. Ah, oh, yawn stretch, <laughs> Kurosawa. Um, uh, honors or whatever it's called. What Championships and accomplishments. Oh, man. He's won like all the belts in Dragon Gate apart from the Open the Dream Gate. He's won Open the Brave Gate, Open the Owari Gate. Open <laughs> you the are Brave Gate. <laughs> open the Triangle Gate. He's won Open the Twin Gate. He's won Open the Triangle Gate Tournament. He's won the Summer Adventure League. <laughs> that sounds amazing. What yeah. the hell are all them? Just <laughs> all of the championships in Dragon Gate are called Open the Whatever Gate. It's really nerdy. Are they actual gates somewhere? They're just belts. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it would be classic. <laughs> Orienteering. Possession yeah, of the the winner's the first one to go, ha yeah. All these farmers who have the cows running through feels like, please close the gate. <laughs> Stop the top, opening the gate. The top one is open the dream gate, and that's the one that, like, packs hell before and stuff, but Tozawa hasn't. The idea of a dream gate. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like Gareth gate. That's the dream gate. <laughs> open, the open the Gareth gate. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. Becky oh, Lynch. No unchained wrestling. Huh? Oh, nice. Suspicious Minds in the Heel Ranks. Yes, I can't think of any of his original songs either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you have, you have the, you one. Open the covers album. It could happen to any one of us. Do you remember that? Anyone oh, that one. Oh. Anyone. It wasn't very good. It sticks in your head, though. Stupid Mistake, that was the title. He did uh, Spirits in the Sky as well. Uh, All cover, the covers, yeah. 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 Wow. Becky Lynch accidentally cost Raquel a, a spot in the Mini Bank ladder match, what attacking Trish and getting Raquel DQ as a result. I was annoyed here because Raquel looked serious. I was just like, I can't believe you attacked Natalia. I'm disgusted by this behavior. I'm so upset. I'm going to get you. Then later on, it's the German Raquel Rodriguez. Well, <laughs> yeah. She's doing the smiling again. Oh. Yeah, that's all she's got, though. That I'm back. Make her a cowgirl like she was in NXT. Not like she was like, you know, she wore flares and stuff on Get motorbike. Get her in with JB <laughs> and BJ and Fallon. <laughs> no, she's like the, the, the cool one who swabs her way into the bar. Yeah, she's like Hangman Page. She's a head turner in the bar, yeah. in the cowboy bar. Not a literal cowboy. She had a motorbike, didn't she? Yes. Beep. That's yeah. a Vespa. Beep, beep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> give, her a, give her something it's better than a muscular back yeah. um, I thought Trish Stratus was sensational in this matchup mm. here the bump she was taking the Marlena in China spot she sold that very well yep. um, all the big the power moves from Raquel Rodriguez the clothesline she was flailing about like Roman Reigns from a, a double Uso super kick and obviously I like the fact Becky was the reason Trish won because she's, yes. she's now the Judas in her own mind yeah. oh she oh. is yeah. wow. she become she become Aye. Becky's there interviewed backstage admits that she has a lot of enemies in the other match but she'll I Either win or take Trish and Zoe Stark down with her. Cool. Everyone's beefing. Yeah. Love it. Uh, backstage, Bron Breaker says, Seth, better not. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Use Balor's attack as excuse not to show up at NXT tomorrow night. We better get used to seeing him on Raw because he's the next World Heavyweight Champion. Seth later cuts a promo from the local medical facility and says, yeah, I'll be at NXT, don't worry. Yeah. I was putting this in the, the perspective of someone who doesn't watch NXT, and would you be reeled in by this Bron Breaker? And I would say, nah. Oh. It's just a bog-standard wrestler promo, wouldn't it? Didn't really show what he's about. So you think he should be a fisherman again, so we know no. what he's about. <laughs> well, yeah. If we reeled in Rollins with a hook. Ah, true, yeah. Oh my God, it's Bron Breaker via boat. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that'd be amazing, to be honest with you. <laughs> Seth, I'm here to tell you quickly because I'm double parked. Uh, <laughs> uh, you better show up at NXT tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Rollins also said earlier in the night that he was injured and wouldn't be there. Mm. Oh, or maybe the commentator said that. No, yeah, Definitely maybe he won't be able to. So yeah. Uh, Ricochet comes down the ringside uh, during Nakamura's match with Bronson Reed. Reed causes a collision between the pair and takes advantage to win the match. Yeah. yeah, it was a lovely deadlift sit-out powerbomb by Bronson, who continues yeah. to impress. Uh, Trev gets in Shinsuke's way, and then the other way around, and then Bronson flattens them all. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Up the Bronson. <laughs> yeah, I'm just enjoying these three having lovely little matches. They are the Bouncing lovely around, matches. Like yeah. the speed of sound. Yeah. Nothing much else I can say about yeah. it. Uh, in the main event, Cody, Owens, and Zayn beat the JD. Very house showy, like, way the good guys win. It really was, yeah. wasn't it? But yeah, could keep them strong. You can't have every ending of a show be a seismic storyline shift. Exactly. Yeah. So I didn't really have any notes here, but I'm sure Ross right has a few. Is that a stab at my concise notes? Yes, I'm giving you an ugly compliment how good you are. <laughs> no. You suck. Or I do too many of them. Uh, no, I enjoyed it, you. I enjoyed Dom tagging straight out to get away from Cody. Nice little bit of a progression there from a dick. Rhea was being a dick as well at ringside, giving Sammy clotheslines with the referee's back turned. Angry Owens with a hot tag was a good good thing. And then there was just a nice cut angle kick out from Priest from the Cody cutter, I've noted. And then Cody's little half celebration. You got the unified tag team titles going, way with their two titles. And he's down in front of me, sort of goes... 
What could have been? It's the little things. Yeah. Mm. Oh, also earlier, one of the segments with Kevin, there was so many of them where I think he was talking to Gunther. He's like, I will get you. And he went, yeah, whatever. And then we'll see you later on. And Sammy left. And then Kevin left. But then Kevin went back on camera and he had both the belts and he went, clink. Because Sammy <laughs> clinked them first. Oh, that was it. Right. But it would have been much funnier if Sammy had never clinked them and Owens just came back and went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, and that was Monday Night Raw. I have a break now because I need to piss. Me too. Yeah, I'll go next door. Piss is all round, eh? Yay. Ah, NXT Gold Gold Rush Week 1. I've heard of the Edinburgh Fringe, but never a Glasgow one. (laughs) Glasgow Fringe. That's a stab at Joe Coffey's crapper. Oh, okay, great. (laughs) Well, it was just adventurous. It was strange. How can he see? (laughs) He can't see, Pat. Can't see, Dick. I did a Scottish accent. In the North American title match, special guest referee Mustafa Ali helps Wesley beat a count out by slapping him awake. He also revives Tyler in the ring, but it only leads to Wes nailing his finisher and retaining the title. What a get. This match made me infuriated at Mustafa Ali. Ooh. Just letter of the law. Too much interpretation taken there with the rules, in my opinion. Yeah, I was not expecting this type of setup for the match, considering he's been all Mr. Honourable and all this, and now he's just being a get. Oh, he's whistle wazzle him out the title. He wants that Sweet. title. But he, he, was helping, he was helping Wes more than Tyler, though. But he effed on both of them at different points, didn't he? I guess so. But Wes could have... He, sl- he shoots Slapman in the face to wake them up towards yeah, the end. Yeah, he did. <laughs> then he, then he tried to wake up Tyler in the ring and was he was trying... Because he wanted them to both fight. Fight more. Fight. Stand and fight. Fight and win. Come They're on, Like Seattle. We're trying to. You're getting in the way. And Yeah. And, like and, that Galatasaray flag we are talking about earlier. Yes. <laughs> and then... Um, yeah, Wes won, but neither of them looked happy with Ali afterwards. Because no. they realised, didn't they? They're getting played against each yes. other. Yeah. I liked it from Ali. It's just it's not very consistent with his main roster stuff. Mm. So I think he was babyface most recently on the main roster. He was but the hero he, in against Gunter in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, but before that, he was still being just basically Dolph Ziggler but, version two. So know. it's Seth Rollins from Wish.com. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, but I like that Booker was motivated during the intros, listing every accomplishment both Baton Lee had achieved in WWE. Oh. Uh, Booker says, they call me Booker T Scoops on the street and they then do. laughs. Does he mean he scoops on the street? And if so, what is he scooping off the street? Don't answer that. On the street, they call him Booker T Scoops. It's because he broke some news. Mm. And I can't remember what the news was, but that's why they call him Booker T Scoops. <laughs> I can't remember what the news was. Yeah. It wasn't very important. No, it wasn't yeah, important. You, yeah, yeah, it wasn't. About. I didn't write it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he seem to be in a good mood, Booker yeah, T? Yeah, there's a reason why he was in a good mood. Oh. It's because his queen was in the front row immediately behind him. Oh. Listening oh. to him speak about Mrs. Biscotti. Who was that this week? I've forgotten who it was. We'll, I'll say it when we'll we get, get there. We'll get it when we get there. Gigi Dolan. It wasn't her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this you. vignette. Did you know this was so romantic? Did you know the loves are? Bros had a difficult upbringing. We know. You we know about a hard upbringing. Keanu James thinks art is stupid <laughs> and not as important as intelligence or business sense. Keanu James, I agree. First well, and foremost. Stroking walls with murals on going, I love art. Mm. Yeah, she says she uses art to escape reality. And I was thinking, yeah, I'd like to escape yours too because <laughs> you bring up every chance you get. Um, she likes art and that's good for her. Keanu James was wonderful at the start of her promo saying, I don't call that art. I call it wasted real estate. Because it's like pit murals on the side of buildings and whatnot. Um, she's like, she was like, I'm the same as her. I was reckless in my youth, but I then grew up. <laughs> Do you tit? She's <laughs> getting is, buried. Oh, no, it's it's such a natural feud because one's a free spirit. She just does what she wants, but the other one's 
a capitalist. She's taking advantage of the system. <laughs> this feud is a comment on modern life. Mm. Yeah. yeah. In but many only, respects. only in NXT would the capitalist be more likable than the artist. <laughs> no, they're try- that's, that's totally accidental. They're trying to make Gigi more likable. I don't know. By like, going, oh, art, ah, art. By the way, my childhood was bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just have a go back to being a saucy, fit lady with a rose. What was wrong with that? Yeah. I don't mind you. She had an actual rose, then she uses a gun in her entrance. Yeah, yeah. What was wrong with that? I don't know. Nothing. Don't know. This is bollocks. No, yeah. Tiffany <laughs> <laughs> Stratton interrupts Chase Hughes' pep rally in honor of Thea Hale. She cuts a promo on Thea and says she has a 0% chance of beating her next week. Heroic Hudson gets on the mic and says that Tiffany might not believe in Thea, but everybody else does. I believe in Thea. Chase, you believes in Thea. And everyone watching at home yeah. believes in Thea. I stood yeah. up and... Blatant sports washing. Oh, what? <laughs> Disgusting. He's using Thea Hale to get himself as the dean of Chase no, University. No. When she was giving credit to Mr. Chase, he was like, hi, Mr. Chase. He didn't want to give Mr. Chase any credit. He stood there saying, it's my six foot five privilege to be here on this momentous occasion. Oh, God, do you think it's, this is Jack's mate? <laughs> Basically, yes. Um, I like the fact that Thea Hale she was like, I didn't want to be a doctor or a lawyer or even an Olympian. I wanted to be in the NXT shed. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I like the give me a hail yeah catchphrase as well. Hail yeah. But uh, hail it's yeah. the most egregious form of sports washing I've seen since Newcastle United. Yeah. No, <laughs> not, his intentions are honourable, I think, now. It changes week to week. It does. I but think it, it's legit. It's any time Andre's brought up, he starts getting like a little itch on, doesn't he? But doesn't, then he left him like a message it. last week. Yeah. Andre's abandoned the school. Yeah. I genuinely hope that he's all right, the man behind the character, Andre Chase, because he's been gone for a while. Is he yeah. injured or something? Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a real reason, I think, why he's not there. It must be like an injury or something. But in well, case Booker they, T scoops. Uh, yeah. Booker T scoops will tell you that it was it was Duke that gave him some like ho- like horribly poisoned soup or something. Did he say Booker T scoops? I think scoops? it was two scoops. I think yeah. that's what you meant to say, because I put uh, Booker T scoops, and I paid way more attention to Booker T than I should be on commentary. I think you meant to see but, Booker like T. like ice cream. Booker T scoops, <laughs> but he was too busy laughing. He probably said his Booker T scoops. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Vic did not laugh with him. Uh, Vic's a brave man. I wouldn't be able to commentate next to Bukatina to argue Vic, with him. Vic has been pushed to the limit. <laughs> we see footage from last week of the schism arguing after their loss. Which Joe- was weird, because they're meant to be like these evil heels. Blah. But now we're learning really about the dynamics between them. <laughs> they realise they're rubbish. He's very insecure, isn't he, Joe Gacy? Yeah. He certainly is. Is it me? Am I, is, am I misfortunes affecting all of us? Am, am I? Yeah. Jagger went, yeah. yes, you crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Arthur Ray tries to get everyone back on the same page, which is nice. Four roots. One tree. One tree. Will not fall. Yeah. yeah. From a single chop. Oh, one tree will not be felled. <laughs> By a single chop. <laughs> Hurry up with a gimmick change, for goodness sake. If you're some... Just give her that. Just let me the rock door. The Diamond Miner watching this on Peacock. What on earth happened here, by the way? (laughs) Says that they'll happily drive the schism out of NXT. That makes sense. But then they started doing wacky brander. They're all likeable, baby. And that is not what we want from the Diamond Mine. You've got a, you. Yeah, Ivy <laughs> Nile, you've got a massive gnat on your forehead. Yeah. Because she, she said, I like where your head's at, Julius. And Brute Eye was like, well, there you got it, because it's massive, everywhere. Massive head. Look, Look at, at your sizes. ears. Yeah. Julius has massive ears, but we learn in the segment that Brute Eye is perfect. He has no imperfections. They didn't say anything about no, him. The, one, yeah. Yeah. the other two have got massive ugly, head. massive heads. Not a head. <laughs> Look at you, you big ugly get. <laughs> you, you giant, monstrously talented We're individual. We're all friends, though. Ah, uh, just banter. 
this was horrible. Yeah, this wasn't supposed to be on the show. This it was didn't just feel natural. Yeah, it, it looked very. You could see the the gun pointed at the. They try the and make their baby faces feel like oh god, especially ones in tag teams. They've really emphasized in recent weeks. Hank and Tank, they're just big yeah. lads. They look oh. JB and BJ, oh, which the lads. The diamond mine is the heel version. The lads, obviously, oh, yeah, yeah. this didn't work at yeah, all. No. I get the impression that people who write the baby faces scripts had no friends at school, and this <laughs> is they looked at people who had friendship groups and yes. imagine what this was like from you, the outside in. You are yes. ugly. You are also ugly. It <laughs> 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 was weird. As hell. But crucially, Fine. crucially, at the end of the schiz- uh, schism bit, uh, Joe and Ava looked at each other after the dyad walked off. Oh, yeah, they're planning something. Coupled with that, with the diamond man saying, we must be the ones to send them packing. I think they're going to uh, lose a loser leaves town match soon. Yeah. If that makes sense. Well, they want to leave, don't they? Yes, they'll lose Mm. in 10 seconds. Yes. Mm. And go, oh, no. NXT Anonymous captures footage of Lara Valkyria confronting JC Jane backstage after JC badmouthed her last week. I don't play games. JC brushed off as as locker room chatter. Mm. All right. Well, last week we saw her going, I hate Lara Valkyria. <laughs> it's like good, if, good storytelling. It's like if the lad from my friendship group at school came up to me next week and went, "I heard what you said about me," <laughs> and you said, "It's, it's just, just banter." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had no contact with this lad for like ten years. It's fine because you still have as a grudge. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Edward Sanofi and Malik Blade beat Hank Tank JBBJ to get a shot at the tag titles. Backstage, Los Lotharios interrupt Gallus as they're about to head off to the man's pub. <laughs> The champions are lucky. That, yeah, yeah. He's got an issues coffee. That's the first thing he said in the entire show. Enough about them. Bye. As in, but then Wolfie did like uh, he joined him in in the little like you were like like you know like the the banter thing to do when someone mentions points and then they all kind of go like the don't mind if I do elbow yeah. raise. He kind of went like he's just sophisticated Wolf, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, anyway, That's the, his persona. The, the chap, what drunken wolves? Yeah. Hi. Oh, okay. You know, those, those big dogs with the barrel underneath there, the saviour. St. Bernard's. St. Bernard's, yeah. St. Bernard's, not St. Bernard's. St. Bernard's watch, I nearly said. It's a dog that can travel through time. Yeah, <laughs> freeze time. I like that idea. Mm. The champions are looking at Gaza and Carrillo aren't in the match because they'd have beaten them for the belts. Gallus aren't convinced or asked because they I just want to get to the pub I want them to lose to Los Lotharios, though. I like Los They're my boys. I think Los Lotharios are mint. Yes, but Two they weren't good in the match. Team. So why are you also, talking about title matches? Way taller than I thought they were. Mm. Yeah. Next to Joe Gacy. Coffee. No, Joe Coffee. Uh, or as the YouTube highlight called him <coughs> later on, Mark Coffee. They got the wrong coffee. Oh no! Except to us erring, we erred on the news video. Did anyone notice? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did they? oh okay. <laughs> Lots of people did. Uh, there was wonderful moments in this matchup. Back to the yes, match. So I've written all this match. down. Hank and Tank are caught in the ropes. The Cowboys jump down the floors if they're going to hit them. But Idris and Malik do a toe on hello over the top rope before Hank and Tank nail a couple of shoot Vader bombs off the top rope to the floor. Yeah, mm. clearly the, um, the the closeness between Idris and Malik improved last week when Idris learned his birthday, and now they're unstoppable. It's a nice story. It's mm. developed week on week. Hank's got a lovely Bubba bomb, but he doesn't hang on as tightly as Bubba did, so it looks even more devastating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not be vaults over the ref to land his frog splash to He's win the really match. Really impressive. Yeah, and, and they were very happy. They still they seem to. They still seem to. It's Malik who they push as the stronger of the two. He's the one who won their singles match last week. Ah, uh, that that doesn't okay, count. Okay, right. that's just that's just, oh. that's just sorry <laughs> locker count. room. That's just locker room chat. Okay, fair enough. They're then. getting ready for the. That was the what was it the battle for the. I'm big still war. a bit baffled by that time when the joke was that Idris has a huge appetite. Yeah, oh, I just can't get enough food, me. 
Well, his rippling, glistening six-pack abs are just... <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was another trademark oh, of weird. Mr. No Friends at school. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there's a lovely little match. I liked them. And yeah, I think the right team won because the only people I didn't even meant them. That's yeah, not true, I is it? So. I mean, no, they're I all likable, aren't they? they? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think just because they, they did it last week. It's almost so. now, it's, time goes so quickly because JB and BJ are now kind of the veterans of the tag team division. <laughs> yeah. They're teaching other teams how to be good friends now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was some positives. Uh, next bit. Eddie Thorpe yes. on the ones and twos backstage like a prime Richard Tubman at World Headquarters. As you do at work. As you do work. <laughs> yeah, he just set up his decks. Yeah. We all knew the one lad who wanted to be a DJ and would like yeah. bring his decks to a house party or whatever. That's what Eddie Thorpe is, but he's like a grown man. Yeah. Yeah, we had a mate like that. It's like, oh, I've got this good mix. It's like, cool, we'll be drinking and talking to people. Yeah. Uh, Bad of my powers, DJ Energize, but the N, mm. it was just Energize. Energi yeah, right. Like N dubs. Yeah. Damon, <laughs> what, what a thing to compare somebody <laughs> to, sorry. Damon Kemp interrupts and says he's picked the stipulation for their belt. He's had a week to think of this, right? This is unreal. It's going to be, are you ready? If you haven't seen NXT and you only get your news from NXT, we're not taking the piss. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a raw underground match. Later in the locker room, wait, wait, Axiom and Scripps chat the thought about the stipulation and they're watching what looks to be old highlights of raw underground and they're going, ooh, Reggie goes, Raw Underground was so wild, man. <laughs> so then Eddie's like, oh, yeah, it's so wild. I need a fight camp for the next two weeks. Mm. And then... Which to me doesn't sound very long at all. He's like, don't no. worry, I've got a fight camp in the next two weeks. Unless it's going to be like all hours of the day, like I'm a Thea sure Hale schedule. like boxers and MMA fighters and that have fight camps that last many months. Yeah. yeah. There's all these last minute people that come in. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because then Gable Stevenson. Stevenson. Gable. <laughs> <laughs> Gable <laughs> Stevenson. Is it actually Steve? Stevenson, Stevenson yeah. I've been him Stevenson for no, the Stevenson. entire time. Yeah, yeah. Bollocks. Whatever. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's other much worse things to call him. Uh, arrives as if he's there every week and offers to help prepare It's so Eddie casual. For the he's like, all right, man, it's me. Oh, it's me, Gable. It's like, yeah. Wait, I've only been like teased for like a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. right, he appeared okay. at WrestleMania 38. Yeah. <laughs> and they all went, wow. It's Jim. Olympic gold medalist, the first since Kurt Angle to go into the wrestling. Mm -hmm. Like, he's, he's a. He was a big deal back then, but then things, yeah. 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 Um, and now he's there, yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting to see, because he says, like, oh, I know. If anyone knows Damon, it's me. But and obviously... Then Eddie Thorpe went, oh, really? Yeah. I'm like, have you not read that he's his brother? <laughs> have you not heard this? But he's introduced as, as Gable yeah. Stevenson. Cause are they going to be, like, half-brothers, like the Dudley boys? Because they've got different surnames. Stevenson and Thorpe. Well... Eddie Thorpe's the evil one. No, not Eddie Thorpe. Sorry, Damon Kemp. Kemp. Kemp's the evil one, so obviously he was cast out from the family. Oh, yeah. And then he was raised by Ross Kemp. And then they realised, oh, hang on, we got the wrong one. Yeah. Gable's the evil one. Damon's <laughs> the, the actually charismatic one. Yeah, he well. is. Yeah. Mm. Gable's so boring. Straight to hell on the channel proves that. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, that's right, isn't it? It's true. Oh, no. He was a hard interview. <laughs> you know, that's the worst thing people have said about me. He's boring on the mic. Oh, God. Let's move on, shall we? Uh, we cut to backstage officials dragging Roxanne Perez away from Blair Davenport, probably for the best, uh, who don't seem... <laughs> who doesn't seem too upset at being attacked, yes. As you know, about a third of NXT UK alumni are actually pain perverts who thrive off this sort of thing. <laughs> or pain perverts or witches. Yeah. Jay McDonough, pain pervert. Ilya yeah. Dragunov, pain pervert. Yeah. Blair Davenport, pain pervert. I can't think of another one off the top yeah. of my head. There's many pain perverts. In Joe Coffee. Pain perverts. Just a pervert. Uh, there, yeah, she slips on some pipes and then, <laughs> then the camera goes in and she does the like, look, uh, I'm bleeding. 
game on. Yeah, we're all yeah. sick over here. That's why we're all sickos. Yeah. Yeah. Or forest creatures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, we're whimsical oh. sickos. <laughs> um, but Roxanne walking in the back, the background of the, the, the Eddie Thorpe DJing bit was badass, I thought. Nice stuff. It was like a Paul Heyman SmackDown 03 shot. Yeah. yeah. He used to go through yeah. the backstage area for minutes. Yeah. She was also, she was walking with purpose, like Stone Cold. Yeah. While she he's wore, got his decks out. She wore like Colin McGregor spotting a football, uh, basketball mascot. Yeah. Yeah. So that, there's been worse yeah. news that's come out about that. He's been accused of, well, yeah. At the oh, yeah. God. What? Yeah. Double, dri- world, double yeah. dribbling, he's been accused no, of. No, it's much more serious. Okay, moving on. Seth Rollins is Mr. Popular backstage. He tells his former trainee, Nathan Fraser, that he's proud of him. So he clearly hasn't been watching NXT. Oh, and exchanges pleasantries. He can't. Congratulations on this thing you've got to carry around all of the yeah. time. He mocks him. <laughs> he really buries he mocks the, his bloody It's whatever. just banter like with the diamond mine. It's just they're just mocking each other because they're friends. Nah. And exchanges pleasantries with Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. I it's can't nice think of Seth of... to say he doesn't miss. He's using his catchphrase. It, mm. I liked Ron's talking with Melo because they're both very honourable, nice, like knights in a court, bubbing the one another <laughs> and going, "Oh, I like what you did at Agon Court." Like knights in a court. <laughs> Have you watched Game of Thrones? No. Well, it's not on anymore. <coughs> this but, made me think they've completely dropped. Catch up in that. Yeah, all right. Yeah. No, no. Once was enough. I'll, don't, right. I'll never revisit that. But what were you saying? I think course? they've dropped the hard-hitting home truth, Nathan Fraser, in favour of Seth Rollins' son now. <laughs> Because it's like, I learned from the best. Just how thick he was laying it on. No, this is part of the concerted effort from WWE to portray Rollins as one of the greatest of all time. So that when he beats Roman Reigns, (laughs) no, I'm I'm being sued. No, remember this, guys. (laughs) Remember. I feel I've lost confidence halfway through the sentence, but I think Rollins is the one. Because they really want to push him as like, he's our hero. Mm. Joel, are you the one who compiled that short from last week's podcast? Oh, yeah, the Charlotte Flair thing. Could you... uh, could you Luke. make this bit the the short so we Jack can look predicts. we can look good in the future? Oh yes, right. and then when it doesn't happen, delete it. <laughs> no, I, keep it. I up. liked how um, <laughs> I liked how there was a different color for everyone's dialogue. That's good, then. It yeah. was lovely. I do that because some people are deaf. <clears throat> yeah, and if you use the same style text or color, yeah. it's like all right, great. And the it's camera just... was moving between yeah. us. It was good. Well done. Well done. Who did it? Do you know Joe? He said Luke. I think. Was it Luke? Yeah. Up oh, the Luke. Yeah. Up oh, the Luke. Thank Luke. you. Loves the TikTok. TikTok, Luke. He loves his watches. Uh, so that was nice. But yeah, <clears throat> I just thought, God, might be t- the two worst people to be stuck in a lift with Seth Rollins and Nathan Fraser. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, home truths. <laughs> no. Anyway, I'll move on then. I realize that's not working. No, it Cor- is working. Nathan Fraser got the energy of Jack's pal from when he was younger. So there's he a, was bit, the best there's a bit later on that I'll I'll mention when Nathan Fraser comes back up where I was embarrassed to be British. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cora Jane <clears throat> beats Dana Brooke via ref stoppage after injuring her knee. The crowd showered Dana with sympathy. They did. Uh, oh. I don't remember that bit. Um, Dana didn't come out to a, a massive pop, to say the least. But again, she's also coming to NXT with a lot of other people coming from the main roster yeah. and also just, oh, it's Dana Brooke. So they did a thing where she did, ah, oh, money, it buckled, and then they did the, oh, uh, let's, let's, let's not undersell that. She literally went, ow, <laughs> my knee, my knee, ow. <laughs> she sold it terribly, my Oh, no. <laughs> but did. then Cora said, Cora, the heel was just like, ah, oh, she's faking it. They're always faking it. And everyone went, yeah, we've seen no, wrestling before. wrestling's but like then... theatre. You've got to perform to the back row. You've got to make everything big and obvious. Ow! Ah. 
My name, <laughs> my name. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, they got the stretcher out, and then Cora went and that guest talked to her. But then Dana came off the thing to attack her, and I could hear boos from the crowd. So I thought, oh, Dana, Dana's faking it. But they're like, no, 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 that wasn't the idea of that spot. The idea was I got so annoyed by Cora going meow, 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 that I got back in the ring. So she kept on like, oh, my, my knee, but this, this one right here, and the crowd were like. Oh, okay, so you probably hurt, but you got off the stretcher. That wasn't very smart. And then she lost. And, uh, yeah, and then she went on Twitter afterwards mm-hmm. and was just like, oh. I get it. You all think I'm bad. But was like, that's not what like, she right, didn't. She didn't tap. She, it was stoppage. Yeah, she was. Brave. She was brave. Like Stone Cold. Against yeah, Brad like Hart. Stone Cold. Yes, um, exactly. That's what this match needed. But this was supposed to make us feel sorry for Dana, but it got Cora more cheers than she ever did when she was a proper baby face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This did not work, what they were going for. But it's just, it was clear to me in this match, because I'd seen this stuff on Twitter before, so I was like, oh, God, she must have had a stinker. Because I went in there thinking, oh, Dana's had a stinker. There's just, even in NXT, there's people better than she is in the ring. Like, her moves don't look like she's fully committed to doing them. Like, the little kicks and stuff. There's just people who are more, or just better wrestlers already in NXT. Mm -hmm. And it was 2016 when she was promoted to the main roster. She should be a lot better than she is. I don't know if I'm being too harsh. No, you're not. Yeah. You shouldn't be afraid to say harsh things. Yeah, but it is harsh. But it was a terrible performance. <laughs> Ow, my knee. Get a Cora. Take yeah, that, that, you know you've done something wrong when Cora's getting cheered. Uh, then, dramatically changing gears. Oh, flip reverse it. This was Oscar worthy. Uh, Von Wagner. Oh, right, yeah. Finally opens up the Robert Stone. He reveals that the photo of uh, his surgical scars are actually... Photos of surgical scars. <laughs> As a child, the other kids would call him a monster. Uh, Someone's very sympathetic. Uh, got some more details here. Not sure. Even the kid, uh, the parents, the kid, the parents of the kids would look at Don't him. Don't play with him. Mm. It says that he was born, his skull being born locked into place, and he had to have surgery when he was 15 months old. They pulled his face down and fixed his skull and gave him a life. But the scarring on his head was bad, and the kids used to call him a monster. But all he could do was take it. That's enough for today. And Wagner thanks Stone for what he did. No. Right. We knew, I think, that the photo implied that he'd had some sort of surgery when he was a kid. <clears throat> Why is this a shocking reveal? Is Robert Stone... St- that he's talking about yeah. it. Is yeah. Robert Stone stupid? He no, because he, he wouldn't open up about it. Why does he need to open up about it? Because he's trying to make him a good promo. And he he's tr- the story it's holding is, it back because he's giant. <clears throat> the story is he hasn't told anybody because he doesn't trust anybody, but he trusts Robert Stone. Right. Okay, but I wouldn't trust Robert Stone. <laughs> um, oh, well. And, and also... I don't, I just I don't know. It's like they're trying to make us feel bad for not <laughs> accepting von Wagner as like the heroic baby. Face. It's quite dramatic. The last time we saw von Wagner, <laughs> he was shagging his therapist <laughs> and it's doing the confessions shift. of a wrestler thing. Yeah. With her. So now it's like, yeah, that actually is mean. It was really traumatic. Uh, again, shout outs to I think what, what before my brother had something very similar yeah. with the thing, and again had had the face off. So I was just like, oh yeah, my brother had that. So I was like, you know, yeah. Yeah. And said uh, he had it when he was, oh, it must have been before he was 10. But yeah, okay. he's got that thing there. He calls it his What, when star. he was 10? Before 10, aye. Because he, the thing, hell. yeah, he was in and out of the hospital with his cyst here that was underneath the skin. So, oh, they wow. couldn't, you know, you can't just go, all right, we'll operate there. Because, like, well, you know, there's a thing called eye. So, yeah. Yeah, it's up to take his face off and put it back on. But my brother and Von Wagner. But I've just <laughs> never, two great lads. I've just never, the tonal shifts in the Von Wagner story are all mm. over the place. Yeah. It's I think hard. it's a, obviously a very different thing that no other wrestler will have. Because obviously, if you say that's the old story, wasn't it? The nice, if you said to Vince McMahon, I do this in my spare time, you don't make it part of your gimmick. And to make this part of the gimmick, I think it's a, it's a nice thing 
because it gets, you know, awareness for that sort of stuff out there. Yeah. And also makes you feel something for Von Wagner, which we've never felt before. You care about him. I cared about him. Because <laughs> oh. I, I, I thought it was genuinely, like, emotional It felt promo. real. It yeah. did feel real, yeah. Because, um, yeah, but again, it is that tonal shift, I guess. They could have done it a bit more subtly. Than, uh, yeah. It feels like a different writer has come on board for this. Yeah. You know? One who had friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. right. And it would, like, it would have been amazing, though. It's like, thank you. I really appreciate you opening up, Robert. You're a true friend. Cool. Time to shagger again. <laughs> but I guess that is the main point is the fact that he's he's trusting Robert Stone and he's finally opened up. Yes. Things that he's never opened up before. <laughs> what? Well done, Joe. Yes, I thought the same thing. Like the sexy therapist. Right, right, right. I never thought that. In the ring, Camelo Hayes and Baron Corbin have a war of words. Corbin talks about how rich and successful he is, but Hayes says that he's been winning tournaments and titles. But he says he's been with Tony. Yeah, all right. When Baron was his age, he was getting cut from the NFL. And crowd goes, oh. <laughs> he says that he respects the black and gold era of NXT, but he's made the brand bigger and better. Corbin says he's going to take the title from him. <laughs> it's a lie from Carmelo Hayes. <laughs> um, it, was, it wasn't like nothing groundbreaking, but I, I guess I like the setup. Like Corbin's not a passionate, he's not got NXT's best interest at heart. We want Hayes to win. Yeah, that was fine. Mm. I'm going to sneeze. Oh, yeah. say something, uh, Hayes makes know. fun of Happy Corbin, and Baron goes, Happy Corbin got me a $1.8 million house. We're shooting now, brother. That sounds yeah. like a real, yeah, real thing. Oh, I had a bad gimmick. Yeah, I'm rich, bitch. Yeah, oh. I re- the delivery of both men, especially Corbin. I've never seen Corbin with such fire. Oh, his promo. This is maybe the best promo of his career. Yeah. Yeah. He's mixed some of the old stuff he did back in t- the, in NXT, and it was vaguely similar to the Danielson Miz bit. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, Miz yeah. yeah. Like the, the wrestler versus the. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, you suck because you had a bad gimmick. Yeah, I've got way more money in the bank mm. than you, mate. Yeah, he's had an eight-year career that most of you can only dream of. Yeah, the mania actually, moment. It was Shades mm-hmm. of Rollins versus Osprey on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. I thought calling himself of the mids. a main event player for nearly a decade was a bit weird, though. But he's a heel, so you he can get away yeah, with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought it was weird on SmackDown when Jay said to Jimmy, I main evented WrestleMania. I thought, why well, sort of Jimmy did as well? With, with you the other day. Oh, yeah, right. Mm. Mm. Control your narrative. Yeah. Um, I like the story. Carmelo saying he creates his own expectations. And like He respects the old lads, but creates his old ex- uh, new expectations for himself. And he has to build a new roof. He's building new windows and stuff and building a new roof because he tore that bitch off so many times. I like Corbin at the end just going, eh, I don't care. I'm driving back to my big-ass house with my hot-ass wife, pouring him a drink from a bottle you can't afford. Ah. <laughs> I hope he did as he drove out the NXT parking lot, the most dangerous place in America. Going, yeah. <laughs> don't drink and drive. Mm. Yeah, of course, yes. Uh, Dragon Lee wishes Valentina oh, Feroz and Juliet Leon. No, sorry, Ulisa Leon. Yeah, Valentina Feroz and Ulisa Leon. But Ulisa I, Leon. I tried several times and then I just deleted it to try and think of a tag team name for them. I went for the, I think I went for like the the Mexicillians because one's Mexican and one's Brazilian. I went for like the <laughs> Mexico-Brazil connection. Nothing was working and I just... They, like, you know, we called the Cowie Girls the Cowie Girls instead of Casey Catanzaro and or Katana Chance or whatever she's called now. Um, we, need a, we need a name for the shorthand for you, Lisa Leone and Valentina Ferros. I can't think. Samba Bamba. Yeah, Samba Bamba. There we go. <laughs> That's what they're known as. Your Chumba Wombas and your Samba Bambas. Samba because one of them is Brazilian. 
and also Bamba. the word Bamba because it rhymes. Because it rhymes with Sam. <laughs> Dragonly wishes Zamba Bamba luck in the upcoming match. Nathan Fraser arrives. This is when I was embarrassed yeah. to be English because they're all being like very cool and like Latin American and stuff. And then, all right, guys, hello. I've got my big trophy here. I'm like, oh, I that. was talking to my mentor, Seth Rollins, earlier <laughs> on. So lay it on, lay it on thick, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you can just you can see him recite. I was talking to my mentor, Seth. Just ah, oh, I hate oh, when you can the, see. I'm the tallest person here as well. <laughs> it's like when he came in. It's like he came in out the rain. He's like, oh god, hello, got my trophy. I oh, was a bit like in the TV shows, like the people who've been having like oh tension. Well, there's a connection between us, and they look into each other's eyes, and then oh, here comes a third. Sorry, I'm late. <laughs> Got caught in a fart. Oh, stink donor. Oh, mood killing, mood killing Mike, they call me. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, mood killer comes along and talks about stuff and then offers Dragon Lee a shot at the Heritage Cup. Because he likes to reward people who've helped him along the way. Yeah. Just like my mentor, Seth Rollins, helped me along my way. Send me on my way, he said. Send me on my way. He didn't say that. It just carried on. <laughs> In the car park, Joe Coffey, who's also annoying, gets a phone call informing him that the man's Hold pub... Hold on, lads. Bring the car back around. <laughs> yeah. What kind of setup is this? <laughs> he's got a phone call and he's going, whoa, whoa, whoa. you drive off, <laughs> do a 180, and then come back and pick me up. Because I can't possibly talk on the car and talk on the phone and get into a car. But it was a private issue, Jack. There was rats at the bar. It's their cone. The da, 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 da. Is it messing with rats or is it because Dax pulls up and bulls him in the back of his car? Hey, Joe, where are you going with that gun in your hand? Yeah. Uh, someone someone messaged me to go, for at least two decades, car trunks have a latch release to prevent being locked in, so you oh, can't really? do this nowadays. Joe Coffey's not going to know that. Yeah, he's not from that country. Also, Stax has got an old car because he's from the mob era. Aha, that's right. He got it from some like Scorsese film lot. You know what? Good for him. Good Joe Coffey's yeah. clearly grasped up his friend and put him in jail. Now he's put that guy in the boot of his car. You're right. Joe Coffey's the bad person in the situation. Yeah, not the person yeah, yeah, who's yeah. tried to kill three people on the TV. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's the bad one here. The, he needs help. The drunk with the bad haircut Stats is clearly is, the main villain of the story. Stats merely done an intervention here to stop the guy <laughs> going to the pub again. Well, I still can't get over last week. Two weeks ago, Tony went... It was Gallus. Gallus ratted me out. And then Stax took two weeks to realise it. he was right. It was Gallus. Well, he said it was Gallus, so... Because hmm. it's only... Bored. Yeah, yeah, it was just Gallus and... I don't know. Oh, only... pretty deadly. No, we killed them. The oh, only okay. trio where he could have gone bada-bing, bada-bang, bada-boo. I know, but... Bada I know, the team Dragon Lee was talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, awesome. Also, we don't even know if it was coffee, and we don't even know what crimes he grassed him up for. This is going to be really awkward, Stax. Tell me about the crimes. I don't know... Yeah, I, I thought it, it did a service as well because both Mark and Joe Coffey were wearing like those trench coats that like flashes wear. So you, <laughs> could, you could see what was coming at the pub later. Seven <laughs> pints down. <laughs> no, that's not true. The detectives <laughs> from the seventies. I think it's like, a, is it like part of like the casual gear they wear? Like I think a, so. Like a, yeah, like a Stone Island thing. The casual. Yeah, like the football brown. casual. The coffee yeah. had the Inspector Gadget color on. I don't know. Yeah, nice uh, um, blonde, beige, beige yeah. blonde. Yeah. Flasher coat. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Inspector Tadger. Inspector Tadger. Yeah. Last legend, Takara Jackson of the metaphor. Hey, uh, beat Feroz and Leon. Samba Bamba. Samba Bamba. Bamba. <laughs> Who wrote that down? <laughs> Samba Bamba. Uh, and Booker oh, T was talking about Biscotti when Miss Jackson was in the ring. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, with his, no. his wife behind him. 
Oh. Yeah, Vic was pointing that out. That's uh, Hella Kavorka, I think they'd say on Urban Dictionary. That's how you're using the sentence. Hella Kavorka. Yeah. Uh, from Booker T there, doing that with his wife behind him. Uh, Lola Vice and Electric came out there, and Booker T was horny once again. <laughs> Um, we're building more tag teams for some reason in the women's division now that the NXT no, women's that was, <laughs> they're yeah. not a thing Perfect anymore um, Yulisa did a nice shoot Hurricane Ron off the top rope and then Lash Legend who we've not been kind about on this podcast because of her cult wrongdoings she's got a cult locked in the basement somewhere she did a test like big boot she did yeah it was really it good it was fantastic boot. devastating manoeuvre yeah. she's tall because she played basketball and she used those long legs to her advantage <laughs> that's right yes I probably yeah. said that like that was probably like two years ago now. It was just eight. Worth repeating. Wow. Yeah. The Arse end of 2021 when the 2.0 days. My God, time yeah. has just gone. Lockdown ruined everything. Hi. Suddenly, like, your 20s, no, they're gone, mate. Oh, what? Stop it. Anyway, Booker, <laughs> Booker too horny, they call him on the street. <laughs> uh, and the main event, Seth beats Braun to retain the world heavyweight title, but gets attacked by Finn Balor after the bell, with Hazen Williams making the save. This is a new Finn Balor, but Rollins is glad. That's the one I met in 2016. Sure, mm. <laughs> Michaels stealing Triple H's end card gimmick, which yeah, I thought was yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. flashed up little corner thing. Mm. And then, yes. then Balor came in. Oh, didn't see that coming. No. Um, I thought it was going to be interesting to see how they're going to beat Bron Breaker with Seth Rollins saying his ribs were hurting and he wasn't 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, at least he did two stomps to beat him after the super kick top rope reversal thingy. That's yeah. what cost Bron. Um, the front Rollins is right. Do you want to hear what pretentious wanky bollocks I'm going to say now? Please do. Rollins' psychology was all off here because he was oh. doing. He had the injured ribs, you see, Matthew. But he was uh, doing yeah. uh, frog splashes off the top rope through the announce table, then going for a second one in the ring, which he missed. There was no water in that particular froggy pool. Yeah, and he knows about that. Him being a fisherman. Exactly. Uh. <laughs> the old bait and switch from Brombray. Hey, um, but good. either it was. Interesting to see that Bron would lose to him, an injured man who injured himself even more. That's one of the best of all time, Seth Rollins. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. Rollins has done this on a few other occasions, specifically the WrestleMania match against Triple H where his foot was hurt. So all he did was moves where he came off the top rope and then, ow, oh, my foot. <laughs> Shades of the late great Dana Brooke. There. <laughs> oh, and we was laughing. I'm going, you're an idiot, Seth. Stop That's, doing that. that. That match was long. I remember it was there live. That was the Triple H WrestleMania match. It's got to be long. Flamey entrance with his little stick of fire. Yeah, he set the ramp on fire. Well, he turned it orange. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't really light on fire. Triple H's entrance that year was... um, Oh, fantastic. The The cerebral dadass. That one was the one... Yeah, that was... His little tricycle. Yeah. Beep, beep. And then the next year was the one where him and Steph had matching trikes. And then there was the one against Batista where Michael Cole said it was really cool. Ross, <laughs> Ross lost his mind. That's where Michael Cole was the barometer yes. of not being cool. Yes. So him saying something was cool. He then went on to write all the backstage bits for NXT 2.0. <laughs> I've, I've realized that since Triple H retired, that is one of the things I miss in WrestleMania is how ludicrous his entrances were. Yeah. We liked them. We all laughed at them, but they were funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say, this did a good thing of making Braun look, at, not at the level, but it gave him the respect. It was about giving him the rub if you ignored the fact that Rollins was wrestling like an idiot if he had bad ribs. But in fairness, no one does that anymore, apart from, you know, Buddy Murphy and Andrade <laughs> and, and, and Dana Brooke. And Dana Brooke. So apart from those three wrestlers. My knee! Ow! And whoever it was the other week who kept who went for a finisher, it's a trope recently where you go for your finisher, then you remember that your leg hurts and you go, ah, oh, no. It's usually if it's a strike finisher. We used to call it the RVD way of, okay. like, oh, that hurt. Well, I needed that limb to do this move, so I'll do that move. Oh, it still hurts. Mm. 
But yeah, but I did like the fact that he uh, Bron kicked out the pedigree. So Ron's had to use Das Boot to end it. Mm. Uh, and then what we got, a parking lot attack, a kidnapping, and a post-copyright thingy attack. All the hits. Now that's what I call NXT. Okay. Yeah. Anything can happen in NXT. Mm. Three things can happen in <laughs> NXT. Ah, AEW Dynamite. Who was friends with the Bucks? And Hangman Page and <laughs> Yes. It wasn't as egregious. I've kind of, I've, I've, I've taken a liberty there. Eddie saved it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, starting with the Hardy, like my name is Ali. It's the Aspen versus the <laughs> Starting with the Hardy's, like my name is Ali. Oh, okay. I'm hanging in the back. What song was that from? I thought we'd do the rest. Sorry, some 41. Storm into the party like my name is El Nino. Storm into the party like my name is Ali. El Nino. Storm into the party like my name is El Nino. I'm hanging out drinking in the back of El Camino. He says El Nino. El Nino. Like the storm, like the storm, El Nino. Storming to the party like Fernando Torres. I thought he said that. Storm into the party like my name is Ali. El Nino. No, really? El Camino. Yeah. This is twice this week. I've been corrected. You think like Muhammad Ali? Yeah. Right. I don't know. Some mate they knew at school was right. So Ali. No, I think it's El Nino, yeah. I can't what was the other one? I've been singing that song like since <laughs> 01. What's the other one that you got? Um, Nancy Boy by Placebo. I don't know it. Um, do you not? Oh, okay. I'm not a big Placebo guy. And it all falls down at the first rehearsal when they're losing my mind. Oh, I do know that song. Um, she's yeah. Universal. That's the lyric. But I've been singing Cheesy Reversal. Oh, Cheesy Reversal. Yeah. That, I know that song because it's, it's used in stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know that one. One of the biggest hits. Yeah. Joe Coffey's favourite song. Is it? Alcoholic. No. Oh, in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> Any time of the day. Oh. Pop! Pop! Beer! Pop! The Hardys versus the Guns. The though. show opens with the Hardys versus the Guns. Bullet Club Gold interfered to help the Guns win and lead the beat down of the Hardys after the bell. Ricky Starks and FDR tried to help but struggled to turn the tide until the arrival of CM Punk. What are you doing here? Punk helps clear the ring and challenges the bad guys to a match on Collision. Uh, Did he boys, specify what kind of match? Is it going to be like a four-man, uh, sorry, an eight-man or a six-man? or who's in the... Eight-man, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Right. Four-on-four. Because four. Bullet Club Gold are involved as well. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, boys selling... he's going to team with the Hardys, who hate him. I mean, they probably don't still hate him, but do you remember those videos that they'd uploaded from like the uh, diner where Jeff's oh. like, you nerd, you nerd. I reckon your Australia thing's a gimmick, man. Nerd. Oh. Ass boys selling for the Hardys like Tom putting over Chucky Cupcakes. Uh, that was a throwback. Chucky Muffins. I was trying to remember for life of me, what was it? Was and it, it, was, Chucky it was me. What did he say? It in a, it, in uh, I, like, I really like chocolate muffins, and Tom mocked me for that. That's right. In my vulnerable state, admitting <laughs> that I like a chocolatey treat, and Tom mocked me for that. That was your first mistake, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's exactly what people should be doing with the Hardys, have them open up, not do much, and have another team bounce around for them. Uh, Colton Gunn. Colton Gunn, I just he said, bouncing around. His selling throughout the match was the highlight yep. for me. Capped off with his sell of Jeff's twist of fate, like Scott Hall on yep. Austin. Um, but yeah, just hearing you say bounce around made me think of that and interrupt you horribly. So please no. continue. Oh, it's a big win for the Guns yeah. as well. Yeah, over, you over helped my Hardy. point. Thank <laughs> you. It's a big win for Ross. They've beaten the Hardy boys. Yeah, they did. But the Hardys are held together with prayer and sticky tape but they are ungodly over. So yeah, yeah have, have the guns or someone else just bounce around for them. Uh, Jeff kind of slipping on the whisper in the wind and they had to go, yeah, it didn't look great, but hey. That was a real was one. Was this one real? Yeah. It's interesting as well because obviously BC Gold coming down, does that mean the guns are in? Are they out? Are they in? Are they out? Are they shaking all about? We still don't know for sure. I hope they're in because I think they'd be a good I mean, fit. Well, we know they're in because they deny that they were in. <laughs> I still don't know if Takesh is in the BCC or not. 
Is he affiliated with? He's just he's like a loan signing, isn't he? Yeah, okay, he's yeah, just right. against the elite. <laughs> he's yeah. Mikhail Forsell. Yeah, mm. Birmingham City. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think that uh, I've forgotten his name now. Justin Roberts. The way he says Jeff needs to change. Yeah. It's like Liam Gallagher, but even worse. <laughs> And the sun shines. Sounds, oh. like, sounds like F1. A <laughs> 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 postman Pat from Teesside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And then CM Punk, what's he like straight away shooting on the bosses? Oh. I'm not even supposed to be here. Oh, I'm oh, a collision oh, oh, guy. Oh, oh. Can't help himself, can he? You know who no. else was a collision guy? Paul Hayner. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what else? He was wearing his Danhausen shirt. The man who he borrowed the boots off for his last match. Dragging him down with him. That was last match, really. Dragging him down? <laughs> yeah, Dan House is a message. Can you not wear my shirt? <laughs> I don't want to be involved in all this. <laughs> also, meh. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. Of course, of course. Mark Briscoe, Ma, you mother. Mark Briscoe and Jeff Jarrett's concession stand brawl. Stan, stand brawl spills to the ring. I think I'm having a stroke, sorry. <laughs> it features interference from Sanjay Dutt, Jay Lethal, Satnam Singh, Karen Jarrett, Christopher Daniels, The Best Friends, The Lucha Brothers, and Papa Briscoe. Mark wins with a roll-up. Wins with a schoolboy. <laughs> After all that. Oh, it was Wrestling. good. It was good, fun. It, it was a yeah. bit of fun. It was a bit of fun, but some people online were mad. Uh, the concession stand stuff lasted for about a minute and a half. Maybe it only needs to start in the concession stand. They did all they could do. They had a table spot. There was mustard. There was always sauce in there with wrestlers. Yeah. Even uh, though they then got to touch the person with the sauce. Yeah. Oh. Maybe, maybe they just love getting mucky, being yeah. a mucky puppy. Was that match that Randy Orton had? Like ages ago on Raw when they had a match involved the hot dog thing being used and he was there like, on scene eating the hot dog. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't remember that one. I remember Kane when, um, oh, was it? Oh, God, who was it? It was Sarah Logan was the contest. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he got covered in sauce. I remember oh, obviously sauce. Taker smashing Maven into the popcorn machine and then eating the popcorn, which was a bit too whimsical for the American badass in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, he should have eaten Maven. <laughs> <laughs> No, that theme tune needs to live on. You can't yeah, get rid yeah. of Maven. I like the start where that he's like competitors. Where the referee was like competitors, ready, ladies, are you ready? Because I think what they're doing that for. And then bloody Karen Jarrett was one of the ladies. Mm. Took her mask off, and then there was the other lady there who was getting involved for some reason on on Karen's behalf. I don't know who that was. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, the bump off the top of the ladder through the table uh, on the floor from Mark was good uh, mm. after the push from Sh uh, Sanjay. I just like the chaotic nature of like everyone who's got a problem with everybody else just getting involved in everyone's yeah. business. Anything can happen in AEW. Yeah. I thought it was fun. As long as it doesn't happen all the time and turn into like WCW, then I thought it was fine. Yeah, I'm all right with Jeff Jarrett's silly bollocks. Yes, the Jarrett verse is great. Yes, it yeah. is. And he, he gets a good a, reaction from the crowd as well. He put a big stipulation on, didn't he? He's like, if I lose, you'll never see me again. Well, there's rumors that win, he's just going to be... Riot. There's rumours that he's just going to be in a backstage role. No. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, he's Jared. He can't stay away. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah. Or he's uh, that's his, that's him done in AW and he's going to go over to challenge Roman Reigns. Oh <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, then we want uh, backstage. We got a BCC promo. Moxie challenges the Elite to a five-on-five match at Forbidden Door with Shoda Imuno joining his team. So Umino. Umino, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, great. The shooter. The shooter is made from new, oh, I remember his, his him. son. <laughs> I remember him, but obviously, what you're saying about before, like the New Japan crowd are like, all right, whatever. Well, but they yeah, love him Moxie's with he him. seems to be just they try to make him the next Tanahashi, aren't they? He looks right. weird now. Danielson thinks Okada is scared of him and says he's going to call him out tonight, but doubts will show up because he's a coward and an amateur. It's really good. And in the background, <laughs> Moxie's going, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Moxie also called uh, Takeshita tall, dark, and sexy. 
is. Oops. Yeah, Oops. Where's the yeah. lie? Regal's rubbing off on them. He's a, oh, Aiden's oh, best mate to cash, though. Of course. He, he met him at Progress in Newcastle, apparently. Apparently he said he was a lovely man. Gave him a stutty kick <laughs> with some good beef on it. Takeshita didn't like it. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I did oh, not Takeshita, Sam oh, Lloyd did, man. Did you see getting shared about on Twitter that showed at Umino's diary from when he was on an excursion in England and they just put him in a house with some students? Oh. And oh, he was like... I vaguely remember I was, reading about coming what he said. So Umino had that thing with Moxley where he was like, Moxley's little sidekick and it was mm. really funny and he was... And then, because it's the way New Japan system works, when you're no longer a, new, a young lion, you go off like yeah. a bird... And you go off on excursion to either the UK or Mexico or America. Um, and he happened to go to the UK. And yeah, he was just housed in what sounded like just a house of sesh heads or students. <laughs> and it was like, I'm not having the best time here. They keep knocking on my door to wake me up and come drink with them, even though I tell them I'm a wrestler and I need my sleep. And I was like, oh, poor <laughs> Shona, man. I felt so bad for him. Why did he stay with Joe Coffey? <laughs> <laughs> Pob. <laughs> Shooter. I'll <laughs> 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 we'll call you Shotter. Yeah. Shots for Shotter. Uh, Jericho and Sammy team up with Minoru Suzuki. Wait, what? To beat the trio of AR Fox, Darius Martin, and Action Andretti. What do you mean? What they teamed up for Bindor last year? I didn't see him in the build-up for this. This AW. No, Dynamite he's just episode. a normal bloke. Is it just yeah. be? Yeah, has there been that much stuff on? Then they're like, oh, by the way, Minoru Suzuki. Like, I guess so. All right, fine. Um, yeah, they teamed up. Le, what do they call themselves? Not the sex gods. Le the sex gods. No, like the Suzuki sex gods or something. Damn it, they had a name. Yeah, Suzuki special Spanish sex gods. I've yeah. had a stroke there. Bloody hell! It's, it's spreading. Wah, wah, wah. They call uh, themselves something. Anyway, uh, Jericho calls up Sting afterwards and challenges him to a six-man tag match at Forbidden Door. Sting and Darby arrive to accept the challenge, but don't reveal their third man yet. Oh. Yeah, it's going to be bloody Goldberg, lads. Oh, well, it's no. going to be That's bloody Goldberg. Because well, Tony, Tony's been hyping up something at Forbidden Door that could be the biggest thing in wrestling history ever. Oh. It's going to be Goldberg. Yeah, I think it is. Goldberg and AW. Why have we all just accepted? Because Eric Bischoff started talking about him. It's only no, Goldberg was talking about him. Tony, Tony's been talking to him. Tony was asked at one of the post-pay-per-view conferences. Like, have you oh, been God, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know Bill. Yeah, but I thought he was just saying that because Bischoff wouldn't shut up about The moment. biggest giveaway is the silhouette they used looks like Goldberg. Someone put a picture on there. Ooh. <laughs> it could also be Gilberg or maybe, I don't know, Nathan Jones or someone like yeah. that. Oh, oh yes. it was yes. Nathan Jones. Simon Miller. <laughs> oh, NWO Sting. <laughs> is yes. he bald now with a nice smooth head? We all get like that, man. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, any, uh, my actual pick is Goldberg. Yeah. My pick is got enemies in lots of places. And you go through the, the Rolodex of Chris Jericho feuds, there's none bigger than Goldberg no, in WCW. He oh, beat him in a shoot fight. Yeah, yes. Well, he held him in a face lock, apparently. Yeah. I hope it's not. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's Goldberg. Oh. Who else could Jericho's enemies have? Oh, it could be literally anyone he's been around for so long. Yeah. yeah. Who hasn't he faced for a while? Uh, oh. Lance Storm. Lance Storm. Oh, he's bald. Mr. In- excitement, yeah. I walk to the arena because it is near my place. They're in Canada. They are. Oh, it might actually be him then. Bruce Hart. Bruce Hart. <laughs> oh, please, Jesus, yes. <laughs> no, it's got to be Goldberg. Bruce Hart. I hope it's not Goldberg. It's got to be. Why do you not hope it's Goldberg? Because it's bloody Goldberg. It's 2023. It's Goldberg thing... in Canada. He's going to get booed. If there's... Yeah. Oh, they don't like oh what if it leads to Brett just getting his own back? Brett. If there's just one, if there's one thing... I'm loving him with a bat. <laughs> If there's one thing that that AW have done all right 
with that that everyone thinks, oh, this is going to be a disaster. It's the the use of legends. Yeah, Sting hasn't been pushed to the moon, winning belts yeah. off people who deserve it. Would Goldberg? Oh, he'd find a way. <laughs> he'd find a way to. Mm. No, no, it'd be perfect if Especially he just comes in, Tony. does two spots, and leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. seeing how Tony's dealt with things. If Goldberg came in there and was like, "I want to be the superhero for all the kids. Make me the world's champion now." Tony's not going to say no. Oh, <laughs> it's Tony Khan. Well, he's the, well, third, he's the man. third man. Yeah. He goes, all right, Jericho, I'm sick of you giving all the news and details to Meltzer. <laughs> Look what you've done to my bloody company. That would be a fire like this, to be fair. Yes. Tony, Tony, Tony would be a high flyer, I think. I can see him come off the top row. <sighs> oh, oh, right, okay. <laughs> Not, oh, okay. Not like that. Right. Anyway, the yes. match. The match. Minoru getting involved in the silly bollocks with Jericho. I liked it. I liked it very much. Mm. Uh, Action Andretti was good with his hot tag. Lots of good pop and snap in his maneuvers. Dante's sell after Peacock and Minoru Suzuki. And Minoru went, Hah! That was a good moment. Yes, Looks like, like Trent Seven, that big old session yeah. head. I feel yes, like yes, he is. when Suzuki joins in and with weird stuff, I find him even more scary because he's just a bit unhinged. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't know. look right, does it? No. He did the La Sex Gods pose. Mm. Uh, AR Fox, very over in Chicago. They're doing mm. all these cool flips, including the reverse one on the outside, which always makes me go, oh, yeah. Also, nice seeing Martin getting murdered by Suzuki, as you said. The Lion Tamer getting locked in and the pop for it. I said it was a mid 2000s rapper. Ludicrous. Mm. <laughs> and uh, the cold feud was such a mistake for Jericho because the crowd aren't willing to accept them as an evil sod. They love this silly old man version of Jericho. Yeah. Like too much for him to suddenly be the sadistic person. I thought this week as I was watching all the stuff in the build up to this podcast, is Jarrett Jericho but self-aware? Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That should be the bit we clip out. (laughs) (laughs) Jericho is sometimes self-aware. Like when he does the sillier feuds and he's like, uh, when he's doing like the, I'm a wizard and all the silly stuff. But in more serious feuds, I worry that he's not as self-aware. But Jarrett is. Yeah. Mm. That's Mm. a very good point. That's analysis. That That is analysis. analysis. Yeah. You don't get that anywhere else. No, you wouldn't. No, only here. Don't trust anybody else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sting shows up after being called a whore. And Tony's like, <laughs> what was that? He said, you always go to the highest bidder. And I'm like, you spent that long in TNA when there was a massive <laughs> yeah. bag of money. Oh, yeah, okay. Three. Yeah. Come on now, Chris, yeah. you lying yeah. heel. Sting, sh- <laughs> right. Sting shows up and Tony Leo's, it's Sting. What an amazing moment. And Sting is just here. Him appearing is an amazing well, moment for Tony. Tony's the biggest fan of Sting. He really yeah. is. Um, apparently the crowd believed it as well because they chant holy poop just for Sting existing. Yeah. And it was so great. And then Diver to go, we'll tell you who the partner is. A collision. Cross like, Ugh. oh, they're gonna say a collision. Yeah. Then I don't think it'll be Goldberg. Oh no, of course it will. He's busy on Saturdays. No, it's just that they wouldn't announce. <laughs> they wouldn't have. I was gonna say they wouldn't have announced. They wouldn't get Goldberg in for two things, but they could just say it's him, and then it would shift last minute sales for the book. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It's yeah. gonna. It's gonna be Bill, isn't it? It's gotta be Bill. <laughs> I can't think of who else realistically it could be. Unless it's a New Japan guy. I mean, yeah. that's where you got. Yeah. Be. I mean, oh right. Well, you know better than us. Who's who's not. No, you'll know Japan better. Game. Who did Jericho feud with back in the day? Liger. Liger, yeah. He's got it, a smooth head. The, oh, oh, Ultimo Dragon. On. I've actually thought of another possible one who's not on the Forbidden Door card. Go on. Naito. Because Jericho feuded with him most... He's his most recent, I think, huge back to you. That's right. Oh, Ooh. well, if it's Naito, then. Yeah. Good. It's not Goldberg. <laughs> well, they're both... Disappointed now. I don't know. They're both equally kind of physically <laughs> battered, Naito and Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be a typically... Uh, disappointed wrestling fan by the thing that I wanted in my own head yeah. didn't happen. <laughs> Screw this paper view. Imagine if it is Goldberg. Uh, I think okay, so Gold- let's move on from this. Uh, the Elite accept the BCC challenge, but only have three members with Omega in singles action against Osprey. 
Luckily, they have loads of friends because they're popular and cool. Is and they right reveal... That? Oh my God, I was in a bad mood. <laughs> Eddie Kingston is their fourth man. Kingston admits that he doesn't like the elite. None of them. But he hates Claudio more. Mm. He also says he wants to pick the final teammate and then he pretend I'll go it's the ring later on and pretend that this bit wasn't recorded elsewhere because yeah. <laughs> the guys can't stand to be within a, a mile of CM Punk I was initially thinking oh no Eddie you've sold out you've sold out some but he brought around with his reason just for hating Claudio more than liking them yeah good on Eddie better than Hangman who's sold his soul he's yeah. becoming one of the bucks it would be funny if they just kept Eddie around for a bit and they're like just being like yeah it's us the elite we're so great and he's like yo this party sucks yeah <laughs> uh I don't call... Actually, you know, before this, there's a bit that we... Um, put there. Oh, Tom Bola. Tom, Tony Schiavone and RJ oh, City. Yes. Draw names. Are you ready? If you thought Raw Underground was the silliest thing to return. Battle Bowl 2023. What? Why? Battle Bowl stinks. No, uh, it's interesting. Battle yeah. Bowl is, for people who don't know, an old WWE concept that they did for a bloody pay-per-view for a few years before people realized it was rubbish, where random people team up and occasionally get a nice little thing, but like uh, Cactus Jack and Vader teaming up, for example, when they were feuding. So, and then the other stuff that happened, oh, was it, sorry, what was it, Abby and, whatever. The point is, an entire night of this, oh, okay, great. I'm not raving about this. No, I, I quite think like it, it can yeah. work. How? AEW have got a big enough roster that they can find compelling situations all over the place. Great. Oh, oh God, wait, if they have... so depressed by this. Punk and Nick Jackson... Well, yeah, that would be. I mean, oh would be my quite, god! Yeah. Yes. I mean, now they've set Actually, themselves. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll track everything. I, I hadn't have thought about that, but now you said it, they've got to do it. And if they don't, yeah, that's that's a shame. Ace yep. Steel and Kenny Omega, <laughs> go. Ace Steel, Ace Steel and the dog. Uh, Adam Cole comes out and talks about his draw with MJF. He admits that refusing extra time was the smart move, but it doesn't make MJF a great champion. Now he wants a rematch. MJF arrives and refuses Cole's challenge saying that he had him beat when the time ran out anyway, which is good because no, he didn't. Yeah. Toy Giovanni interrupts and reveals that the pair have been drawn together in the Blind Eliminator Tag Team Tournament. Neither are very happy about this. They say, shut up, Shivani at the same time because they both hate him for different reasons. Uh, <laughs> One of them, because he's trying to steal his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. It's legit. Mr. Steal Your Wife. Uh, but their complaints get interrupted by a video from Tanahashi. What are, what are you, you doing, doing here? over there? He again challenges MGF at Forbidden Door. This time, Cole goads MGF into accepting. God, they tried to cram a lot of different lot things in. into one segment, yeah. and it was a bit all over the place. I think they managed uh, to kind of bring it together at the end with Cole being the reason that he accepts the challenge, and then Cole goes yeah. like, good job, partner. You know, Yeah, that was a nice like flair. Line, but We're partners. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I put Cole sounded like a baby that got told no and thinks if it cries loud enough, it'll change to a yes. Why do you hate Adam Cole so much? No, but they're like, well, MGF, you said you'd give me a title shot if I beat you. I didn't beat you. Can I have a rematch anyway? Yeah. I'm like, come on, man, have some dignity. You nearly beat him. Or are you oh, doing the, are you doing the Dom you Toretto? nearly a match then, can he? Are you doing the Dom Toretto? You can win by this distance or that one. You still didn't... Yeah. The... I don't know who that is, but I agree with what you just said. <laughs> From the first Fast and the Furious. When, when Paul Walker goes... Talk about old references. When Paul Walker goes, I almost beat you in this street race we've had in our cars. Yeah, yeah. And then Vin Diesel goes... You, you beat me by that uh, it could have been that much or that much or a mile yeah, I still won I still beat you that's the point really that's a good bit from a good film franchise yes is it a good film okay no it's not but <laughs> that bit is fair enough um, yeah I agree and so I'm called going oh come on give us a rematch it's like you, come on man you're supposed to be a proud fighting baby face and well then MGF's just so charismatic going oh well I would have beat you anyway that's also, funny you, you like MGF again your, your former flame I don't want to when he's next to Adam Cole well you know interesting 
Because one of them's got a dumpy. I, I didn't want to say it, but yeah. Um, <laughs> respectfully. Mm. Yeah, there we go. I thought uh, it was just classic pantomime stuff. Just, you know, you'd see uh, this is happening in the, in the 70s, in a, a leisure center in Blythe. <laughs> uh, you could see this happening in 2023 in a packed out arena in AW. Mm. Just MJF playing the pantomime villain, getting good into a match he didn't want to have, but then realizing he's having yeah. it anyway. I just thought it was a I'm nice just, little segment. Yeah. The imagery there, I'm just thinking how bleak and depressing a 70s leisure center in Blythe would be. <laughs> oh, God. Cigarette smoke. I think no one had any positive like perspectives there. It was all just, oh, that's The walls bad. are brown. <laughs> Everything's brown. Oh, what a terrible... The 70s must have been an awful time. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, the this happens, and yeah, then it's like, oh, we're teaming up. Oh, you got a title match. Also, blah blah. I was like, oh, all right, Christ. But MGF, I thought it was fine. I think you're being needlessly harsh there, Matthew. No, no, I think they're trying to cram I a lot of stuff. I stand with AW. I'm, I'm ha- very happy for you, Thank TK. You. But, fly. Oh, trying oh, to get yeah. secrets. Uh, there it is. But then we move on. We learn that the brackets for the men's and women's Owen Hart tournaments, including CM Punk versus Satoshi Kojima, a forbidden door. That's blatantly Punk going. I wa- I'm a fan of him. I'll wrestle him. Yeah. Kenta said no. <laughs> yeah, Kenta did say uh, no. And Athena versus Billy Starks on the pre-show. Yeah, the, the Owen Hart's kicking off on Rampage, which is another reason to watch Rampage, but I don't think we will. No, really. Do you think that... Oh, no, that's not quite how it happened, was it? Do you remember that punk story about how he rang Gabe Sapolsky and pretended that... Oh, was it Cornette? They rang the, whoever was the booker of... It was Gabe. Was it Gabe? Yeah, yeah. And he rang him pretending to be Homicide. Oh, yeah, the match because at 03. Booked, Final Battle 03, that's right. Kojima versus yeah, yeah, yeah. Homicide. Have you seen this? No. Punk's doing a shoe interview where he talks about how he rang Gabe Sapolsky from an unidentified number pretending to be Homicide because he can do a Homicide impression, which is actually pretty good. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I cannot make the show. Kojima, I know I'm sorry, Gabe. And then it goes, it's just Punk, I'm just messing with you. But, um, but he said point, it in the, the voice. The point is, is that he's, I, booked, yeah. he's booked Homicide versus Kojima for this show. And he rings him pretending to be homicide and he says he can't make the show. Well, we know what he's going to do on Sunday then. Pretend he can't do no, it. No, come out dressed as homicide. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think CM Punk wants people looking at his old shooting review clips right now. No, uh, yeah, that was, yeah. What, what's happened? And then Garcia. Oh, God, it was, it can was. It, can it be repeated on the podcast? Not really. Let's move on. It, was, it, was, it didn't paint Punk well and it certainly didn't paint Cole Cabana well either. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Cabana looked like an arsehole. Yes. Garcia and Zack Sabre Jr. team up to beat Orange Cassidy and Shibata after forcing a miscommunication between their opponents. After the match, it's announced that all four men will compete at Forbidden Door for the International Championship, and they all squabble over the title belt like pigeons fighting over a chip. (laughs) I saw the most amazing thing in Newcastle last week on Friday. I was just day drinking with a girlfriend, just sat in the big market, uh, the the pub that's next to Filthy Monk Nasties. The big market's been gentrified now, it's nice. Yeah, so it's all right now. It's when it was 25 degrees here, we were sweating buggers. There's like the monument at the top of the big market, I don't know what it is. but there was thing. Yeah, the thing. The brown thing. Uh, There was pigeons everywhere all over that, and this lady came over. Over, old lady with a duffel bag like a big sports gym bag and it was just full of bird feed and she was just going like that oh. just throwing the bird feed everywhere around this statue while the pigeons were flying down around her I couldn't believe my eyes she had a shopping bag there but this massive gym bag just full of pigeon feed or bird feed hmm. I've never seen the like of it before I would have been so scared I've seen people do that on the green before yeah. oh, I've never seen yeah. it anywhere just fearless ha- as all the birds come in yeah just home alone is the only place I've seen yeah. it yeah. don't was- care about getting Crapped on, which I would have been terrified rabies. of. Rabies. Yeah. yeah, rabies. Have you ever been to Lisa's Park to feed the ducks? No. Because they have the little um, 
little cafe thing and you can get duck feed so you can go over and mm. you know that's never nice. never give ducks bread kids yeah because mm. it's specific the, the little seed things that they have yeah. I don't know what it's called I went on a little walk in the, in the <laughs> oh the cute man the other, the <laughs> other, that start going through lockdown I do like ducks the other week I went <laughs> for a walk right and um, round like exhibition park and Lisa's park and mm-hmm. stuff and I got to that lake in yeah. Lisa's park and there was a man on his own an older man uh, and he was feeding a swan mm. which I'd be quite scared of swans, but he was just fearless, and the swan liked him. He was feeding him it, and the swan was happy and chilled, and they were just both together in nature. And I thought, oh, that's lovely. And as I walked away, I conjured like a little backstory for myself, like, oh my god, he must be like a, a widower, and he's the swan's his only friend. And I don't know what I was doing, but I just made up this whole story in my head for this man. And I just hope he's doing all right, and the swan, and I hope they're happy together. Swan, nonsense. that's why I'm nomination. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I couldn't help it. The that silence was there. That famous <laughs> opera. Swan non. Keith Lardy interferes with swan. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, on Big Market, it's funny you say that. It's the first and only time I've seen a pigeon eat another pigeon. Oh! I did not know they did that. Blood. And I saw it and went, Bloody oh, hell. God. That is terrifying. I know they're not fussy eaters, but <laughs> my role. You know that creepy thing they know about crows? Crows caught. Where the, the crows have been observed in the wild, almost like holding a trial. Like there'll be two crows in the middle and a circle of crows around them, right. and then all the other crows will peck the other two to death. It's terrifying. A murder of crows. Well, that's the name of a collection of crows. Oh. I suppose where it comes from. A murder in a murder of crows. Yeah. Wow, Jesus. It's really sinister. Crows Sounds are it. evil, man. Who knew? Uh-huh. And that's Sting portraying them as good people. <laughs> Vigilante. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, well, Daniel, maybe, wrestling, maybe wrestling. The, maybe the two other crows were affiliated with the NWO. <laughs> yeah. uh, Daniel Garcia continues to impress me massively with his little, his little things in between the moves. Like his, uh, he did the old belly rooney on the back of uh, Orange Cassidy, then got up and did a little dance. Being a massive dick, fantastic stuff. Uh, Orange Cassidy and Zack Sabre Jr. did some Strictly Come Dancing stuff here very quickly indeed. <laughs> yeah, and I can't wait to see them do some more on Sunday. Mm, yep. uh, I like the, du- the double submission from Sabre Jr. and Garcia, where there were. Both doing moves to different body parts, but like yes. going around the circle. It was wonderfully choreographed. A lot, a lot of Strictly Come Dancing there. Mm. And I like the finish with uh, Sabre just taking out Orange Cassidy. So um, after the shoot Superman punch to his own partner. Yep. Good God. What does this mean for the Fatal 4-Way? Good little match. Uh, it means Orange Cassidy's winning. Uh, he wins all the time. I put this match went 16-34, making it the longest Zack Sabre Jr. match in a while because he's been yes. doing that 15-minute tile defense thing. Which has done wonders for my enjoyment of Zack Sabre Jr. matches mm. because it's it's all the best bits of Zack Sabre Jr. without the, without the wasting time. <laughs> you know? It, yeah. I get you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's all a, killer, no filler. Like Muhammad Ali. Yay. Thank you. Mm. In a back, uh, backstage interview, Will Ospreay demands a personal security team at Forbidden Door because Canada is dangerous. Don Callis arrives and says he can sort that out for Osprey because he's a self-hating Canadian um, who wonders what Don wants in return. Callis says he just wants to see a fair fight. This felt a bit contrived. Why? What are they setting up here then? Don screwing Kenny or something. Yeah, but why? Because he... Carry on the feud that will happen after but the, Osprey when they, when they had a class match at Wrestle Kingdom, just let them have another class one. Who here. won the first one? Was Omega. It? Ah, well, Osprey's going to win. Yeah, Osprey's yeah, yeah. Yeah, going to win, but he, rubber match. surely you should yeah. beat him clean if Omega won the first no, one. No, because the, the Osprey... He, he's a heel. Okay, this yeah. is a few that will carry on after the Forbidden Door stuff. So, okay. yeah, I, I'm all right with this. I'm just going to uh, carry on the People feud. are worried that they're going to have the blow-off at Wembley, but I don't think they'd do that. It, that just comes from Melter, doesn't it? Melter thinks... Yeah, and you can't trust him. 
Meltzer thinks Osprey is like Elton John, isn't he? Yeah, Meltzer doesn't have any sort of concept. Good Elton John, not modern day Elton John. Yeah, Meltzer doesn't really have concept of not not knowing about wrestling. Meltzer gives Osprey's phone calls, he gives them every night, five stars. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't think they'd do that because surely they'd want an AEW, an all AEW match to headline their biggest overseas show. It'd be Punk and Mudjifer, wouldn't it? Oh, maybe. I think that's what will be the main event. Punk and who? Mudjifer. Marafuji. M- no, MJF. Um, <laughs> lowercase. I I'm like, wait, who's that? A, B, curly cut, D, F, That, you know, lowercase speak. Mujafu. Um, <laughs> Zamba Bamba, my game. Zamba, Zamba Bamba, Umjuf, all your highlights. I am Timmy Mallet. But I reckon, they, <laughs> I reckon the, the big, they don't need like necessarily a big English hero in the main event if Jamie Hayter's all right to... No, you know. especially when we've got Pac right now. And Pac, why yeah. even Everyone's going to spunk their love when he takes Orange Cassidy's title in an open challenge, aren't oh, they? Yeah. 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 Oh, I'd give him some one. One, I'd... two, three. That'd be the noise. <laughs> uh... we get a video package saying <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Surely everyone would have different projectile speeds. So it'd be like... No, oh, be... no, sorry. <laughs> some of them finished before it the final like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just after it. Excalibur's like, a viscous imagine... white substance. Oh, no, it's, <laughs> it's raining. Imagine the level of coordination required so everyone to finish in the set of the set on the count of three. The stream is too expensive, right? All right, lads, on three. What if there's a near fall and some people have passed it? Oh, no. <laughs> I thought it was three, sorry. We've all been there. No, anyway. Oh, no. Oh, right, Joel. Have you seen... <laughs> <laughs> Joel's just typing of... up his CV. Joel's kind of hugging himself for, like, security, <laughs> like, to protect himself. Joel's thinking, could I do that and come out, like, <laughs> synchronized? Chris Tantlander beats Taya Valkyrie. <laughs> Turn the TV. Taya Valkyrie. Oh, I know. The forest sprite. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, uh, I was surprised this match just, just was blown off. I hate using that word. I just, a, um, I just had a moment of clarity there where I, caught, I was aware of myself shouting the forest sprite into the microphone. <laughs> Some people have real jobs. I'm going to grow a man. Oh, I'll be us soon. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be listening to people talk about SPAF. I know. Enjoy uh, it while it lasts. <laughs> exactly. At the moment, though, we are the SPAF commanders. So, yeah. good. <laughs> so, what was I saying? I was surprised that this match was blown off so early. I thought this would be the big match that they build up to at a bit different show or pay Yeah, because Taya had a, a grievance, didn't she? she yeah. Well, I weakened her for you. It's the first proper feud we've had with the TBS thing that doesn't involve Jade. Mm. Like, ever. Where's ever. she been? She's, that, she said she's taking time off. Yeah, she's on holiday. Oh, yeah. She Alpha, deserves yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. she's, she's been like week after week doing, you know, mm. her, I'm Jade. So. Gorgeous. Gorgeous woman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, these two had a nice match and the crowd were really into it, which I thought was nice. Yeah, it made t- uh, Taya sort of turn heel on the fly. I don't think she ended the, the match as a bona fide heel, but she was healing it up mm-hmm. at certain points, which yep. was nice to see. I thought it was nice to see him get some time, even though it, they were back in there like, this is the women's match slot uh, yeah, just for the main event segment. Yeah. And and we learned that Statlander's finisher is called Wednesday Night Fever, so she simply cannot wrestle on collision. Well, she'll, <laughs> wait, wait, she'll wait. never win. No, no, that'd be it. She hits the move, but it never gets. Oh, I thought, I thought it only ends the match on. I thought you were saying that whole sentence was a finish, like a Zach <laughs> like, <laughs> um, like what was Zach's finisher called? Like hurrah, another year. Like you know the whole sentence that was Zach's finisher. Oh name. god, it was yeah. an album name, I think. Yeah. You also had orienteering with Napalm Death. Yeah. That's yeah. a Stuart Lee bit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's a bit pretentious, isn't he? Zach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. No, she can't win on not a Wednesday then. Okay. Yeah, it would appear so. Fair yeah. enough. Because can Wednesday night fever work on a Saturday night and vice versa? They should kick out of it then. Yeah, but she if she does it 
She has to rename it Saturday Night Fever, but then she has to pay royalties. Okay. Yes. <sighs> Moving on. Do you remember that game show? Suggs was the host. It was on like Channel 5 when we were kids. The Friday Night Fever, Saturday Night Fever. Oh. It rings a bell with Suggs, like. Suggs was the host from Madness, yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. What, what was it like? Was it any good? It was like Question of Sport, but for music. It was a bit of a laugh, but it was music-based, I think. I remember not getting any of the jokes because I was too young. So it always seemed really adult in my head. I'm going to find it. Nah, it's no memory there. Mm. Uh, Eddie Kingston heads to the ring to reveal his team's fifth member. He knows that Moxie is angry to see him on the opposite team, but Eddie reiterates how much he hates Claudio. Moxie night joins... Fever. Just Night Fever. Just Night okay. Fever. It ran from 97 till 2002. Fair enough. Moxie joins him in the ring and have a heat of the exchange until Eddie reveals the fifth teammate is Ishii. Hey, Yay! Not Ibushi then. No. Not yet. The BCC attack Kingston as Ishii heads out to try to make the save, but there's too many of them. So we get Ishii announced and he's immediately beaten down. Yeah. Danison calls out Okada, who actually is there, and runs out to make the save. He almost hits the Raymaker and Brian, who avoids it and stares Okada down from the ramp to end the show. Ooh. Well, I'm, I'm excited for that match, very much so. I liked Eddie here. I'm wearing a T-shirt, lads, because I've just had surgery and I've eaten a lot of ice cream. He says, coming yeah. out here. It's like, yeah, fair, fair play. Oh, I want ice cream but, no. Oh, I, uh, it's a hot day. Some McDonald's one with some of the coffee put in. Mm. Ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh, ooh. But then it was just like, yeah, they're cramming all the stuff in, just like they did last year for Bindor and Fairness. It was like, oh, and Ishii's here, and Okada's here, and Captain New Japan's here, and all this in one segment. It's designed to get the hype up for Bindor. It's almost like the show held in Cramlington. Because <laughs> you crammed... It's the pause there. Just to <laughs> that sink in. What do you think, Ross? Um, I liked Eddie just reiterating that, you know, he's got no issue with Moxley, but it's just because his hatred of Claudio is the reason he's tagging with the people that Moxley's feuding with. Um, and yeah, that's, it's, it's, yeah, that's my only thought, really. That's my main abiding thing I've taken away from the segment. Eddie Kingston and Kevin Owens are like two sides of the same coin. Yes, they are. Yeah, they're both like fourth wall breaking, aware of what's going on. Mm. Deadpool lads. Yeah. 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 Re-relatable, down to earth. Yeah. For the mean streets of <clears throat> Ontario, whatever. Uh, yeah. Quebec. No, Quebec. Beg your, beg your pardon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's a good comparison. But yeah, Kingston's just good. great. Just like any other person having to do that type <clears throat> of promo, what night would quite work. But Kingston works perfectly. Like, look, 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 I like you. We're brothers and stuff like that. But I hate Claudio. Maybe Hangman should grow a backbone and become somewhat sort of similar to Eddie. Yeah. When he's being friends <clears throat> with the people who treat him like dirt for ages. Oh. Yeah. I think um, that this was a. Last year, obviously, the build of Forbidden Door was bad, but it wasn't entirely their fault. There was all these injuries at bad times mm. and stuff. Um, but this year, they've left the build late, but they've got it in there just in time. And I'm quite excited for the show, actually. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, plenty of stuff to be excited for. It's actually a bigger card than last year, but it's got a lot. It's got a high bar to live up to because mm. last year, like, pretty much every match delivered. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Wise words there from three wise men. Thank you very much for the week of wrestling. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> Ooh, it's the mailbag. Hi, lads. Ooh. Don't ask me why, but I was rewatching the greatest Royal Rumble live stream with Sam, Jack, and Adam the other day. Oh my god! And a comment was read out from Owen Mace Mawson, big pun, asking for feedback on his editor application. What? Can you believe it? It no. made me think how far you boys have come. Not just in terms of making content. Joel mocking Owen in the background. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah. get... Because <laughs> Owen's part of the Naughty Boys group now down here, the oh, editor lads, and they're all going to oh. mock him. The other day, one of them mocked Owen for enjoying a lean 
Andrew went, he loves to lean, you know, and he loves leaning on stuff. Oh, actually leaning, you mean? Just oh, right, yeah, taking the weight off you his head. Yeah. Yeah. He likes to lean. What does he mean? <laughs> Joel just went, he likes to lean. <laughs> yeah. At first of all, He's a leaner, Joel, at first and he went, ah, ha, 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 like that. I thought it was a reference to Owen's recent Instagram post, but he's not leaning on it. But where he's like, look at my new, my new top. It's a really sexy picture. Yeah. Voss pointed out to me first. Grabbing, like, he, looks like, he looks like a model. He does. Yeah. Oh, he looks like a Giovanni that. Vinci with hair. Oh. They're going to mock Owen for that now. Ooh, did you get the boys to read out your thing before you joined? Aw. Ha ha, you're good looking. Ha ha ha. My question is, have you ever gone back and rewatched anything, resting or otherwise, only notice someone in the background slash periphery that you know of now? Thanks, okay. Thomas Rebka, a.k.a. Jack <laughs> from North London. <laughs> Thanks, Jack from North London. Ooh. Wait, Thomas Rebka. He's a footballer. Former oh, West Ham stalwart. He just went right to it. I thought it was his real name. Uh, no, um, no, he's... um. Yeah. Thanks, Jack from North London. Um, it's an interesting one. Me and Owen, in gaps between seasons on our Twitch streams, will go back and watch old Robot Wars episodes. Mm. And it's not so much that I've noticed something that I didn't when I was a kid. It's more just on a, I now have a deeper appreciation for Craig Charles and how into it he was, <laughs> especially compared to Jeremy Clarkson, who didn't want to be <laughs> there. Um, but also, I've, I've got a new appreciation as well. I've noticed how awkward a lot of the backstage interviews are. Because mm. as you alluded to before, and I'm scared of talking to any woman, so are all <laughs> of these roboteers when they're talking to Philippa Forrester. And she's like, what's this about then? And they're like, oh, oh wheelchair motor. Yeah. So that, that'll be my answer, I guess. Oh, okay. So it's not quite the question, but... Yeah, yeah. When we had Andrew in, am I right in saying when Andrew first came here, he was just doing stuff like what Joel's doing? What do you mean? Well, he's an editor. Yeah. And then he became like... On camera, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right, right. That was always like interesting. Oh, hello. I was going to stay behind there. And this was like, oh, you're doing well. Then it just became people going, oh, Andrew's nice. And comments are great. Yeah, he's nice. What's he really like? I, so it's, I, no, it's really, he's really nice in real life. Sorry. I really, like, when when me and Ross, because we sort of ended up being presenters kind of like like that, like just filling in and just, you know. And, um, and I, I can't believe how much more accepting of Andrew people are than they were to me. <laughs> I was really sad back then because they were, you know when people are a fan of a YouTube channel and then something happens to change the status quo and new presenters and or whatever. And it's always people like... hate it. People yeah. hate it. And yeah. it's, I'm not just saying it was just me, but I experienced that and I've always been very wary of it since whenever we introduce a new person on camera, I'm like, are they going to get pelters for just changing the status quo? Andrew came on board and I remember thinking, oh, if there's criticism, he's such a lovely little lad he's gonna be so bruised by this and just wall to wall everyone's just like we love Andrew <laughs> and I was like oh fair enough yeah so yeah just amusing there on the whims of the internet thank you it's alright <laughs> Ross um, I was watching The Office again all the way through with my girlfriend because she's never seen American. it before American yeah. yeah all nine seasons and Ooh. I didn't realise US... I think she's from Ipswich yeah <laughs> not me mom either um, I didn't realise that US comedian Andrew Santino has got a cameo in it and I, I realised this time around when watching at the end when Andrew uh, the Nard Dog's on his boat he's like the guy who's getting the boat ready before he sets sail with his brother because uh, they're having one last ride with a boat before they have to sell it because their parents broke up or something like that mm. um, yeah and Andrew, Andrew Santino's on there and I quite like uh, his podcast with Bobby Lee Oh, the ginger like, oh, man. Yeah. Yes. Whiskey ginger. Mm. Well, that's his Aye. podcast by himself, but then bad friends. Right. He's also in Lil Dicky's program, Dave. He plays right. Lil Dicky's friend. I probably don't know him. 
his name, by but I've sort of said, but yeah, there's loads of cameos like that in yeah. the office. Because he looks older then than he does now. Oh. Uh, I guess it's just because he's got longer hair and looks like a sailor. <laughs> That'll do it, yeah. <laughs> I, I've got one similar. You know Max and Pally's Road to Nowhere? Yes. You know the episode where they get the dodgy TVs from the Irish blow in the van and they've got to seal, steal a flat screen for him or something? Uh, yeah. He's like this dodgy man who drives a lorry and goes like, all right, lads, I've got some flat screens for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, like Mrs. He's, accent, Mrs. Actually, yeah. he's Mrs. Brown's boys. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, Brendan yeah. thingy. Yeah, I think so. I think it's him. Oh, yeah. okay. Which I've never watched. Just like to clarify oh. my street cred. I've seen it. The bad. My, oh, my, my, my parents love it. My mum loves yeah. it. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Must be Boomer Humor, Matthew. Boomer Humor. That's for Jim Ross. I was like, oh, I didn't need to it, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think, um, well, why the hell were we doing it? Yeah, I forget why I watched it, but Scary Movie 3 was brought up with me and mates. I thought we'd one on YouTube to see some, like, the best of highlights or whatever. I've got, like, oh, Kevin Hart's in that. When he was no one. Yeah, oh. he's the little sidekick rapper fella, isn't he? Yeah, it's like, ha-ha, like, ha-ha, Kevin oh. Hart, ha-ha. And you're like, nowadays, it's like, it's bigger than all the cast. Scary Movie 3. So you know 40-Year-Old Virgin? Yes. You know when the is Steve Carell's, like, colleague has an argument with a customer and then they both get quite gangster and they're like, no, no, this is smart tech. You've got, no, he's got yeah, to learn. Yeah, he's got to yeah, learn yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other guy's Kevin Hart. The customer oh, who's, okay. the, the angry customer is Kevin Hart. Oh, is that bit as well? Was it like Jonah Hill's trying to buy, it's like, you start buying something from an action, uh, some nerd shop and he's being awkward for like a scene. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, we're, we're going, going deep now, aren't we? So we'll move on. <laughs> and did you also, know that CM Punk was in John Cena's restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and know, Ken Kennedy was... A copper. Uh, you know the film Superbad? Great film. Yeah. You know the bit where they get picked up by the weird guy in the car who's like, you guys got MySpace? He's like a weird predatory sort of creepy older guy. I think he's there, the, the bloke from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Which bloke? Yeah. Um, Andy Sandberg's best mate. Charles. He's Boyle. He's Charles Boyle. Ah. Uh, yes. Right, anyway. Thank you. He plays a creep welder, the guy who plays Boyle. Yeah, he does, yeah. Makes you worried about what he's like in real life. <laughs> Good afternoon, Matthew Ross Jack, <laughs> and whoever is there fling in, and the people's favourite, Joel. Oh, oh the people's favourite, wow, Joel. Favorite. That's, that's, that's not right, no. <laughs> no, we can't have this. <laughs> yeah. Last Friday, oh, here we go. Sorry to change gears. Last Friday, my grandmother passed away. Oh, sorry. She yeah. lived a long life at 80 years. She told me a story many moons ago when she was a child in 1950s-ish that when she was in Woolworths, a man stepped on her foot. The man's wife told him to apologise to the little girl and when he did, my grandmother recognized him. It was British wrestling legend Jackie Palo. Oh. I'll not drag this out long. I imagine it's been a long podcast. Thanks. <laughs> so my question, if you had to have a day out, maybe at the beach or just a couple of drinks down the pub, which wrestler would you like to spend it with? You can't choose pack. That's too easy. Oh. Have a lovely weekend, lads. Been watching you for almost eight years oh now. Christ. Former, sorry, from former late 90s Manchester United defender, Danny Higginbotham. Also known as Stuart from Bristol. Thank you, Stuart from Bristol. Stuart, thank you for watching. Sorry to hear that. Email there. Yeah, because well, I'm very Stuart. sorry to hear about yeah. uh, your grandmother, but it sounds like she was a lovely person. If she has happy memories of stamping on Jackie Palo's foot, that's well, a hell of a story a to tell. Well, the other way around, I. Palo, yeah. Man's wife told me. No. I beg your pardon. <laughs> I'm going to buy Jackie Palo. What a bastard. Uh, but thank you very much. I hope you're doing all right, Stuart. Yeah, I hope you're doing all right, Stuart. And thanks for the question. Yes. Um, who, who would you go for if you. Eddie pint? Kingston. Oh, right, okay. Right in there. Eddie, what do you think? And then just let him go. I would rock up in Stone Island gear and take the place of Joe Coffey and the Gallus Three and have a free day out as the two manly men 
uh, whizzle wazzle uh, unsuspecting muggles out of money while playing <laughs> pool and I'll just take the rewards for it. So yeah, I'll take Joe Coffee's place. He's missing at the minute. Um, if if <laughs> yeah, he's, that's right, yeah. <laughs> if he he's, comes back, he escapes from the thing and he just sees you and goes, Unlucky Joe, I am now you. Prove it. What you want to do right now? <laughs> Paint. Oh Pop. no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd go for probably. He doesn't. I'm, I mean, he doesn't drink now, obviously. But I'd go. I'd socialize with John Moxley because whenever he's in a shoot interview situation or there's excerpts from his book that I've seen, I just find him very captivating. <laughs> it's just yeah. how direct and honest he is. So I'd yeah. probably go Moxley. I also recommend his book. And mm. Moxley's a good chap. I've not read it. So you just have a lemonade or something. Yeah, I've been listening to his audio book. Read oh, by him. Yeah, said, yeah, yeah. Just sounds like he's, he's obviously not sat there with a box of towers, but he's got that that, that uh, Kavorka about like yeah. just sat there. By, yeah. oh, <clears> my <throat> dad was a big scary boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. <clears throat> <sighs> Hi, lads. I last appeared in the mailbag just before Full Gear last year to say that due to the brought out situation and the overall really disappointing product that AEW were putting out, I had fallen out of love with AEW and had cancelled my fight subscription. Mm. Collision and the return of CM Punk this Saturday made me at least temporarily fork over the £7 for fight again. And I must say that I was pleasantly surprised by a really solid show. However, coming out of it, I can I had one really nagging question that I thought only my three favourite diddlers <laughs> can answer. One, why does Tony Khan hate Wardlow? Wardlow could and should have been a nailed-on superstar, not that kind yet. After double or nothing 2022, but all momentum has been killed on multiple occasions since, and it begs a question, can Wardlow still reach a top level in AE dub? Is he instead, turning the page, counting down the days until WWE come calling, or at this point, would they even call? Cheers for your thoughts, James. Dwarf Penguin on the Cultaholic FC streams. Oh, up Dwarf the five Penguin, pound up the faves. Oh, thank you very much, James. Lovely to hear from you, DP. Um, I'm going to say, no, 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 no. Um, I'm going to say, I think someone like Wardlow can always come back because he's so physically impressive, but he can do crazy agile things as well. But this is my answer, I guess, with every passing failed push or misbooking step from AEW, WWE must be a more tempting prospect. But you're right, would they even... They've got loads of options, WWE. Would they even come calling? Hmm. Yeah. I reckon they would, because he's massive. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon he's got a <laughs> shot. His size, his look. Yeah. His dog. Oh, yeah, his yeah, dog. Yeah. He brings his dog. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Ares. Yes. That's all I've got. <laughs> this podcast's dying today. Yeah. No, that's all we've got. Um, Dwarf Penguin, you've done the lovely thing of giving us your lovely thoughts, and we agree with all of them. Yes. Yeah. So. Thank you, Dwarf Penguin. Ah. Ah. That's some nice questions. Wasn't ah. it? Thank you very much for sending us your thoughts, your queries, and just whatever's on your mind, to be honest with you. Uh, if you have any of those, please, please, please send them to mailbag at alcoholic.com. Thank you to the people's champion, Joel. Everyone's favorite. People's <laughs> champion, Joel. <laughs> ah, wrist piss. Good afternoon, Matthew, Ross, and Jack. Hello. You mm. may have noticed that. You, you, you try to say hello, then burped at the same time. And it went, <laughs> you may have noticed that WWE nearly held the King of the Ring tournament that now seems to have fallen by the wayside. As a huge fan of not only the King of the Ring tournament, but also wrestling tournaments as a whole, it got me to thinking who would this year's King of the Ring? That's what it says. 
who would this year's King of the Ring be? Mm. Following that, I decided the decision was much too hard Ooh. and thought it'd be far more enjoyable to listen to you three sat around the colour table to ballot out between you. Girl. Here we go. I have attached a PDF document, I already hate you, of a 32-man <laughs> tournament 32. and attached image below. Here we go. Ooh. Featuring SmackDown, Raw, and the odd NXT superstar. Mm. The all odd on NXT. The bracket was randomised around about 10 different times to make it more random, I guess, and has made some interesting matchups. Select who you'd like to win each match of the tournament is a standard single elimination system with added intrigue. I'd like to create a scenario that whoever wins this King of the Ring tournament goes on to win a future mid-card shot mm. to which they will win. So choose carefully. Okay. Hope you enjoyed the idea. I, oh, I always enjoyed diddling with you guys. Regards, Little Willy Turtle. <laughs> Oh, that for that Thank name you. at the end, little Willy Turtle. Little Willy Turtle. Well, glad to help you, little Willy Turtle. <laughs> right, let's smash Cheers. this in the face. Right, round one: Drew no. McIntyre versus Bobby Roo. Drew McIntyre. Two lads who are not on the roster. Drew mm. McIntyre. Drew. Drew goes through. Xavier Woods versus Tommaso Ciampa. I'll go Ciampa because Woods has already won it. Amen. Yeah, good idea, Ciampa. Uh, the Miz versus Otis. 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 Ooh. Uh, Omos versus Karrion Cross. <laughs> Probably Omos, lads. Just looking at the way the bracket shakes out, Omos. Yeah, Omos. More uh, a captivating match with Otis. Yes. Absolutely, <laughs> Omos. Uh, Uso, sorry, Jimmy Uso versus Matt Riddle. Mm, Matt Riddle. I don't know if it makes sense for Jimmy to go through on his own. James Uso. Okay. I'll pick James Uso as well. Right. Yeah. I'll put James Russo there. <laughs> oh, dear. Vince's brother Tyler versus Finn um, having seen previously Tyler Bay in Super Strong Style 16 he does well in a tournament scenario I'll go Tyler Bay I'll go Tyler for a bit something a little yeah. bit different well, I'll pick Balor but bollocks then uh, bait it is Braun versus Ricochet ooh the feud reignited mm. I think in the tournament I think Braun's like your big bad bad man Braun Braun because of who he's going to face in the next round oh yeah Oh, yes. Yes. Matthew. Braun. Ding dong. Hello. Dom versus Jay Uso. Dom. 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 <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, so we're going there. Uh, AJ, wait, have we gone back up, sorry? Thank you. AJ Styles versus Ilya Dragunov. Dragunov just for a bit, something a bit different. Yeah, Dragunov. Yeah. yeah. Have It'd a be... star-making performance. Oh, a star. T-S-A-R. Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, look at you being cool. Ilya, it is. Kofi versus JD McDog. Google me. I miss Kofi. I'm going Kofi. Big Kof. Big Kof. <laughs> Sami Zayn versus Nakamura. Sami, get revenge for that takeover match when Nakamura Nakamura's debut. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. Wholeheartedly. Get him, Sami. Uh, Montez Ford versus Rey Mysterio. Tez. 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 Where we at? Kevin Owens versus Chad Gable. <laughs> That's the hardest one so far. Um, you know what, Gable? Go on. He's going to be my MVP of the early rounds as Chad Gable. So, yeah, Chad. Gable. Solo versus Seamus. Oh. Probably Seamus, you know. Bless you. Just because it's against Gable, Solo. I say Solo. Solo. Shola. Shola Amiubi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Johnny Gargano versus Big E. Big E, I miss Big E, similar to the Kofi pay. Yeah, Big E. Big E. Oh, ho, ho. it's my wet dream of the match in the next round, let me tell you. LA Knight versus Bobby Lashley. LA Knight. LA, yeah. 
Okay, so now we go up to the top. Drew versus Champa. 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 Otis versus Omos. Otis. Otis. It's like WrestleMania 3. Oh, this Steamboat and Savage. <laughs> no, um, it's like Hogan <laughs> Hunter, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, oh, yes it is. Uh, James Uso versus Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate. Braun versus Dom. Braun. <laughs> he gets his arse handed to him, but Dom okay, right. yeah. escapes jail. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, yeah, Dom beats him. Uh, Ilya versus Kofi. Uh, ooh, I'll go Ilya. Ilya with a gentleman's handshake at the end of the match. Yeah. Yes. Going by Ziba. Uh, Sammy versus Tez. Tez? Ooh. We're building stars. Sammy's already a star. Samus. Sam. Sam. <laughs> Big Sam. Big Sammy Zayn. I call him Samuso then. Sammy Zayn. <laughs> I'll say Tez. Ooh. Hey. Gable versus Solo. Gable. Gable. Oh, okay. Gable, I thought Gable. Gable. I thought Solo would be a good guy for it, but no one. Uh, Big E versus LA Knight. LA Knight. Yeah. Oh, God. What a ma- Imagine the promos before that match, though. Yeah. Fwah, yeah. Fwah. Could walk it all out of the walls. Champa versus OTs. Oh. I think Champa makes more sense. I'm going to Otis, me. Yeah, probably. Otis, it is. Okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> good. Bait versus Dom. Dom, if he's cheated this far, Dom. Can yeah, I carry Dom. Yeah, Dom. Yeah, Dom somehow <laughs> overcomes Braun <laughs> and Bait. Uh, Ilya versus Tez. Tez. Ilya. <sighs> Ilya, yes. Oh. He's on Bazeba. Uh, Gable versus LA Knight. Gable. Gable. Oh, I'm surprised. If this is shocking. This you got to think what happens at the end of the tournament. That's what my. Yeah, I try to this... vote. I try to vote tactically. Oh no. Now you keep her in. Like everyone. <laughs> Stop it. I didn't mean that. Jesus. I know, I know. <laughs> now, like everyone listening, uh, we're at the semis. Otis <laughs> Otis versus Dom. Well, Pac hasn't won yet, so. Um, this is now time for Dom's run to end. I think Otis, the big heroes win. Dom. Oh. Dom's in the final for me. Dom is the semis for oh, me. Oh, my as dream well. of Otis versus Gable is over. Sorry. No, can't do that. Oh. Ilya versus Gable. Gable. Gable is the hero to take down Dom. Yeah, yeah. Gable. To get that secondary title. In the legendary final bracket oh, sugar. of the Little Willy Turtle King of the Ring <laughs> tournament. <laughs> Who is the Little Willy? Gable. Gable's got a Little Turtle Willy. <laughs> <laughs> and then he wins the bloody one of the mid card belts. Yeah. Not the Gunder one, because I like Gunder's reign. He beats on Andre Theory, Austin Theory. <laughs> Gable is the winner. Shoot. And I try to draw a crown, but it looks like a hedgehog. What the hell is that? <laughs> Gable. Can we get that up on the screen? No. <laughs> this is Matthews. Punch in, please, Joel. Just in there, at the side there. That is a crown. Doesn't look good. Court of Matthew. Oh, that's cool. That is. It's got a tongue for some reason. The <laughs> no, that's not <laughs> right. That's that's the the this is a weird looking duck. It's like a snake. It's tongue. almost like um what's Roald Dahl's illustrator called? It's almost Quentin Blake-esque. Yes. Yes. That's what yes. we were going for, I think. Yes. Thank you, little Willie Turtle. Thanks if you have any Reese's pieces or incredibly long tournament brackets, please don't hesitate to send them to mailbag at
It's Cultaholics! The ah, well, a lovely little podcast. And there's still just a little bit more to go. But before we get to the very end, shout outs to our magnificent producers, Chris Roth. The mouth of the Roth, he's cowboy. Wow, he's a bloody, you can't shut him up! <laughs> <laughs> Reno two two zero zero. He's from the future. He's two two zero zero. He's not. He's from the past. He's from WCW two thousand. You can't oh. stop that bald ponytail. That is that what you would ask for? The barbers? <laughs> Can I have a bald ponytail? Oh, oh, you mean Reno? Reno. Reno. Yeah. Oh, Reno. Come okay. on! But he's like future Reno. Aye. Yeah, okay. Future Reno. He's even balder. <laughs> Noah Anderson. Anderson. Two of every animal. Get on my ark and let's go. I think that's what Noah said. Let's go. I'm going to catch some waves. As, you, as the little microphone comes from the sky, <laughs> talk to God directly. Thank you very much, lads. What a stable. Oh, wow. Well, the big question this week is, what is going to be the best match at AEW's Forbidden Door 2023? Ooh. All of them. Oh, there we go. Well, bye. See you later. Here is the rundown. Starring The Rock. Uh, Athena versus Billy Starks on the pre-show. Yeah, Isn't Billy Starks like 18 years old? Oh, that's her. I, I think she's very promising, but obviously I think Athena will, will win. Mm. She's a goddess of thunder and rock and roll. Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. And three stars. <laughs> At Four best. out of ten. <laughs> Until this week's episode of Dynamite. This would maybe have been my pick given their track record earlier this year. They had a really good match at Wrestle Kingdom. But I think I think the callous thing has me worried there's going to be a slightly screwy, screwy, screwy element to the match. Will um, that ruin your enjoyment of the match? Maybe. Also, I think that... Oh, dropped my cheering gum. They'll, they'll have a long way to go to um, top their first match, which managed to be so good because it was slightly restrained. I'm worried that in an AEW environment... They'll just get too excited and do all the stuff, and it'll dilute all the uh, all the stuff. That's fair enough. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Danielson versus Okada. Oh yeah. Yes. Give it an hour. I dare you. Yes, this will yes, be the best 11, match of the show. Eleven match card. That's what we need. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sonata versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. I mean, I'm not. I think the crowd's going to play a big uh, part in that one. Yeah. Yep. I'm not. I'm not thrilled, but if Jungle Boy turns heel on Hook, then yes. What, because he doesn't win, so we're going to attack Hook. That's why it was one of my pitches, yeah. Not the one oh. Andrew cried at. That was a different <laughs> No, one. that was me crying at that idea. Mudge your oof. No, I messed up. Mudge your fuh. Mudge your fuh. At but curly cut, do effo, e go ho, lo, mo, no, ah, pu, quo. You missed idjaka. Did I? Yeah. Oh, I give up. MJF versus Tanahashi for the AW World Championship. Um, well, it's going to be interesting because obviously the story is MJF didn't want any of this jelly and now he's got the jelly. <laughs> so will he be fighting with Kavorka? Will he be running scared from Tanahashi's air guitar? This match is pure T and A. MJF's got the A. Tanahashi's got the T. <laughs> um, oh, you're right. I... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think that uh, it'll be fun, in a, but I want it to be a more of a sports entertaining match than a match match. Mm. That makes sense. I think MJF's just going to retain via DQ or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Or like sneaky, sneaky. Or yes. Adam Cole shoots, get involved, mm. even though he's elsewhere on the card, apparently. Uh, Le Suzuki Gods, oh, that's the names, who are oh. undefeated, as Joe Commanders, uh, versus Sting, Darby Allen, and Goldberg. Goldberg, Goldberg will win. <laughs> <laughs> if it is Goldberg, min. If it's Naito, no. meh. 
No, would you? No, which which one would you honestly? To be fair, it would be more banter if it was Jeff Jarrett's Jeff Jarrett's been good at AEW, and I scoffed at that concept when it first became a thing. So Goldberg pinning Guevara. No, pinning Jericho. Get revenge on Jericho. Yeah. Nah, you had it coming. But then we'll get we'll get a super serious feud between Goldberg and Jericho. No, no, no. Forbidden Door's like semi like Jericho Cruise levels of non-canon. No, it's not. It really isn't. It, yeah. it does matter, doesn't it? Uh, Blackpool Combat Club, which is Moxley. Block party. I, I couldn't I couldn't even do that. Moxie, uh, Anuda, and Claudio, the bastard, and uh, Takeshita and Shota taking on Eddie Kingston, Ishii, and the Elite. Boo hiss. A 10-man tag team match. It'll be big fun. They all are always good, aren't they? Yeah. Rip-roaring occasions, Ooh. all the trumpets. I hope it doesn't go really long and take away from later matches on the card. I hope it does. Okay. Uh, CM Punk versus Kojima from oh. Final, Battle, Final Battle 03. For Ring I think it'll be quite all right. <laughs> it's not going to be match of the night, but it'll be a, a good affair all the same. Yeah. Two upstanding gentlemen. There'll be a lot of this in the corner. Kojima loves a bit of that, doesn't he? Wait, why is Kojima... chop him in the face. Oh. He's chosen the wrong opponent here. He's worried about chops. Why is Kojima flown over a lot? Like, he's he's all right. He gets an all right. We're like, oh, Tim. But it's like, he's... He's slowing down. He's been slowing down for 10 years. Yeah, I think maybe this this feels like a punk request, doesn't it? Like, oh, I want to wrestle him. Oh, if punk requests it, he gets what he wants. I looked it up. This is Kojima's had one other AW match. He lost to Moxley at All Out 2021. Yeah. Which again was a bit out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh well. <clears throat> Orange Cassidy versus Zack Sabre Jr. versus Shibata versus Daniel Garcia in a four way match for the AEW International Championship. Strictly come dancing. I'm going to say sleeper hit. Be really good. Sleeper. Right, I'm looking forward to OC versus Zack Sabre. Uh, Tony Storm versus Willow Nightingale, the AEW Women's World Title. Willow smashes her face in. <laughs> I worry about <laughs> AW Women's World Title matches. I have noticed a pattern where they they kind of try and do too much down the stretch and there's too many near falls and stuff. So I'm worried that that's going to happen. So I often I'm, feel they get overshadowed as well. Just yeah. and they, Rammed in. Yeah. Not enough build. Yeah. I agree with that. But but nothing against the two women in the match. It was oh, very yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Adam Cole versus Tom Lawler, which apparently has uh-huh. been announced, which... I this, don't know. That'll be matches tonight. Yes, it'll be really good. We can't even keep up with wrestling news doing a podcast. I've watched, but... I think, like one or two Tom Lawler matches this year, and I've really enjoyed them both. I, I think he had, he had a match with, um, I think it was Zack Sabre Jr., and it was really yeah. good on a New Japan Strong show. I hope he comes out to his MLW theme, which he goes, I will, I will kill you. Okay. <laughs> I don't know a proper theme or rock theme or anything like oh, that. We'll come with that silly, cheesy maybe, theme. Maybe he'll come out with Alvarez. Because he's his pal, isn't he? Uh-huh. No, if CM Punk in the building, he won't. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why I will, I will kill you. <laughs> what were you going to say? I don't even know. Why is Tom Lawler? Yeah, I, just, I don't Why is? Why is this happening? What? Should I have a Google? I'll have a Google. Yeah, what's brought this around? What's happened? It's New Japan. Wants a match. I know that, but I'm like... I'm cold, baby. Why this one in particular? Why not? I guess you can say that not, for a lot yeah. of the matches, in fairness. But well, no, you got the, the top ones, a tournament match. Then yeah, we've got right, those actually. two big dick swingers are going to go for the IWGP heavy, uh, United States title. He attacked him at the Rampage tapings. Lola turned up and attacked Adam Cole. At oh, well. It's oh. all kicking off on Rampage. Oh. Now we've oh. I mean, bloody watch Rampage. Yeah. <laughs> on Cannon Rampage. 
being canon for a bit. Sorry, everyone, that's a spoiler, but it's already on my No, no, you're by, yeah, whatever. You don't watch Rampage. Uh, don't they might do, cool. though. We apologise if we've just spoiled Rampage for you. Nah, ha, ha. This comes out for a few hours earlier. We saved ah. you an hour. We saved you an hour. Don't worry about it. Two hours of collision followed by this. You'll be all right. You'll live. Yeah. 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 It's going to be a good show. Yeah. Look, we've seen the viewing, <laughs> viewing figures for AW Rampage. Don't worry. Oh. Carry on. <laughs> so, best match then, Jack. What was that last one? I'm going to go for... It's it's For me, it's one of the top two, the big two singles matches. And just because of that weird Don Callis involvement, and I'm a bit scared, I'll go for Okada and Brian. It's a bona fide dream match that for many years it looked like would never happen because Brian retired and everything. And hopefully it's going to be really good. <laughs> yeah. okay. it's, not, it's not the most exciting answer, is it? Just going for the one with Okada and Brian in it, but you know, but that's yeah, what's there for. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What's well, going to be the best match? It'll be that one. But as a second pick, I would go for number seven on the list. There, the Ooh. ten man tag. I don't know why. I like the shooter, the loose cannon element of the piece. Yeah, I was going to pick both of those choices, so I'll have to be contrary and pick the Suzuki Gods versus Goldberg. <laughs> you know yeah. Big Goldberg and old Goldberg in a Goldberg six-man tag match. I seem to remember that last year, the Suzuki Gods' match was was a sleeper hit and everyone loved yeah. it, so it could well be that again. Yeah. Yeah. It's the a Suzuki good card. It, it can't be Goldberg. <laughs> Not again, please. It'll be nicer, Sorry. I reckon, but imagine if it was Goldberg. It'd be funny if it was cool. Oh, it'd be so good. Oh, dear. Could be the previous Darren Young, maybe? What? I can't remember his, his New Japan name. Darren Young? Fred. Rosser? Big, yes, Fred Rosser. Up the Rossers. He's pretty intense now. Savio Vega. <sighs> Bad Bunny. Oh, yeah. Okay, ba, ba, we're at the ba, end of the podcast. AW Forbidden Door looks great. And obviously, if you can't be asked to watch it, don't worry. We watch it for you. It's Tubman on his bike. Here he oh. comes. <laughs> Come, dragon, crowd. Yay! We all love this bit of the podcast. Yay! Tubman and tent appears on the entrance when he bursts through it's on right. a bike. Yeah. Down the ring. He rips through the tent. Yeah. It's like MVP's entrance back yeah, to the yeah, yeah, yeah. Show how strong he is. <laughs> of tent. Oh, God. No worries. So, Jack, what have you got for us until next podcast? Now, because I'm in London this weekend. Bloody hell. I am seeing the Chicago Cubs take on the St. Louis Cardinals. And if the Cubs don't win, I'm going to be fuming. Go Cubs! Is that it's a derby? It's a derby. It's baseball. I'm going to West Ham oh. Stadium, the European champions West Ham, and I'm going. No, I can't laugh. They won that competition, um, and I'm going to enjoy it hopefully. And it's a lovely weekend, so I think just being my girlfriend are just going to have some drinks in the sunshine. 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 So I'm not on what happened at. Oh, okay. I believe, can I reveal this? It'll be Adam Pachisi. <gasps> Taking my place. Wow. Yeah. No, no, no. We can spoil AW Rampage. We can't spoil Good Lord. We can't spoil what happened now. No. Don't be silly. <laughs> what about yourself, Ross? Uh, just, I just keep your eyes peeled for all the ordinary pay-per-view content that we do here at Kilton Holly. The pictures are on the channel now. Go and watch that. Uh, there's live reactions. Ah, while the show's going on, then what happened out and news and stuff. But no WTF this time because there's no storyline. So I'll just be going, oh, he didn't quite nail that maneuver well without showing the footage. You can do that. I can't. Yeah. (laughs) So what's the point in doing it? I can do it for a few hours and I get taken down. (laughs) And people will still somehow watch it. That's so weird. But no, I'm looking forward to those. And I believe will people be watching it live on Twitch stream? Yeah, Tom and Fraser, I believe. 
Tom and Fraser, because Ross was asked, but he went no, because of lack of all Japan, which is clearly the superior yeah, Japanese yeah. product. No, I, I lost predictions in WrestleMania 38. I had to retire from that from oh. that field after five long years. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew is not a nice person. That's what we learned in those days. He's a horrible man. <laughs> hit me with a picture frame he did. And oh, didn't even that, unhook yeah. the back bit, so it was a shoot, a shoot hit. Oh, shoot hit. Yeah, he thinks wrestling's real. It really <laughs> hurt. That's why he's so passionate. He thinks oh, all yeah. this is real. Horrible. It is real. It is real. What Anyone else you is got, real? Uh, Sod or not? No, that's not true. I've got um, New Botch Mania. It should be out right now. Aha. And also, I finished reading Bret Hart's book. Wow. Who made it. is the last person he fornicates with? <laughs> Himself? It'll be his. <laughs> Italian wife, like his third wife or whoever, his yes. second wife, yeah. Is that his current wife or is it? No, the... no, this was his second wife, I believe. Now he's with his third one, yeah. Yeah. She it's... was the woman with really bright eyes. I remember that. She had big, bright blue eyes. Oh, okay. She's quite a lot younger than Brett. <laughs> anyway, he's like an old polar bear. Stop it. Uh, so I asked the stream, what do you want to read now? Which famous wrestling autobiography, and they voted for If I Did It by O.J. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> now, if I was going to commit a murder, here's exactly how I would do it. And that, that, on the cover of that book as well, the yeah. word if is, is so much smaller than, than yeah. I did it as well. Yeah. Oh. So, wrestling legend OJ Simpson. Wow. He's one of my favorite things about Twitter. Because <laughs> he's on there. OJ Simpson. And he's, he committed, yeah. he, did, he murdered people with knives around. He did. Allegedly. He was acquitted, but if the glove he doesn't fit. Alle- legally, we have to say. He bloody did it, he right? He allegedly did it. And he goes on Twitter and he's like, hey, y'all, it's yours truly, OJ Simpson. Here's my thoughts on the weather today. Have you seen, <laughs> I know that he's kind of not the public's favorite comedian at the minute either, but have you seen Dave Chappelle's stories about how he, the three or four times he's met OJ Simpson? When he's like, like at the gig he was at? He's like, like doing jokes. There about he is. Him? The juice. <laughs> and he comes over and asks for a picture with him and he goes, No, OJ. I can't, I can't take a picture with me. Yeah. yeah, fascinating person to say the least. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait to read that book. The hypothetical it's book about even, how he did I it. I didn't realise until that big documentary came out about it that's like really well made and like yeah, five yeah. hours long or whatever. But it's not just like some footballer murdering someone. Right, right, here. right. It's like George Best murder. It's like one of the best say, yeah, footballers yeah. murdering someone. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I picked George Best. But one, yeah, one of those, one like, of those, those, like, those gifted oh, ones. Yeah. Athletes that everybody knows of a certain Yeah, he was, like, yeah, massive. Like, it wasn't just, like, some guy who also was a footballer. Right. No. It's crazy. They need to get you reading Brian Alvarez's WCW book as Brian Alvarez. <sighs> That's what needs to happen. The everybody. Shockmaster came through a wall. <laughs> I read that when I was... Like CM Punk will do to me at Forbidden Door. <laughs> I remember reading that when I was first getting back into wrestling the death of WCW. And... I remember really enjoying the bits about how crap certain gimmicks and storylines were, but it just there was a lot of like money talk and figures, and I was mm. like, oh, I can't give up. There's a lot of it that hasn't aged particularly well once you hear the other side of other people giving their perspective, because it all is all from, well, if we treat the Observer stuff as solid fact, and we all know that's not how wrestling or life yeah. is. True. Mm. Sure. Shut up, Matthew. <laughs> Uh, good advice. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, mailbag at cultlife.com for your thoughts, queries, and everything else. And patreon.com forward slash cultaholic for all your Hall of Fame needs. Ooh. Ooh. This has been Jack. This has been Ross. This has been Magnificent. Joel's been put up for Jack. who's really doing it. And now we collect a paycheck. Um, now I'm going to point at this. And what we're going to say this week? Nobody watches the end, really, do they? So we say nothing. Goldberg. 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 Yeah. One, two, three. Goldberg. 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 We're going to look so smart if he shows up. Goldberg. Tara. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. (laughs) 